I feel like that's fair. I mean, nobody wants to say that, but I'm kind of on that train of like bitter pill, but we, we have to. It's, it's viruses it's don't die. Years, they don't yeah. go away. Well, <laughs> yeah, I think they're starting to call it endemic now, which means yes, we will always that. have it. It will just be less yep. um, terrible, hopefully. Yeah, less terrible, hopefully. That's less, good. It less morbid. Like piss you yeah. off though that if people would have just gotten vaxxed, we yep. probably would have. This would have been over like oh. probably a full year ago. Absolutely. It's all about and compliance. How many like, people would? still be alive you know what i mean i know like, multitudes like, more many 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 people <laughs> many, many, many have died it's upsetting from this just, yeah so we live in a society <laughs> we do live people's in a society. like safety and health shouldn't be political it should, I totally <laughs> should agree. never be political i literally could not agree more i already hit record so we're going that's fine I'm glad we're done. <laughs> did you two ever watch lost no, I yeah. didn't. Oh my For God, a couple so, seasons. It's so good. My mom and I were re-watching it. The ending was horrible, of course, but uh, the writers came out and said that the ending is not what they wanted and that it's not canon, basically. And oh, so, okay. Yeah, they were just like, by the way, it wasn't meant to be like that. <laughs> and well, so, I feel like we'll be hearing that soon about the Game of Thrones ending. Yep. Mm-hmm. I never watched it. Was a huge yeah. disappointment. I was always it? bored by it. I never watched it, no. Yeah, no I, I, I read, read the it. first book. No, you read it. I read it and I knew the show, no matter what anyone did, because of how the nature of shows are, it mm. would be subprime. <laughs> it would not be as good as the book, and never. so why watch it? It's never as good as the book. Like, if you watch them and then read it, I think that's fine. Yeah. But the other way around, you're just always going to have complaints. No show has ever done it better than the book did. I can't. So I'm like, fuck. I can't, um, I can't watch a show and then read the book. I do know one. do that. You do know yeah. one? Well, not... Because that's... If, I'm sure it, they It, like, doesn't really count, but it kind of counts. If you ask me, the latest, the third season of You is way better than the third book of Yes! You. I didn't know it was like, a book. Didn't know it was a book. I agree. Excellent books. The oh, yeah. books are amazing, except for... I just the don't like the show's okay. idea. But it's written by a woman, and I think that's so, why I'm yeah. okay with watching and it. And here's okay. another really thing good. about you <laughs> that I've, I... This is a tangent I go off on a lot. In the books, when I first read it, at least, when we all were reading it, it was less like... Oh, Joe, and it was more like, this is creepy to see inside of the brain of this, like, murderer, you know? Not and only it was that, like, it, puts you, it puts you in the seat. Yeah, and it's, like, fascinating, but it's horrifying. But, like, with the with the TV show, something was lost there, and also with the many followers that it gained, something was lost, and it became more of, like, a Lolita, where it was like, oh, Joe, I'd let him kill people for me, and it's like, <laughs> it's like, no, 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 no. You That's, know what I mean? Like, please and don't it, idolizing him and so like i think like i don't know when i was reading the books it was more like whoa and then like watching the show i kind of felt that but also with the popularization of it joe was so romanticized and maybe it was the actor too i think like, it was because Penn badgley, Penn badgley so played him hot, very yeah. in a very charming manner mm-hmm. because yeah in the I books love. he's a lot more Stop creepy in the show he's like charming and handsome and suave and so like yeah i don't know there's it's interesting i i i know what you mean like it's kind of like yeah. It's funny that you say that, because I actually see him as more, like, clumsy and dorky. Yeah. Yeah, like, I guess I know what you like, mean. Like, I yeah. feel like if I met a Joe, I wouldn't be so charmed by him. I think I would be a little, like, off-put by him. See, that's what, what I hope. I'm charmed <laughs> by dorky people, personally, so, so that's a, It depends. Like, yep. you gotta read the room sometimes, or, like, yeah. read the vibe. I mean, read the room. And go with your first instinct about that person, because I, I guarantee you it's accurate. <laughs> 
I've not seen that show, but I saw a meme of him, or a meme with him in it uh, from the show, and it was uh, like characters that you're not actually supposed to like starter pack, and it was like him, Rick from Rick and Morty, Scott Pilgrim, <laughs> and like the yep. the dude from Fight Club. But, like, mm-hmm. oh I might God, be, yeah. I, I might actually be wrong. I think of one, Vampire Diaries Vampire. had a great show, and the books I don't know if they were really as well received. They weren't. They weren't very good, honestly. I, didn't I think, think so. the I've the, heard good things the, about the same thing with True Blood. I think ends at like half of the first book is like it just it's com- it's when it becomes completely different from what the show's doing and the show's okay. just so much worth the show's, it so much more the show it. is good albeit i didn't finish it i got to like season five i'm like literally on the second to last season and i cannot i'm like trying to push through yeah but it's just so different from the beginning that i'm like i can't, I can't do this yeah this yeah, might sound yeah. weird, but just in case, I turn on my voice recorder. <laughs> oh, you're fine. Just in case. It might, it's okay. Hopefully it doesn't cause feedback or anything. Oh, it shouldn't. It's not alive. It's not a speaker. Yeah, it's like if we so. just hear, like, screeching, there's, like, a big block on audio. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm a moron who forgot how acoustics work for a second. <laughs> what are acoustics? I forgot how sound... Dude, it's actually wild as shit how speakers work. I, I learned... I never knew it until I took the class on piezoelectricity and, like how speakers produce sound waves vibration right yeah but it uses like micro like movement of the speaker and it moves to create air air waves yeah it's sort of like, like, the, like fushing out and air part of bit. the process of the speaker doing its shit is like processing what sound requires what position yes and so you're it's like actually like going crazy in there and that's Which is why, why they have like that grate on it, so you cool? protect it. And that's why if you uh, take that grate and need, off like, and put something crystal. on it, like, like yeah, they need physics they class. need like they use crystal for microphones, which I never knew. Yeah, I forgot because of piezoelectricity, which is like the concept of striking to create electricity. Yeah, you can create Ooh. a certain object can just be like flicked with enough force, and they create electricity. Jesus, imagine a um, Tesla based. It's microphone. fucking wild. <laughs> <laughs> We're both over here like what? That's that's fascinating. <laughs> I was over here like oh I knew all that. Like, oh, yeah. Not yeah. word for word, but at one point I knew My new... most of that. My new schooling is, like, just so different from anything I'm used to, so I'm very excited. Where are you going to school, Sinclair? Sinclair. Nice, nice. So my dream is to go back and get... I'm getting two associates right now. Getting a biotech associates and then a Internet of Things associates. And then probably... Maybe skip, since I already have a bachelor's. Maybe go to a master's. But I want to be a neural engineer. So uh, basically the concept of using computers to like mimic in the case of people who can't walk uh, neuron activity. So because neurons and like spine and everything is just electricity. Yeah. Yeah. So use a computer to like mimic that. You can maybe fix things like depression because you can artificially uh, induce more serotonin basically. Very cool. Um, That's awesome. Fix whatever I have. But specifically, <laughs> specifically, I'd like to work with like how humans interact with computers, like mm-hmm. the concept of onboard computing for humanity, like like chips and shit, and what that can do for like the future of medicine, that of like me, how dude. computers can work. Some people are uh, horrified by that transportation. Some people are terrified by but it. Like religious people. <laughs> you have a you have a social security number. You effectively already have everything that's yeah. tied to that. You're just scared of it getting put onto a readable chip. Yeah. But, you can walk by somebody now without an RFID thing yeah. on your wallet, and somebody can just hack your shit whenever. Yeah, like, exactly. The future's now. It's happening already. It is. Yeah, it's so unfolding day to day. I would rather, as somebody who suffers from a chronic disease, have my medical information mm-hmm. on a chip that's easily scannable yeah. instead of having to enter it every single doctor's exactly. office at every single place. Yeah. Um, and prescriptions for the, can be tracked. <clears throat> yeah. If everything's cool. tied to your hand, you can't go like, oh, can I get like another Percocet? 
And they're yeah. like, didn't you already have some? That's actually a good point. So I think it's going to help a lot of people who abuse sure. pre- prescription medication. I think medication. people are thinking more like Will Caster stuff. Have you guys ever seen that movie? Will Johnny Caster? Depp? I don't think so. Johnny Depp? No. Oh, wait. Yeah, I've heard about it, but I've not seen yeah, it. Yeah, it's like he it. dies, but he uploaded like... Oh, yeah. I'm making like, a game like that. <laughs> his, his, yeah. He's like an AI. Yeah, basically. Yeah. Yeah. And he's like everywhere, and I think that's. I think people. I think have it's a cool the, idea. The yeah. It's, it's, yeah, they've seen the fear mongering portion like, of it, so they're like, "This is this is not good." I look this at is the government trying to control our brains and blah blah blah. And it's like, shut the fuck up. Yeah, I look at stuff. Like, they already <laughs> control you. You have a cell phone. And you yeah. Shut the fuck up. I look at stuff like Serial Experiments Lane. Uh, Serial Experiments Lane. I haven't gotten to see, but I know the concept. It's like a girl who basically uploads herself into the internet, but it's really fucking weird. It's like basically, a vaporwave. Yeah. It's so With bizarre. With Lane, it posits that, um, much like Star Wars and the Force, it's transhumanism, and it posits that anything energetic in lieu of the Force can be connected, can have consciousness, and that does not exclude the literal fucking internet. And so some girl actually kills herself, who's, uh, like, Lane is her classmate, and Lane is oh. on, like, this chat service. It's like an episode one, so I'm not a spoiler, but that's, okay. like, how this show gets set up. And I can't remember her name, but she's some, like, Chinese, like, foreign, like, trade student in Lane's class. And Lane, like, gets on a chat a week after she dies or something, and she starts chatting with her, and she's like, I'm still alive, kind of, just not where you think. And, and like, that's kind of, like, the build-up of Lane, and realizing what? that you can... Straight up living in the internet. What show yeah. is this? Serial, Serial Experiments Lane. It's a weird um, anime. It's a very weird anime. L-A-I-N. And artistically, it's fucking fascinating it's because so cool. yeah, it's like the the first panning shot of the anime is like Lane on a bus going to school, and it sort of like zooms in on her face, so you can tell you're about to see from her perspective. And she like looks up at the phone wires, and the artistic style is like regular anime, but with like these weird, it's almost like watercolor paint that gets spilled on purpose, and then it's like turned into really like cool. cel shaded animation, where it's Whoa. just like these holes in the sky of paint on top of the anime, and it's full of static and this weird shit going on, <laughs> and that's how Lane sees sees things and how it looks on the other side or whatever. That's how Mob Psycho 100 is, too. Yeah. They, they will literally... Crazy. They do multimedia cells, which is unheard of for most, like, today's yep. anime is all, like, computers. <laughs> Except for Gumball. A lot of computers. <laughs> Gumball's very weird. But, yeah, Mob Psycho 100, in the middle of a cell that's, like, mainly, like, one art style, will have, like, when he's using his psychic powers... They'll put like a paint medium, yeah, or like they use these really, really cool. weird combinations. What was that one? Mob Psycho One Hundred. It's about a kid who. It's actually really funny. I'm not seeing that one. It's, a, it's an adorable show. It's about a kid who's a massively powerful psychic, Ooh. but he just wants to <laughs> like be normal. He's like <laughs> this very right. dorky. He's just like, oh hi everyone, I want to make friends. But he's like, he has like the mind, the power of a nuke. Okay. He could destroy that a city. It's so fucking funny. <laughs> All right. Uh, it's a great anime. And yeah. there's a guy who's like his teacher mm-hmm. who uses him in his like detective service for the supernatural. His name's Regan, and he's one of the funniest people I've ever seen in my life. Because he is, he doesn't have any psychic powers, but he tries to convince all of his clients that he's the psychic. It's oh, so funny. Yeah. It's funny. And he, he's just like, this is my associate, but I'm a psychic. And he's like, why is he coming? He, he's an associate. And <laughs> he pulls this high school kid. He's like, go kill that ghost in there. And he's like, oh, okay. Oh and he goes in and like, uses his brain to evaporate it. Jesus. <laughs> he's like. Yeah, last year, he and I watched Paprika. <laughs> Oh, Paprika. The, the basis of Inception. Yeah, uh, Inception was inspired yeah, by Paprika. It, it's fantastic. Please watch it for the love of God. It's fucking it's awesome. F- it's fucking unbelievable. It is. Perfect it's, Blue is the same thing. I've not seen that one yet, but I want to. Perfect Blue is scary as hell. You know what Perfect Blue... I do like scary. ...is mm-hmm. really... You know what's closest to analog is heavily inspired Black Swan. 
Okay. Uh, Black Swan is effectively perfect blue. Cool. So if you I know the know you know the concept of Black Swan, you kind of know Perfect Blue. Did you know our librarian, Mrs. Sumner's son, worked on yes. animation for that? For Perfect Blue? For uh, no, for uh, Black Swan. Yeah, I know about. Uh, yeah, he worked on. Uh, I saw his the credit. Scene. I saw his credit when I went to go see uh, Spider-Man: No Way Home. Did he work? On I that saw too? his credit. His name is Ben Sumner. Yeah, yeah good ben for Sumner. Him. I, I always see her posting. I'm so proud of Mrs. Sumner. Yeah, I her saw her. Her son's like, like a, a graphic artist for like Marvel movies. That's so yeah. cool. Yeah, he must oh. be like forty. No, I think he's like I think he's late thirties or mid thirties. He's like late thirties at this point. He's got married. I've never. I I never even had Mrs. Sumner. I just. Yeah. I've only grown to respect her. She's just a homie. Just on Facebook. <laughs> yeah, I never really met her. But I just, her Facebook's hilarious. It is. So she, I'm just like, hell yeah. Hell yeah. I like, I like when you become friends on Facebook with like an old teacher or like a weird random family member and you're like, oh fuck yeah, yeah. you're cool It's like, shit. wow, you're cooler than yeah. I thought you were. Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's, That's a big weird, surprise, alright. <laughs> yeah. For sure. Yeah. Some weird allies through Facebook. Yeah, but, same. start with any questions we just want to keep yeah it we do on an a... intro or do you just want to record an intro later and drop this it in? is good reads better friends hi welcome hi this is good friends better reads i mean this is kind of well done reads better friends i mean shit uh, i guess we should introduce our guests this is a podcast we just hopped right in this is good content this is disorienting friends um i'm, of course... I'm not sorry <laughs> oh god i'm a of course, Morgan. I'm Aisha. And then we have uh, two good friends of ours. They are the hosts of Kinda Well Done, an amazing YouTube uh, show that you should Thank definitely you. check out. Thank you. I will link it in the show notes. So we have with us Zach and Evan. Hello, everyone out there in podcast land. That's Zach. <laughs> Just so, because my brain, when I hear audio only, and they introduce two people, and then two people start talking, and they never address who's who. So you're like, who? It's actually what both of that? my split personalities. Yeah. So yeah, we're one person. Weird as shit. Isn't it uh, impressive that I can speak with two voices simultaneously? Yeah. Like, it's, out of the same James mouth. McAvoy and Split. It's, it's just fucking... Jesus. It's not even um, Uncanny Valley. It's and only like one of your personalities has diabetes. <laughs> which is actually a point. The other one split. has Tourette's and KT's. Is, um, but I'm Evan, and that's Zach. Just yes. for you audiophiles out Evan's there. The, Evan's the quiet, deep voice one, and I'm... I'm the loud one. Yeah, so uh, Dory came over yesterday. Funny really? so- aside, my ex came over yesterday. Okay, that's what I'm saying. I'm she was showing interested. me. She was showing me Tots, which is this Disney Plus show, which has basically the plot of Storks. It's a baby delivery service. Okay. But it's a penguin and a flamingo. Okay. And they're the first ones of their kind to do this. And it's like a cute show. It's stupid. Nice. It's like Octomots. Yes. Which I fell in love with. But it's the dumbest kid show. Evan loves Octomots. <laughs> it's a... It's a... Yeah. But... She was like, oh, you're the penguin and Zach's the flamingo. And I'm like, oh my god. Uh, <laughs> I need context. Because like I watched it and I was Hell like, yeah. I kind of, it's not perfect. I do like flamingos. But <laughs> I am very I mean, the penguin and you're very the flamingo. If I had to pick like Hello. birds for you and I to be, I would certainly be something akin to a peacock and you would be something. Like, you know the, the macaroni penguins that have the angry eyebrows and they, they're like rock hoppers? <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, they, yeah. yeah that's, that's Evan. That's Evan. I'm, 
I'm the gaudy peacock of the friend group. Hell yeah, I yeah. guess. Yeah, I saw that vaporwave outfit. <laughs> yes, 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 yeah. <laughs> today I'm wearing my like off goth outfit, and then the other time was my vaporwave outfit. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, thanks for having us on, everybody. Uh, to listeners at home, kind of well done is in lieu of a better comparison, Game Grumps style uh, YouTube let's play gaming content. We oh, yeah. we do not pretend to be anybody we're not. We simply stand on the shoulders of the giants that came before us. <laughs> and uh, whereas most let's play content is folks playing a game trying to do a walkthrough maybe not doing commentary me and evan it's just shit like this we're just yeah. you know kicking the can really? over a good old game it's effectively a podcast with an added medium because yeah. you have to be difficult it's like podcast with video <laughs> <laughs> it's a podcast with a video component can i just say my favorite part of your um your uh oh my god i'm sorry castlevania channel oh youtube channel <laughs> no, my favorite part is that i am like always responding to you while yeah, i'm watching I do it too. <laughs> are you <laughs> What the fuck are you saying? Yeah, <laughs> me too. I need an but, example. <laughs> like legit, I can't remember what it was, but I was a. I ha- I like to have it on while I'm working. I feel like Evan, you brought up like a piece of media that I had just watched or listened to or something, and I was like, oh yeah, I listen to that. And then I was like, he's not. He he's not. Here. He I could, I could <laughs> I message you, but that would require me to pick up my phone and think of words. Yeah. So, yep. but yeah, chances are went over legit. my head too. Like in the moment, it, it happens so much because Evan and I do the opposite of finishing each other's sentences. It's sort of like Evan will start a thought and like I I will hear it, but I won't really like acknowledge it if I'm like focused on the game too much. Yeah. And so, do with that information what you will. The opposite of finishing each other's sentences. <laughs> It can be hard, but... <laughs> Two narcissists attempt friendship more It so. really is. Sometimes it feels like it, yeah. But this is a, it's a labor of love in the best possible way. Um, I, I'm our resident editor, too. If anybody out there wants to edit, please, <laughs> please God help me. But, My, Michael does. <laughs> yeah, Michael does. Michael, yeah, please God help we me. We have, maybe. But yeah, anybody else, absolutely. If you want an editing practice. For sure. <laughs> what, uh, we, I guess we should tell listeners at home a little bit more about ourselves outside of the show, too. That could be a thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I suppose... I suppose. I suppose we should leave it up to the host to decide. It's their that's podcast. True, that's true. Oh, yeah. no. It's not Go co-opted. Ahead. This okay. is great. Just a, well, we you. just want like a good flow of conversation. Honestly, right? Yeah. yeah so. <laughs> what do you do outside of kind of well done, Evan? <laughs> well, that's a, that's a very good question. Um, we got matching tattoos. I do that's lots do. of random cool. things that I don't do to the degree I would like to. Hey. Yeah, um, me too. Yeah. Yes. So. <laughs> very relatable. I, yes. I, I think it's on... Uh, file earlier. I think it was recording. I, uh, I, I want to be a neural engineer eventually, yes. but right now I'm an enterprise architect. It's not important what that is. It's a job that sounds way cooler than it is. Yep. And it's fun. I work with the government. Uh, I also do voice acting. Um, we both play competitive Super Smash Brothers. Yep. We help run melee events. We help do melee events. And Other than that, I play video games. We, yeah, yeah, we're both musicians. It, it's sort of like Evan and I are like literally attached. To I, I don't know why in the world it's so hard to introduce yourself and people say, mm. "Tell me about yourself." I'm that's, like, I don't exist. Mm-hmm. That's why I put you on the spot. Yeah, I'm like, my I don't. Boss, what do I do? My yeah. boss asked me to tell to tell her about myself when I um. She told me like while I was interviewing when I was like uh, uh I uh, uh <laughs> I like poetry and I was like. That's not really what I want to tell you. <laughs> I just don't know what to tell you. I have a dog. My septum is pierced. <laughs> like, what else do you need from me? I got here to uh, your, your little podcast studio here before Evan did. And like I asked Morgan, I was like, how have you been? And she's like, ugh. <laughs> I don't know. I, have, I, have, I literally, I like pointed to my hair. I was like, I got my hair done. What else? 
I don't know. And I, I think I'm okay. Like, it's just like everything you do is so normal to you that when you need to tell it to someone else, you're like, I don't know how right. to tell you what yeah. I'm doing. It's like I've been doing a yeah. lot, and that's why I put everybody on the spot, because I'm trying to challenge myself. I'm like so bad about that thing. People mm-hmm. ask me, what have you been doing? It's like, oh, nothing. But that's a damn lie, because right. I'm doing a ton of exactly. shit. Exactly. Like, yeah. I'm trying to like make an EP right now. That's a new development. That's cool. So awesome. I had to figure out how to make a Bandcamp account first. <laughs> but... I'm working on that. I'm working on editing, of course. I'm trying to get my art account up and running. Uh, still brainstorming music with Evan because we have our band. But the creative wheels have been full steam ahead uh, from awesome. day one of this calendar and beyond. So that's yeah, that's something I forgot to mention. What all that creative intent? I also am starting to do mm. DMing. Yes. Um, yes. I've never done it before. I played Pathfinder back in the day, but fifth edition is new. Um, He's always been the player, not the one making the whole shindig. Yeah, I would like to be a player in another campaign, but because no one else will DM, I want to do it. So that's yeah. another thing that we're both yeah. into, sort of. Zach, not so much yet. Zach's I'm more into the Zach's player. fairly new. And, and also... <clears throat> DMing's a whole thing. Yeah. May I ask you about... Did you say you were at improv classes or something? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He did take I improv was, classes. I, I had a show uh, at Black Box Theater, yeah. How did it go? Um, it was fun. It was cool. pretty fun. I have uh, pictures that I'll show you guys after we record because I'll have to dig for them, but uh, Evan was like the resident character that fell over. <laughs> like There were at least yeah, two or three skits where Evan was like on the ground being drugged by his hands and feet <laughs> by other cast yeah. members. Like, <laughs> yeah, kind of, you're right. Um, <laughs> I don't really but, know how that happened. but <laughs> it, Improv, yeah, it, it just it, it's basically what we do in the YouTube show, yeah. so it didn't really feel that alien. It did feel a little alien in the fact that, like, the way I would tell a joke on the show was way different than I can tell it in improv. I.e. Right. a lot less vulgar. <laughs> well, it's Partly. Not, it's Partly. Sort of. It's less... Because it's more about, like, having somebody being able to interact with you. Yeah. It, you have to give more than I can just do, like, a... Like, I, if I just give a dumb, shitty, like, just one line thing yeah it's fine to you yeah like it's funny if it's funny (laughs) like it's just like (laughs) like that was not constructive (laughs) anyway but like in the show that'd be funny in a normal interaction but in improv if you do that they're gonna be like okay (laughs) that's not helpful i'm gonna start challenging you bro yeah Yeah. (laughs) it's like i guess i can read that (laughs) see now that you've done this shit bro i'm gonna start just fucking randomly throwing improv prompts at you (laughs) mid-show instead of like trying to get you with a bit like grab onto these nuts or whatever like you know like i'm gonna gonna, like just attempt to like initiate some kind of improv interaction and see where it goes okay if if the moment's you're free to that's how that sounds Really cool, actually. Well, thank you. Thank you. We've exciting. tried things like that in the past. Or at least we've planned to try things like that For in the sure. Past. Speaking of things to try, I would like to ask all three of you. This is Evan's idea. Uh, all three of you and uh, listeners at home in future tense who will have heard this after I said this. haha. But Evan had an idea of something called challenges. And I will let you explain that for the show. Oh, challenges. Jesus. I was like, <laughs> I was sorry, like, what now? <laughs> all that, um, so pass the axe to Evan. So, yeah. <laughs> During Christmas especially, there's a lot of channels that I follow on YouTube that do gaming challenges, sort of not to be good at it, but just because it's fun. But in that regard, you can use games that you normally couldn't do in like a setting that... Yeah, like uh, Skyrim, for example. You can use Skyrim. Skyrim, you can't really do a playthrough of Skyrim. It, it, right. You could. It would just be, it would it would be, just be really like never-ending. Yeah, would also that never that would be like something that you would mix in with everything else that you're doing. Right? Yeah, exactly. Every now and then do a Skyrim episode. Um, and they, specifically it's British channels. Uh, it's Outside Extra, Outside Xbox, and PlayStation Access. Yeah, PlayStation um, Access too. And they can do really fun challenges like things. Their Christmas maze is this whole thing. They're very British. But 
they make this really never. cool series of challenges that I never even thought to do, which are things like multi-stage like charades between having to do a level and like it, it's just yeah. fucking wild. It's all a big thing, and um, they have like actual. Video that's the most too. theatrical. The the most likely we would do would be something like. The 12, 12 days of Christmas was the lead up. Cool. Where it'd be like one person each day do a challenge, or we both do one thing and just kind of count up to twelve or whatever. Yeah, that's why I was curious. It's about just doing things though. less narrative and yeah. more kind of like a streamer might do. Yeah, because right now everything is like uh, episodal format. Yeah. Like Castlevania, for example, is like episode thirty three coming up. We're almost done, so everybody, please check out the grand finale of Symphony of the Night coming soon to a kind of well done. Yeah, we're, so, we're very close. We are actually going to be finishing that game as soon as we're done here. So well, awesome. <laughs> I'm so I'm so excited for the next one. Yeah. yeah, we're so excited. We're gonna be doing a don't We're gonna be doing something. Something that Evan wants to do. I'm so excited, but it's going to be exactly spoiler i know we've talked about it in the past so anybody could look back at our episodes and be like we're doing this later <laughs> like these, these so there's like, like i know what they're there's gonna no do. point <laughs> to be all cagey about it but the mystique fun. is fun yeah. i like mystique i like the Mystery. mystique um I feel that, that but I mean that's also something that we could bring them in on. Yeah, exactly. Challenges. That's why I brought that up because episode of format Mario is cool. Party. Uh, yeah, Mario Party kind of things yeah. like that. Yeah. Uh, I mean that's all up to y'all. You yeah. should know that I suck at those, but I would be happy. to Mario Party is so RNG, like you but... cannot be bad. At it. I, I promise. It's because <laughs> I, I don't play Nintendo. Like I, I uh, like did when I was younger, screwed. but I, yeah, it's just like different. So uh, it takes yeah. me a while to pick up on. Their buttons are weird, but the Switch controller doesn't have many buttons. I will give them. It's very simple. Yeah, I have to tell them. What's up? About two train when we were playing recently. <laughs> Which one? I'm trash. <laughs> oh, trash. Everything was trash. Yeah. We, we had our so friend uh, two train. That's uh, what he goes by. I will never say his real name on stream because <laughs> he'll kill me. But two train is uh, my my little Vietnamese buddy who plays Donkey Kong, and he's one of the best melee players in Dayton. He's a homie, and we had him and some people over to play Mario Party the other night, and. He's just this really quiet person. He really, he, he's not like loud and boisterous like us. He's not like laughing really loud. He just really keeps to himself. And so when he has his moments of anger in a video game, it's especially funny for that reason. <laughs> and we're sitting there playing Mario Party and it was some like fucking Bowser mini game where like if you lose, you lose coins. Bowser's running around the stage in the dark attacking people. Oh, yeah. And after saying like nothing for a half hour sitting next to me, he looks up and after dying goes, wow. That's trash. <laughs> and then he goes on this tangent. Like, that's fucking bullshit, actually. And like, yeah. and then, <laughs> it's trash. It's trash. It's like later in the night, Evan just like smirks at two train and is like, man, that's trash. <laughs> oh, it's so funny. Uh, he, he's so funny. There's, there's something about that dichotomy of like, it, it's really funny. Like, I'm, I'm sure it's equally as funny to Evan the moments when I'm quiet and don't know what to say as it is to me when I have moments of seeing Evan like going on a tangent because yeah. it's just sort of like the opposite of what people are used to. Oh, I'm the yeah. one that never shuts up but when I do shut up people are like, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> that is so true, yeah. See if I can flex my but brain. But that was the challenge. That was challenges, I think. <laughs> I don't... Yeah, no, I think that's. I, I, I apologize for the vagueness. I just no. right at this oh, yeah, yeah. moment can't think of a challenge that they <laughs> right. did. Yeah, I mostly brought it up um, to see if that's something that you all would be interested in and listeners at home potentially because I I want to continue episodal format, but I want to start to branch out and do other things too. I would. I really, think that's the best way to do it too. Is if you yeah. stay what what everybody's familiar with, but add extra little things. Exactly. Too. Yeah, I, I think um, that sounds great. That will draw people in that will want to watch the full series. I've right. I've toyed with the concept of uh, board games. Yes, me too. So, that's not a concept I'm not, like, I would be so happy to do board games. 
Uh, it's a little slower to figure out how it would, to. It would do. do that. It would be slower, and it would take weird cameraing. But I yeah. would love to do board games. Cameraing, yeah, that would be fun, though. yeah. <laughs> or just do the thing that everyone's doing right now and record D and D. Oh yeah, I, I think that's a that. really easy way to do a podcast. I didn't um, know people were doing that. Um, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Critical <laughs> Role. Like, I'm so my favorite podcast is one of them is the Adventure Zone, which that's how yeah, the Macro Boys did the Adventure Zone. <laughs> we ought to try that. That'd be yeah, kind of cool. Taz, I just started I, listening to them again, and I was like, God, I missed this. Yeah. I just started a new. Story. I will also <laughs> shout out my Canadian dudes I follow, Dungeons of Drakenheim. Thank nice. you, uh, Dungeon Dudes. They're the most. He watches a lot of Dungeon Dudes. <laughs> I love them. They're so Canadian, and but they're just they're they have good information. I learn a lot about it, and they say "oot" funny, and it makes <laughs> just kind of like I took it, a it, sip of my water. Uh, hey, wa- <laughs> oh, that's oh, wicked! Oh my god! Hell yeah, it's dude! It's wicked fire pot, as the Bostonians would say. Bostonians. Um, but yeah. Speaking of Boston, that's a good segue into a story that I told on the last podcast. That I got was lost. hoping you would retell this story. Oh, so yeah. I'm yeah. Glad of course, that you are. I yeah. have yeah, to. This story. So, <clears throat> shoot me. To folks at home, you know, we're not like worldwide famous or anything. We have a small following, and we're working on getting a larger one. But I have had a taste of true fame. Uh, first and foremost, from this, this is an honor to be on you know a podcast that people actually listen to. Hell yeah, thank you. But holy shit, in 2016, I was in Boston. By myself, and Evan wasn't with me, that is. And the show we started in June or July of 2015. And so, around this time, we did not have a large following. But I caught an Uber from one place to another in Boston. And this dude turns around and says, Hey, you wouldn't happen to have a YouTube show, would you? And I just kind of felt starstruck. And I'm like, uh, yes. Why you ask? And he says, you wouldn't happen to do, like, you know, let's play gaming stuff, would you? And I'm like, yes, what the fuck? <laughs> and this guy was from Turkey, had just moved to Boston, and saw our playthrough of, what was it, Outlast? Outlast 2. Outlast 2. The demo of Outlast 2 had just come out, and somehow we were actually successfully incorporated into the YouTube algorithm for, like, the main page, and that video actually reached it's a wider so audience. It's so fucking wacky. And of all the places, of all the people, I ran into this dude in Boston as my Uber driver. And I'm like, what are the odds? That would be a crazy coincidence if I had a million followers. And at the time, we had like 40. <laughs> it is unbelievable. Yeah, he met one of the 40 people in the world. And his name was uh, Junit. And it was spelled like C-U-N-A something. It was weird. It looked like <laughs> Kunate or something. But it's oh. Junit. And so I I learned some, you know, like, conversational Turkish names, and he learned that the YouTuber he listened to was his passenger. That's amazing. That's so cool. And my favorite part of that story is how, uh, after I told him, I was like, oh, it's so cool that you, like, watch the show. And he smirked at me, and he's like, no, I'm not trying to say that I'm your biggest fan or anything, but I do, I do like it. (laughs) He's like, I don't watch all of your shit. Right, right. Gotta keep it humble. (laughs) And I'm like, well, hey, that's fine. That's funny, yeah. And it's just, like, I, I know that moments like that are going to happen again in the future for us. And mm-hmm. and now and then they do. It's not anything that dramatic, but it's just, like, mm. it really kind of, in a sort of content creator's mindset note, it takes me outside of myself as Zach, and it puts me into the mindset of Zach from Kind of Well Done. Right. Uh, like, that's, that's, there's definitely a distinction there, just like there's you, and then there's you. I'm pointing at Evan, no one can see, but... Yeah. <laughs> the host. I'm pointing yeah. at the dog, there's you. Like... <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, there's this, it really kind of, it's it's like a strange mirror, I guess. Um, right. Because I'm so used to just like creating things for myself. Like the, like the EP I'm doing, for example, it's just for me. I, I've just been having fun making music and shit. But I think to myself, 
I think so many content creators out there, whether it's painting or what we do or musicians, they're doing it for them, but they want to share it with the world just in case anybody is into it. And so that's really mm. kind of the frame of mind I've been having this year of like anything I make, even if I don't care what people think of it, I ought to share just in case somebody out there might like it because you never know. And that's a way to get eyes on what I really care about, which is kind of well done. <laughs> I mean, I feel like that's kind of the heart of Goodreads Better Friends, too, is this is just Aisha and I having conversations with yeah. each other and with our friends yeah. about the stuff that we care about. And maybe nobody else cares about it, but I think people do because they listen. Yeah, and exactly. Hopefully it's just like having a conversation with a friend, you know? I think so, so. for sure. I'm, I'm personally very excited to listen back to this because <laughs> I, I enjoy that. Uh, it, it's funny because Evan and I have both gone through different phases of how we feel watching back on our own content. Mm -hmm. Because in the early days, uh, Evan was not super into that, which there's nothing wrong with that it at felt, all. It felt weird. Yeah, it felt weird for you at first. Weird. And then for me, I was like, oh, I love watching all of our episodes. And now we flip-flop. It doesn't feel weird for me, but I just... I don't really watch our stuff as much. I'm, I'm the one editing it. I, I remember the jokes pretty well, and Evan watches, like, every episode now. <laughs> I like and to like, re-listen oh, yeah. to our, our podcast just because I want to hear my edits. Honestly. Yeah, that's, that's why I do. <laughs> it's like, by the time the episode actually hits YouTube, I've probably watched it, like, three times already, so that's why I don't actually watch it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so, that makes sense. It might not be from start to finish, but it's like, I get the idea of what I've created, and right. so... I don't listen to our earlier episodes ever. No, They're not I like don't. It. I really start <laughs> with the poetry episode. Yeah. My favorite. Um, but yeah, I like when I do listen back. The older stuff, I don't know how I feel about. But like, it's awkward. Since the, yeah, it's awkward. And it's but since the poetry out. episode, when I listen back to our episodes, I'm usually like proud. Like I listened to our Kelsey episode, and I was like, oh, yeah, I like this, this a lot. Yeah, yeah. Really yeah. So, like but, I mentioned, we've been around since 2015, and I feel that in my absolute soul. Yeah. It, it's like I look back I at our old shit, and that, mm -hmm. yeah, I don't really, I don't hate it. I think it's. It's honest and it's wholesome. It's honest and it's wholesome. <laughs> it's not great and the quality is horrible. But Sometimes it sucks. Yeah. It's, we were well, the three of us because back in those days our old friend Alex was part of the show. Actually, it's her idea, but you know, she's obviously not around anymore. And Evan and I have uh, continued to carry the proverbial Olympic torch. Uh, and right. back then it was just three people just doing this, just shooting the shit, having a good time. And the more I think about how it started off, the more I realize it's just what it is now. It's just... Having a good time. It was for us. I mean, their episodes were. We Evan. stepped up quality. That's yeah, we stepped up quality really immensely. Yeah. But it's it's still like at, at its core the same idea of. I mean, we'd be saying the same shit if the cameras were off, basically. Yeah, <laughs> it's, well, just, I mean, really. it's more or less just having a microphone in front of us while we hang out because that's this is how it always is. Yeah, that's, I'm sure that's the vibe for them too. Here. Yeah, it's mm -hmm. the vibe I get at least mm -hmm. for but, sure. Then again, once you're observing, you're re you're wrecking it as yep. the uh, principal Heisenberg. Joke? The Heisenberg, yes. No observers fucking paradox oh yeah where by observing you change the outcome of the results yes you're right so how i can never know how your your podcast is because as soon as i'm here it's different yeah right. see i don't know why i went on that rant there's no, there's no, <laughs> human instrumentality project i, I swear to stuff. god i just have thoughts and i need to be able to stop them coming out of my mouth no you should let them instead out instead it goes out, like down out. right out you heard me talk <laughs> you guys are getting a glimpse of kind of well done yes yeah. <laughs> this is effectively what our show is yeah. pretty much it's just a lot more fucking cursing well i kind of wanted to I, bounce yeah. back to what you were saying about like how your show essentially at its heart hasn't changed that much um, yeah. I kind of wanted to ask about like the history of Kind of Well Done, yeah. and, like where you started, where you've seen yourself grow. Et I can cetera. tell you exactly where we started. Um, yeah. I will find it. So uh, <laughs> bear with me as I pull this up um, because I remember some old stuff, not as well as Zach does. 
I remember one of the first ones I ever remember doing was um, Mario Tennis. Yes, that was actually. And uh, that was in your living room with oh, Alex. Was it the basement or the living room? I think it was the living room. It was Alex, you, and I. Yes. And we had we the go. one Blue Yeti mic. June 27th, 2015. Oh, wow. June 27th, 2015. And you're right, we had the Blue Yeti. And that's why I can that tell you was... the exact origin story. Uh, picture it, June 27th, 2015. <laughs> uh, three friends, Alex, Evan, and Zach, are all big fans of Game Grumps. And, you know... Our old friend, she had been going through, like, a bad breakup or something. She really needed some laughs. That's kind of how we stumbled upon Game Grumps. I think we had all kind of, like, casually heard of them. But we really just started regularly watching them because us as a trio spent so much time together. And we would usually stay at my house, pop open a bottle of sake, watch some stupid videos, laugh our asses off. And I remember, like it was yesterday, uh, June 27th, 2015, Alex and I were sitting on the floor in my living room. And Evan was... Maybe you were on the floor. Not that it matters, but yeah, <laughs> you were with us. And I was also there. Alex says, hey, <laughs> you want to do something like Game Grumps? I think we could do that. And I'm like, yeah. And she's like, are you, are you serious? Because I'm serious. And I'm like, yeah, I'm going to make it right freaking now. And so back then we went by Nerf, Buff, and Scrub. Uh, I was Nerf, he was Buff, and Alex was Scrub. Because right. she's a Scrub. <laughs> I haven't thought of that name in a long time. Yeah, just, NBS. I had, an, I had an Obi-Wan moment. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, an Obi Wan moment. I yeah, like I have not heard that name in a long time. <laughs> That's an episode title if I've ever heard one. But yeah, we sat there and my mom was making us like chicken and dumplings and shit, and we had like mics with us because Alex always brought her laptop and like all her artistic shit everywhere she went because she never knew when creativity would strike her, and so she would literally like stay up until four a.m. doing art at my house, and so we just happened to have all this stuff at the ready. And uh, the first sound check I believe we ever did was Super Mario World Two Yoshi's Island. And the three of us sat in the living room oh, wow. before we ate chicken and dumplings, <laughs> and we were singing along to the Yoshi's Island music. Mm-hmm. Okay. Wow. Uh, the meow, 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 bum, bum, yeah. ba yeah, that one. <laughs> yeah, I do remember. That was, that was truly like one of our first sessions. Yeah, that was like trying to test out the mics and figure out how we should sit and stuff like that. And really, it all just kind of fell into place from there because it... And that's why, to this day, like, at the end of the day, Alex had creative differences with us and some other differences. And she, and she moved. And she moved. That was the biggest was the thing. Biggest it wasn't thing. even the fight. It was, she moved across the country. Yeah. Really far away. <laughs> across the country. Across the country. I forgot where I was going with that. Point being, that's why she's not here now. Yeah. But the legacy goes on. And, and that's why I would be remiss to not bring her up. Because even though she's not involved in our project anymore, it was her idea. And I will always, forever, whether I hit a million subscribers or a hundred... Uh, actually, I have more than 100, so that's... <laughs> I, I digress. Yeah, you guys are doing really well. Thank you. 341, counts. I think, last time you, you Yeah, 340, 341-ish. And that's good. not too shabby. Thank you. And yes. I, I would like to, by the end of the year, see another zero at the end of that. I think that's yeah. a realistic goal. I, would, I just want a couple thousand followers and maybe a couple hundred viewers. And, and that's the thing. Our, our origins... It's a very cute story. <laughs> it's a very funny story of how we started. Mm-hmm. And even though a lot has changed since then, I will always remember that... It really was her idea. Like, it just kind of came out of nowhere. We were just sitting there, and she's like, we should do a YouTube show. I'm like, yeah, sure. And now it's more our thing than hers, but it was always her idea. <laughs> That's awesome. And it, it's, it's things to smile back upon. Right, right. It's like our, our character's origin story. <laughs> you guys are doing great now. I mean, mm-hmm. I can love it. <laughs> I really appreciate that. Yeah, I appreciate it. 
for sure. I try to make sure I like every episode. Thank you. I've noticed that. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I kind of like this. I appreciate that. So you'll know if I haven't seen the episode because I haven't liked it yet. <laughs> Absolutely. Like, there, there are like one or two that I'm like, oh, she hasn't gotten to it yeah. yet. <laughs> I think I'm like six episodes behind. That's okay. I've kind of been posting them like really frantically lately, like every day at odd times for the past like week. Yeah, we need to get back on a schedule of putting it out at the same <laughs> yeah, time. Yeah, actually this past week was a schedule of um, noon every day. It was the week before last. We just, weird. a couple, but just for, because of holidays and yeah. Like, we didn't have time to record enough, so we couldn't do that regular posting. Mm-hmm. Um, but we don't really have that excuse anymore. Except, yep, I mean, exactly. COVID, yes. But uh, I know that you're not sick, so it's not really a concern. <laughs> do you remember? Mind. This is... But anyway, yeah. Question for Evan, but... Uh, Listen, I almost said viewers at home. LOL. Listeners at home may be aware of this, and you two might as well, but do you remember the episode of Game Grumps where they were trying to talk about COVID, but they, they didn't want to like name drop COVID? Oh. And they were like, you know it's that thing that's going on. The, the Backstreet Boys World Tour. The Backstreet Boys oh World gosh. Tour. <laughs> that's what they like, called it. Yeah, they call it Backstreet yeah, Boys World like Tour. That. It has always kind of started the vernacular. It's always the Backstreet Boys World Tour. I think about World Tour all the time. It's like Backstreet Boys are here in town, and... I don't want to get tickets, but you might get tickets, even if you don't want tickets. It's so funny. My grandma kept seeing um, Backstreet Boy commercials and, like, hearing the songs, so she asked for their album for Christmas. Oh, my God. Hell, yeah. That's adorable. That's precious. That's cool. Hell, yeah. That's actually very cute. I love that. I'm having fun so far, y'all. This has been yeah, a good time. Me too. I, I would be remiss to not ask the both of you if you had questions that you hand wrote to ask us because oh, I do not want tons. to gloss over those and forget them. <laughs> Could I actually get some water or something? Yeah. I, hate, I thought I had more he water. He wants a bottle of water. <laughs> See, while we're still sitting here, I'll tell you more fun stories of our early days. Um, one of the first, if not the first, actual episodal series that we did was Nights into Dreams. Um, I don't know if you or I used have heard of that game. Um, it's an old, what was that, Genesis game? Yeah, uh, Genesis and original Xbox. Dreamcast? Yeah, yeah, it was Dreamcast. <laughs> Have you played that game, Aisha, Nights into Dreams? No, I haven't. Uh, I know, it's Sega. And so that was, uh, yeah. I think the first session we ever did was the original Nights, and it was really hard and really weird. And so that footage is somewhere in the ether. I don't know what happened to it, but we never posted it or edited it. Uh, Nights into Dreams saw roughly seven or eight episodes on the YouTube, but we lost around seven or eight more because a certain someone out there, uh, Little Miss Alex, unplugged the recorder while we were recording. <laughs> I mean, we didn't really have the most... Uh, it was an accident. In, her, in fairness to her, it was an accident. But our setup used to be my basement couch. She would sit in the middle. Evan was on one side. I was on the other. And we had a projector behind us that was projected onto like my basement wall that had a tarp hanging down. <laughs> oh my God. And, and so behind her head was this like Chinese off-brand video game recording device. And if you jiggled it ever so slightly, it stopped. And we didn't know that until she jiggled it ever so slightly. (laughs) Yeah. And so half of the nights got lost, but that's all right because, I mean... That was just kind of like a test run of everything. Yeah, just everyone's origin and story is kind of messy. Yeah. Like, our old stuff, it's just what it was. It, it, the it, one gem that I think came out of the early days was um, Mario Sunshine. Price is Right and uh, Sonic and Mario at the Olympic Games. Those actually have a lot actually of Actually do really well, for some strange for, reason. But Price long. is Right is Canoglist is very old school. Yeah, Canoglist. I haven't thought about Canoglist in a long <laughs> you time. You know what I think of all the time? There was a, there was a or line Or Jim Bree McMunns. Oh my god, old yeah! Bloodborne. Jim Bree. Oh. I named my Bloodborne character Jim Bree. The only <laughs> episode I ever 
did the thumbnail for, and you can tell because it's totally different. <laughs> I kind of um, remember that. Like, and Zach basically never let me do it again because <laughs> I did it so fucking strange. It's it's the editing's so funny on that thumbnail, but um, that's good stuff. Yeah, that's God. That's boy. actually funny because I was gonna ask what some of your favorite episodes or games that you've. Played. I was. Oh, well, <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Well, okay. I'll let you go first. Did we t- we talked about it last time. Yeah. Um, last so time we because have, we lost our last the podcast. Don't know that. Yeah. It, so um, yeah. Um, Unfortunate, but uh, my favorite—I well, think it's my favorite. But the thing is, it's been so long now; it might not be anymore. Really? Like, I might have new favorite. It's the, the Crow Boss. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, we, we got so there was a so there story. was a hard drive. We did not cloud shit cost money. So we have used hard drives for years. Was the cloud even a thing back then? No, actually, yeah, when we were starting, was the cloud was not that like robust. This was like very um, early 2016, if not very <clears> late 2015. Because of that, and it was hard drives being not they were hard drive discs, they, uh, they crashed. were not <laughs> SSDs. Mm-hmm. If you drop them, as Zach did oh, no. when he was going down the stairs, <laughs> because the disc arm can get fucked up, you can just lose access to your files. Because oh, if it can't scan we the disc, we literally lost so much. We we lost my favorite fight, which was this fight in Hyper Light Drifter against a boss, where I was telling stories to keep myself kind of. <laughs> it was the origins blank of blank storytelling blank-minded and yeah i remember it being funny but the stories i only remember like the punchlines, but i don't really remember what the hell i was on it was so good it was just really funny and then we lost it and i was devastated for a while and like we could get it restructured it just cost a lot it would cost a lot of money (laughs) and so if listeners at home no kidding (laughs) Um, (laughs) once we get monetized maybe it'll be a thing we do is like a from the vault yeah, and like even, repaired oh, files. Yeah, yeah, yeah for that. sure. Like, That'd we found this shit like, after we broke, fixed the hard drive. That's pretty high on the list for me, too, bro, because basically for, like, for folks at home, to give you perspective of what this boss fight was like, uh, a Hyper Light Drifter involves a lot of dashing back and forth. It's sort of like very a high platformer. speed. A very high speed game. Um, and yeah. it, it's almost kind of like uh, old school Legend of Zelda games like Link to the Past um, and shit like that in terms of its overall play style and visually speaking. This is very pastel comparatively. Have either of you played Hades? Okay. Yeah, it, Have you seen Hades? Damn it. Okay. I was gonna say, shut Because that's a very close <laughs> comparison. Yeah, it is a close comparison. And oh. so basically, this boss fight was like a crow mage that was causing the floor to explode, and Evan would have to, because we just like we do now, we'd switch off the controller, and we were honestly both kind of drunk in my basement, drinking mm-hmm. a lot of Mike's hard. Uh, was it blackberry cider or was it a? It's not important. Black <laughs> cherry. <laughs> Are you sure? Not important. Are you sure? It, it's the most important part of the story. I'm oh my kidding. god. <laughs> I gotta really set the stage. No, you don't. <laughs> But the most important part... It was a Tuesday. It was a a balmy Tuesday. (laughs) It might have been a Tuesday. (laughs) I know, baby. He was just drinking to unwind during this boss fight, and he just kept dying over and over again. And he's like, fuck, dude, I don't know what to do. And I'm like, Evan, just just tell me a story, bro. Just tell me about anything. And the stories that I remember were a diabetes camp, getting lost in a grocery store, something about Paul Rudd, and God knows what else. (laughs) And the ending of that clip that is my favorite part of this episode, anyways, is... uh, I brought up drinking for the fact that I had a bottle opener that had Chewbacca on it, and it played the entire opening to Star Wars, like literally the whole song. <laughs> and like he didn't know that, and so I was like, "Evan, watch this shit," and it was like on camera, and it just played the whole song with Chewbacca screaming off and on throughout. Oh and my just god! Cracking up. <laughs> and that that moment is something that I wish I could find, but it is immortalized forever in our right. memories. Like that's yeah, just... and it might not even be that as funny as we thought it was. Yeah, what do you think? Just because it's gone is now. now, it's a hard question. I don't, I don't, I don't know. 
actually. I, my I, favorite. I cannot think. There's so much content now. Can I tell you my yeah. favorite? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I've told you, but Donkey Kong. <laughs> you guys, <laughs> Just like, the really hate as a whole? It's so funny. Oh, I'm so glad. Yeah. Donkey Kong's your favorite series. Do you have a favorite episode? It's okay if you don't. Any of the ones with this, uh, the, um, God, what is it? The slide race? Oh, Jesus. Yes! Me too! <laughs> and then, yes! Fucking commentary. <laughs> I'm really glad that the, the racehorse name thing hit with people. Like, the Beetle Race is probably my favorite episode, yeah. Beetle Race is are so funny. so awful. Yeah. Uh, so Those are like, also my least favorite parts of Donkey Kong. Yeah, yeah they, they absolutely suck ass. I think... For me, my favorite old school episode that saw the light of day has to be... <sighs> Jesus, that's hard. Uh, it, it's probably when we started Sonic Lost World. That's really high on the list for me because... <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. There, there was just this day that, like... <laughs> it's hard to pick one episode, but when we first started that game, it was just the two of us during the day. And, it, like, we were day drinking and shit. And I think we went out to, like, Oktoberfest or something afterwards. Yeah. I don't remember. But we, like, had shit to do. And so we sat down for a couple straight hours. And Evan was, like, blasted. <laughs> and I was, like, a little tipsy. I might have even been having energy drinks. But it was just this really fun energy of Evan being kind of drunk me being very hyper and it was the first time he had experienced the helicopter <laughs> and, oh yeah yeah the helicopter <laughs> holy heck it's a helicopter as the episode title says and it, to folks who haven't seen I this remember. or don't know sonic lost world co-op <laughs> fucking sucks because i was playing as sonic and evan had to use the fucking wiimote doing the goddamn mamba shaking it over his head all over the place <laughs> up and down trying in vain to get this goddamn aircraft vehicle to respond to the wii motion controls drop, you could drop bombs but they don't really do anything yeah they don't until really... the final boss fight yeah, the final i boss was fight. useless yeah evan was like do i even really need to play or can i just watch you and then we get to the final boss against eggman and he unlocked a UFO and it was fucking badass because it slowed down time and made the boss fight easier for me. And so that's my favorite older episode. Favorite newer episode for me? Uh, let's skim through just for fun. I have to give a real answer and not a BS answer. Um, that is my about my channel. Castlevania is really up there for me. Um, Castlevania's been fun. I've never, I'd never played it. Yeah, I'm um, so glad you're enjoying it, bro. And it is fun. Um, I have to say Symphony of the Night is probably my favorite playthrough other than Sonic Lost World, simply because I was slightly less miserable. I really love a lot of the Cuphead episodes. Um, Ooh, I need to watch the Cuphead Oh my god, Cuphead. We haven't done Cuphead in a while. I would like to Brody play that. Brody and I have tried to play that, and we did not do super well. It is so hard. <laughs> Very it difficult. Really is. I think... I think... One of my favorite recent episodes, this is not my all-time favorite or anything, but one that's worth mentioning is probably the episode where we fight the flower boss or the uh, the blimp chick in Cuphead where she turns into the moon. Yeah. Because we're both just doing improv storytelling. Basically, yeah. if improv storytelling happens in an episode, it's one of my favorites. Um, okay. Actually, I think I know what my favorite is off the top of my head. It is... The fucking beaver bother barrel minigame in Donkey Kong 64. Yeah. Because this poor soul. We had been recording in my basement for like four straight days because I was I going on a vacation that. and I had oh shit God. to do. And we had just decided to start. Like, this is basically when we rebooted the show because roughly from 2018 until beginning of 2021, we didn't really do much. And so this weekend, we were just like, holy shit, let's just do a bunch of stuff. And this awful minigame, the whole point is just running around as an alligator, corralling beavers into a hole, mm -hmm. but they won't fucking respond to the controls. But some of, like, the banter and the storytelling and the singing that it came out of that episode, fine, yeah. it's just, like, chef's kiss, Aww. peak comedy, <laughs> making fucking Yu-Gi-Oh jokes, Evan singing, you, me, and everyone we know, like... <laughs> 
And, and of course, Evan angry moments, which I always enjoy because <laughs> I, tr I try not to be that person. Yeah, you, you because I know it's an archetype that I just don't like feeding into. It's <laughs> like being yelly and angry all the time. But like, sometimes it's like sometimes genuine. Sometimes it just. <laughs> oh. I feel like it's okay oh. with video games. <laughs> Yeah. Um, yeah. I have walked out a couple times, not on Evan, but on Sonic. <laughs> Sonic, yeah, Sonic had a lot of moments where I was just like, I can't yeah. believe we're paying money to do this. It was fucking awful. <laughs> like, there was an episode that we lost due to some kind of glitch, but maybe I'll, like, I think I have the audio, so I was considering making an animation later. That's another thing, speaking oh. of breaching off, I would like to do, like, short animations just, of funny not... little bits, scenes that I lost the video for, and yeah. whatnot. I'm not an artist, and I would love yeah. to if we had artists in the community. Absolutely, yeah. to be I able really... to do things like that. Because so if anybody out there wants to help animate, that'd be that's a rad. that's a medium that I would love to explore. Yeah. Once we get paid, I would love to do it like with paying artists because right yeah. now yeah. I'm not gonna have someone do it for free. That's I feel that that's yeah. shitty. <laughs> we'll be able to pay um, people one day. Yeah, I just it, I'm excited for one day when we can actually do it and like yeah. pay an editor, and Zach doesn't have to do it anymore. Uh, not that Zach doesn't love editing. I, I actually do like editing. It's just it's very time-consuming. Yeah. Um, I figured I'm out just, Message yeah. to the Madness. Um, here's a question for you, bro. Instead of just straight-up favorite episode, what's one of your favorite stories that ever got told on the show? From anybody. Like I said, so much content, I don't really remember. Yeah, we have a, a very large library to go through. <laughs> um, I don't know. I don't remember. I know I, one that you brought up on, I think on an episode of our show recently, I don't remember which, but uh, you talked about um, <laughs> the Oreo story. <laughs> Mario Sunshine. Mario Sunshine, right. Yeah, that, that's an old episode. Uh, I should just leave episode. some of this to the imagination for folks. Go watch Mario Sunshine episode two to hear the story that we're talking about. <laughs> yeah, it's, um, yeah. It's an old I, one. I it's, it's not the best. I would highly recommend watching more recent shit. If, if, if viewers at home or listeners at home would watch anything, please, please, for the love of God, watch Best of 2021. I'm really oh, happy how that turned out. very well done. Thank yeah. you. Not That's even kind thing. of, Barry. We have big... to change the show name now. <laughs> 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 Jesus. God. Yeah, the Best of 2021 is really good. Thank you. I, I worked really, uh, really, really Oh, my God. The fucking... Um... <laughs> Rap thing that you did? Conger Galactic? Oh my god! Conger Galactic? Conger Galactic. Fucking great! Thank you. Conger Galactic is wild. See, I said to folks at home, I had a. This is like a fucking fever dream of a story for me. I'm laying in bed one night, and I was trying to, like. Because basically, what Evan and I do a lot of the show's improv, a lot of the shit is like this, just talking and hanging out. But we're both, like, I would consider us funny people. Like, we like to tell jokes and make each other laugh. And so, Evan and I, <laughs> Evan, like, shook his hand, like, yeah, we're kind of funny. <laughs> we're <laughs> like, all right. We're funny to each other. Yeah. And so, for that reason, funny. we have note pad documents on our phones of shit that we want to tell each other and so i was laying in bed one night and i just like for some reason the beastie boys song intergalactic was stuck in my head and i was i had just finished editing an episode that had a bunch of diddy kong in it and all i could think about was diddy kong's got a little hat that's red Ooh, i should go somewhere with this and so i stayed up all fucking night literally like pulled an all-nighter went about like 6 a.m yeah. drifting in and out of sleep and wrote this rap and then i, I pulled it out of my back pocket when we did that four-day session in my basement and evan's like that was brilliant where the hell did that come from and i'm like i don't know yeah. <laughs> but thank Chef's you kid. leave it to Chef's zach kid. and his hyperfixation i appreciate that, that was amazing. yeah I, I need to do uh i need to do improv raps more because the, those happen <laughs> <laughs> yeah some folks enjoy them some folks don't. when you write them beforehand i'm cool with it yes before. improv rap mm. some of those are messy it the, can the, get messy the one about probiotics <laughs> that was an improv rap that happened yeah, yeah I'll, i will write them beforehand more often then how about that there you go 
Okay, um, let's move on to the next question. Yes. What makes you want to be like a Let's Play or a streamer? You first. <laughs> I always go first. Exactly. <laughs> um, Take as much consistency, time as you need. child. I can always cut cut it down so it sounds like. There's oh yeah, no time I make cuts all the time. Um, I guess my biggest thing is uh, wanting a creative outlet was I think the biggest thing because I was already going to be playing video games anyway exactly. and I would think about things like I, I wish I had recorded that because I'd say something funny to myself <laughs> yeah um and be like oh I really would like to record that but part of it really was creative outlet I just didn't have anything to like I wasn't making anything uh the band sometimes was playing irregularly yeah so I didn't have that and so part of me was really just like I love the format and I, yeah, the Game Grumps were a huge inspiration. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I was like, you know what? I think we're funny enough. We could do that. So it, it kind of was just, I saw it. I liked the format. Yeah. And I was like, that's a creative outlet I'd be putting, I would put time into. Because I, I, I would not be able to, like, start writing again. Because I know what happens every time I start mm -hmm. writing. Um, and I would have to, treat, like, teach myself the fine arts. So it's like, what are my skills right now good for? And I was like, that. <laughs> and here we I are. I can do that. Here we are on a podcast it. about it. Yeah. <clears throat> Before I answer, to build off of that, um, I think it's important for, especially content creators, but everybody, listeners at home as well, to acknowledge the fact that it's okay to acknowledge if you're good at something. That's something that this show has really kind of like taught me because I've always been so self-conscious about just shit that I do. Like I, I know that I play a lot of musical instruments. I know that I draw and I have this show and stuff, but through no fault of anybody else other than myself, I've kind of talked myself out of sharing that with the world mm. because it makes me feel pretentious. And I've decided that there is a way to present this information such that you're not being pretentious. And it's okay to acknowledge, just like Evan did. He's like, I kind of make myself laugh. I'm, I'm kind of funny. Like, I don't actually think there's anything wrong with that. Yeah, and... I love that because I, I feel like the world sort of teaches us that you know, talking about ourselves is selfish. Yeah. But um, yeah. I think that there's also nothing wrong with being selfish. Like, yeah. there are, like, limits to it, but also it's not entirely a negative thing. Like, mm -hmm. you should acknowledge when you're good at shit. Yeah. Like, if I, I sat like, down yeah. at this microphone and was like, I'm funny as fuck, I'm funnier than Jim Carrey, and I don't know why I'm not famous, that would be really pretentious. Yeah. But if I sat down and be like, I, I'm okay with laughing at my own jokes because I think the jokes I come up with are funny, yeah. I don't think that's pretentious. There's and, confidence, and then there's conceit. Arrogance. Conceit. Yes. Yeah. Just when there's an issue, but confidence is okay. Yes, and, and I've, I've been trying to lean into confidence. And so to answer the question of why I'm in it, it's basically the same answer as Evan. It's just sort of like, this type of content creation scratches an itch that the other shit doesn't do for me. And I love it all. Of course, the drawing, the music, everything, is basically, it's freaking wonderful. But, A, doing this with my best friend and the kind of banter we have and sharing this together is a huge, gigantic motivating factor for me, as it is for you. And I just think about how, like, when Evan and I were younger, I sound so old, I'm going to be 30 this time next week. Jesus, that's fucking oh, weird. Yeah, happy that's exciting. birthday happy weeks from now to yeah. me, I guess. Thank you. I feel <laughs> like 30s are the new 20s. Yeah, I was like, 30s are the new 20s. We have our shit together a little Hell better. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. And as old as I may sound to say it, when Evan and I were much younger and we were, like, in the early days of college and shit, so many of my, like, core memories of my early 20s are, you know, knocking back a few bottles with Evan and Alex and watching Game Grumps Best Of compilations. Those yeah. are some of the best memories I have and some of the funniest shit and it's memories like that that I hold on to if I'm having a bad day mm -hmm. or if I'm just like really fucking bored out of my goddamn skull I'll just turn on a Game Grumps thing and 
excuse me, not only does uh, Kind of Well Done scratch that itch for me doing it with Evan, but I'm really hopeful that I can sort of scratch that itch for other people too. Mm-hmm. I think about how the grumps really just made me smile and made me laugh and stuff, and I think if I can make somebody else feel the way that like Aaron Hansen has made me feel, and Dan, but mostly Aaron, <laughs> uh, like I have... Like, the hardest I've ever laughed in my life has been at them. And that's shit that you carry with you forever. You don't forget when you laugh the hardest at something. And if I can give even a taste of that to somebody, I've done my job on Earth. Because I I want to share that form of happiness that I feel Mm -hmm. with anybody who's willing to engage with it. That's nice. Thank you. I, like, primarily only watch Let's Players. So, like, I feel you. (laughs) That's all I watch. I barely watch anything else. It might sound weird and hopefully not uh, conceited of me, but... I really don't watch Let's Players at all. <laughs> like, I don't even really watch the Grumps that much anymore. No, you I, don't. I, yeah, like, I, 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 I always need to tell you. But... It's not conceited, no. Mm-hmm. Well, like, yeah. I, I, I think there's an idea when you're a content creator that you're supposed to, com- like, promote the community. Yeah. And, like, go I, watch I, other yeah. people's stuff. I don't think that's necessarily true. Yeah. I, I think you I shouldn't, really like, try to, like, put down your other creators. For sure. And if there's, like, if they're watching your shit, you might want to go check it out. Yeah. Pretty nice. There's a way to be I don't supportive. think there's an obligation that you have to consume all yeah, that exactly. spice all the time. And I think uh, some I people yeah. think that is an obligation, and I heartily yeah. encourage those people I, to not constrict themselves to that not mindset. how you should do content creation. Yeah. You should do it because you want to do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Um, like, this is If there's not... any kind of, like, idea about, like... I don't know. Yeah. If you're doing it for the wrong reasons. Exactly, yeah. You're just not going to create good like our shit. Our drummer Bobby said it best. Like, if you're doing something for money, fucking stop doing it because you're doing it for the wrong reasons. Yeah. Like, right. You're not like, going to enjoy it. Yeah. Uh, and the audience isn't going to enjoy listening to you not enjoy it. Yeah, exactly. Like, I, I think a lot of people out there doing Let's Plays, and it's not meant to put anybody down, but everyone knows it's such a fucking oversaturated market. And I feel that, yeah. once again, confidence versus uh, conceit. Uh, I'm confident that we are unique in how we do Let's Playing. Of course the grubs do it, of course others do, but you really don't get on YouTube and search for like funny Let's Play haha moments and see video after video of two best friends talking shit over a video game. It's usually people who are just by themselves trying to do a walkthrough or just kind of thinking out loud as if it's a stream. And th- that's perfectly fine, there's nothing wrong with that, but to me it's a different demographic yeah. and there's a different target audience for that. Those are actually what I watch the most, but I only watch three Let's Play they're just my favorite, and I just watch Hell all yeah. of their shit because I love them. And I know that we're two of them. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Whoever the third is. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Gab Smulders. <laughs> Everyone knows Hell that. Hell yeah. I, I, know that. I know that name. I actually don't watch, except for the Grumps, I don't watch any other Let's Players, but I watch other shows that are like, they do a lot of lists. I yeah. love list shows. So it'll be like, and that's how I hear about a lot of weird games or like games that I never played, but I know shit about them. Mm-hmm. Because it'll be like, yeah. Ten horrifying enemies in non-horror games. I love that kind of content. Oh, I Absolutely, too, yeah. I love that kind of yeah, content. Yeah. So outside extra and outside Xbox do that a lot. They do those, and they do like pre-showings of like new games that are coming out, and they're British, and they're like the sweetest outside extra, especially. They're just the sweetest fucking people. Yeah, they seem um, cool. It's personalities. I have the hugest like... crush on Ellen. It's <laughs> such a problem. And just like I have um, the hugest crush on Aaron. Uh, and <laughs> Luke. They're both hot. I hate it. They're both married and hot. Um, <laughs> Same there. Uh, well, I actually don't know about Ellen. But anyway. Um, <laughs> I, I think watching other stuff is important. Mm-hmm. You shouldn't get so siloed as to only watch Let's Play. Yeah, exactly. I think just doing normal things that you enjoy yeah. is more important than creating like a brand. And, yeah, exactly. Like I only consume x because i'm this 
create now. Like that's yeah. don't do that. And you look at the 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 giants whose shoulders we stand on per se, and so to speak. And the those people, yeah, the grumps and people like Markiplier and other shit like Jacksepticeye. that. Jacksepticeye, yeah, Jacksepticeye, Outside and all them. They yeah. they just have such a wide variety of stuff that they're into. Um, yeah, you have to remember to be a person first and a exactly. content creator second. Because yeah. you do it the other way. On the show. If you do it the other way around, it, you're, it's it's not conducive for success. I think I'm my most real self when I'm on cam with you. Uh, like, other than like when I'm by myself in my own fucking head, basically. Yeah. Like, that, which is to say that I'm most myself when I'm with you. But I I, I don't turn anything off for being on cam. Uh, maybe, maybe a couple things here and there, but. <laughs> But I, I'm sure that's how you guys are here too. Yeah, exactly. I, I would, I would assume that most of the Chemistry. time you wouldn't say stuff that you would later look at as like, oh, I'm really upset I said that. You're like, why the fuck did I say All that? All the time I say stuff that later. Well, I'm <laughs> living with anxiety. I, mean, <laughs> I, I don't, I don't mean in a way of like, oh, I could have been like funnier mm -hmm. here, or I could have said. I mean, right. in a way that you're like, oh, like cringy. Yeah. Right. And a lot of my, I definitely used to be. Such a cringe lord. Not <laughs> not on camera. Uh, they, they well, sometimes on camera. I made cuts. Um, <laughs> I never told you. Um, <laughs> I'll just tell you now. There was one episode of Mario Maker 2 where it wasn't anything bad, but it's just something that I just had a feeling that like maybe this shouldn't be in the episode just in case. Uh, we were playing Mario Maker 2 on the swamp level, and somehow you go, went on a bit about um, Australian politics. <laughs> and I don't remember how that happened, uh, but I decided to cut it because I didn't want to. I don't know anything about it. Australian politics. Why I, was I talking about Australian I, politics? I'm not sure. I think we were talking about something going on in Australia, and maybe it segued into like the broader conversation about like geopolitics that were happening during oh, that no. time period. Oh, no. And I was like, I'm, I'm going to clip this. I'm just not going to say anything. He won't mind. Like <laughs> that's not super cringy. I mostly mean yeah. like how I used to be, like very Reddit. Oh yeah, Reddit like, neckbeard. The, the kind of awful. humor that like we would not partake so, in. So I mean, yeah, you guys wouldn't say that kind of shit, and so I, I think. Not ha not having to dodge around the questions and the words that you would never say. Yeah, uh, is really what plagues a lot of people who are come starting up. Is like, yeah. how do you live your life in a way that is recorded and can yeah. be shown yep. to you at any moment? Right. And the way to do that is just be a good person. Exactly. Yeah. Don't say That's shit true. that if someone catches out of context. Be yourself well, insofar so far as you can, yeah. unless you're being just an asshole. Be <laughs> yourself you unless you're a bad effect. person. Yeah, Don't be fucking Felix. I hate that. Yeah, I Felix. hate that man too. <laughs> yeah, I'm throwing up the double F. 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 Fuck, fuck Felix. Felix. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they, see, that's... And unfortunately, there's a demographic for that, and that's that's what makes it tricky, because, you know, there, there are people who there don't really people care about who that shit. There are people who gravitate toward that and the ninjas of the world. And I feel like there's a Venn diagram. I just, I don't fuck with it. Yeah, I, I feel right. that. I feel that in my soul. But that's the thing. At the end of the day, we're just being ourselves. And I, I don't really think... Yeah. We don't sense ourselves at this point. I think, uh, <laughs> yeah. well... No. no, we don't. <laughs> no, we don't. How many times do you think we cuss per episode? We've talked about this. Uh, a lot. <laughs> Uh, we tried to not curse in one episode. Uh, yeah, that, the episode that we tried not yeah. to curse, we did... I think we still curse like 40 times? Something I think like 40. That. We started doing it a lot at the end on Jesus. purpose. <laughs> yeah, because we had already... Found... It was a half hour long episode at that point. Yeah. Um, leading up to the moment where we started doing it as a fucking meme, we only cursed like 12 times. <laughs> I mean, I don't I go say out of my way to do it. I don't think it's... 
Yeah, I don't know. I don't think it's inherently funnier to curse. It's just sometimes... This is who we are. I think sometimes it's just natural. It's, like, more natural to to curse than to Yeah, it really is. To quote a post that Evan shared on Facebook, like, people don't censor themselves because sometimes the correct word to use in any given situation is ass. (laughs) Yeah, I think that's a very valid... I think people get so caught up in semantics about, like... Oh, it's vulgar. Oh, it's vulgar. You look stupid. That's the thing I hear a lot. You look stupid. If you curse, and I was like, no, you don't. I feel like I was like, well, I guess I'll just look stupid. It's like cool. Yeah, I guess. I guess I don't care. I just, I know my dad has in the past been like, you curse a lot. Oh, yeah. Who on him? Yeah. Your point. (laughs) Hooey. Like, that's not supposed to hold any sway. It's just like, and I mean, sorry. Millennials curse a lot. I don't know what to tell you. A lot millennials of ain't people. A lot of the values that he cares much... about. Sorry, go ahead. Sorry. Yeah, it's it's really just a lot of the values that he holds and cares about. Millennials have decided is stupid. Exactly. Yeah. And it's not like because we don't actually... care about it. It's just a lot of the stuff is stupid. It it's is. time and place. Yeah. I'm not gonna curse the way I do on kind of well done at a fucking funeral. Yeah, like of right. course. Not. Oh yeah. You I'm not gonna do that room. at a job interview, yeah, but thing... I'm not gonna stop myself from doing it for my show. I feel like the thing is millennials have rejected like. What is it called? Like, uh, what is it? Like, courtesy culture? What is yeah. the word for it? It's like a Victorianism? No, no, no. It's like, <laughs> that's, that's um, certainly a, that's a very word. It's um, like um, the way that we have so many mannerisms in, in America that does not exist in other countries, first of all. Yeah. But I forget the actual fucking name. Like, niceties, basically. So mad. Hold on. I'm going to figure it out. Hell yeah. Performative. It's like performative Holy Puritanism. Man, yeah. Because it's like religious. modesty culture. Oh, modesty that's what it culture. Is. Yeah, fucking yeah. modesty that's culture. That's like our I hate that shit. ability to like, like, uh, not cuss in front of older people or something, or like taking your hat off in a building, and just yeah, like, like little weird no things like that. That we absolutely do. Like millennials and Gen Zers have like said, "Fuck you too." Yeah. Like those more traditionalist cultural concepts. And the number of like. Stores and restaurants right. that millennials have killed. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Because there was no reason millennials for them have exactly. killed. Right. Yeah, but it's like it, it, if you blame your store closing on the fact that like this group of youths is angry. Yeah, exactly. You're probably yeah. just not running your store, right? Yeah. I gotta say, Maybe I don't your fucking get the ha- Maybe good. your food sucks. <laughs> yeah, like and millennials are hurting <laughs> millennials are hurting the housing market by not buying houses. And I'm like, well then look yeah, at the housing market. Them. Don't look I at millennials. Am, uh, you're look forcing people to live market. above their means. Yeah, like, exactly. We can't afford houses. What do you mean? Forcing <laughs> subprime mortgages, you fucks. With all due respect to Nintendo, I fucking hate forced gimmicks and that includes in culture, such as the hat thing. Because I'm a very for the most part I'm a very logical person I, I admit that I can be illogical at times but I try to look at the way I interact with the world of like does this fucking make sense logically or not can I basically rationalize my way through a situation and taking a hat off in a restaurant I can't rationalize that what the fuck difference does it make if I have a hat on or not like, exactly. you know, it literally does not physically affect the experience for anyone in any way at all like it's, it's like I, I, fight, I fight with my stepmom sure? about that all the time oh, she's very big into modesty Same. culture and uh, yeah, I'll let you go. Sorry. No, no, no. We've moved the. We've moved the. No, go back. What, what did you want to say? I got a call the other day, and I was waiting on a call from the eye doctor to tell me my glasses were there. So I answered it. Usually, I screen my calls, <laughs> and it was this guy, and he's like, "Hi, this is blah 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 realtor from blah blah blah," and I was wondering if you are looking into selling your home anytime soon. And I was like, I don't own a home. I can't afford to. Take me off your list. <laughs> he Hell was yeah. like, okay, thank you. <laughs> like, I don't know how okay, to respond. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Anyway, next clip. <laughs> Hell yeah. That's how I am a lot of the time. Yeah, I don't. I, I try not to get mad at the person on the phone because it's not their fault. But 
Sometimes I just don't want to deal with it. I'm just, I I get shittier than I mean to be, but. <laughs> I also feel like, yeah. just jumping back to the housing market and even this fucking apartment, it's like, they ex- they make it the price that, that they think it'd be if two people were living there. And mm-hmm. it's like, I yep. am a single human. Yeah. I, I live by myself. This is expensive. Mm-hmm. I have a one bedroom and this is expensive. Like, I don't know. I just, it, it burns me up because it feels like society is like, everyone has to be coupled up and that's how we're going to make everything make sense. Yeah. Well, even with the way that like food is packaged and stuff. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. um... Sometimes my it's hard to I, buy food for one person. Yeah, yeah. my mom and I have conversations. <laughs> right, my mom and I have had conversations about, like, especially when my grandmother was living alone, how hard it was for my mom to buy her fresh fruit because, I mean, like, bananas and apples are one thing, but, like, she likes berries. But berries, especially, like, strawberries and stuff, come Don't, in such big packages, yeah. it's not conducive for a, a, an elderly lady who's living on her own. And stuff yeah. like that, like, things come in these big packages because they're expected to be... For like split families. between a family, yeah. yeah, and yeah. I mean, even I have a hard time sometimes going through like a carton of strawberries and stuff before they go bad because oh, I, if they just absolutely. had smaller packages, yeah, the world is set up for making I'll a family. A, but hopefully, we're moving beyond that. I'll give you a perch tip: if you have uh, big boxes of fruit and you're just like, "Fuck me, I'm not gonna be able to get through all of this, and I'm just gonna have to throw it out." Get you a, a plastic bowl, mix it up with some bread and some other leftovers and shit, and throw it in your backyard for animals. That's what I do. That's a good call. Yeah. That's we, a really good call. Th- thank you. Yeah, grapes. Possums and raccoons love grapes. Um, okay. Raccoons like Oreos, in case you wondered. <laughs> <laughs> I almost hand-fed a raccoon an Oreo the other day, but that's besides the point. That's adorable. <laughs> it was really cute. He has like a little scar in his eye. And, and he like walked right up to me, and the, the, the first time I set the Oreo in front of him, he skittered away. And then I sat there, and I cracked the door, and I'm like, that's for you. You can have it. And he came back and picked it up with his paws, and it's just like, and like then he came back and I was like, third one's going to be the charm. And so for a few consecutive nights before it got colder and I think he went back to a, uh, it's not technically hibernation, I think it's brumation. It's like, mm-hmm. it's basically the same thing, just a different word for whatever biological scientific reason. But it was warm enough for the raccoon to come get Oreos for like three straight days. I'm like, hell yeah, I have that's your Oreo. <laughs> and see, that's, that's one of those things of like, people staying true to themselves on brand and off brand. Like, everyone who knows me in person, everyone who listens to the show knows I fucking love all animals of all shapes and mm-hmm. sizes except mosquitoes and bed bugs they can fuck themselves but <laughs> in any case yeah. and wasps yeah yeah, yeah. Wasps and wasps wasps are oh my god you know I saw one single murder hornet what one. I didn't even see one outside there I was like fuck no I'm walking all the way around I absolutely be like, I couldn't even tell you what they like oh my god yeah. They have, like, really fat faces. Like, you can see all the details. It's really fucking scary. That's kind of alarming. (laughs) It was, they're huge. I was like, hopefully they're all dead now. It's cold. I don't like spiders, but I won't say fuck spiders because, A, they're important. I actually love spiders. Yeah, I love spiders. I let spiders out instead of killing Me too. I do too. I have a line. Some of them I have to because they scare me too bad. Although my cats will straight up eat them. Yep, they sure will. I'll find, like, squished ones on the wall. Yeah, they do. I saw this yep. video of somebody feeding I have a, a jumping spider a little blob of honey. It was fucking adorable. Aww. It was precious. He had a popsicle stick and the little spider skittered up so and like cute. sniffled it and like was like getting it with his fangs or fucking whatever they were. Yeah. <laughs> but I would love to see like a, an orb weaving spider. Those are beautiful. I'm hoping to see one through here because it's be usually cool. about the time of year they come out. There was one year that on my back door, because we basically have, like, you know, just like any place, a fucking screen door and a glass door. I don't know what the hell kind of spider they were. They were really unique. They were really bright white and red colored. And I saw them mating, and they were, like, swirling in circles and dancing. And they were, like, 
a lot on the screen door. On the outside of the door, thankfully, but, I mean, there was, like, a whole family of spiders just hanging out, and it was only for one summer, and I'm like, what's up with that? <laughs> She's like, like nope, I would be that's crying. where I draw lines. Yeah. <laughs> like, we kept the blinds closed position. for my mom, yeah. and I would crack the blinds, look at them, get uncomfortable, close the and <laughs> But they would literally, like, swirl on the web, and I'm like, it's beautiful, like, it's really cool, but it makes me so uncomfy because of my instincts. Like, I, you just love matcha. <laughs> the, the dollar, exactly. by the way. Not she me. also <laughs> likes coffee. Oh, which is annoying. A little barista. Uh, barista uh, dog. Borgista. Haha. Um, <laughs> She's reading your question yeah, list. Yeah, <laughs> I, I don't like spiders. That's fair. I love Bella. I've just taught myself not to be afraid of them. It's really hard, though. That's hard. Spider mites, however, can die. Fuck those. Yeah, fuck spider those. Mites. Just kill oh, my plants. By the way, don't buy um, house plants at the. Home Depot on Feedwire because all their plants are constantly infested with spider mites. Oh. They don't they don't fun. get rid of them and then any new up. plants that they bring in to stock get, get them and every time I've been there they have hella spider mites everywhere. Cool. Wow. So anyways. <laughs> cool. Fuck that Home Depot. I don't Depot. buy plants. <laughs> Fuck that Home Depot. <laughs> I don't buy plants. So I'm cool. I think. I feel like you would be a nice plant owner. Like that seems like something I have three you would coming. Enjoy. Hell yeah. Oh, <laughs> it's it's one of those things that like if I had the money for yes. Yes. I thought and my mom has said as much. Yeah. She's like you should have some life in your house. In your <laughs> and honestly, it just helps cleanse the air. It's really um, nice to have yeah. it in there. Yeah, I thought about it. I, I'm not much of a. Bro, get airplanes. You have to water. I love my cat, and yeah. that's, I, I get more out of an animal than I do a plant. But, like, I get the appeal of plants, but I just, I love having an animal. You know the plants that were the hardest for me to grow? I feel so fucking bad. I'm going to try to grow Nepenthes again one day. Uh, Nepenthes are uh, carnivorous plants. They look like... Uh, are you talking about pitcher plants? Yeah, pitcher plants. <gasps> I love pitcher plants. They're so cool. Yeah, I know where you grew them. Yeah, I, I had a couple pitchers, and they were beautiful. They were wonderful, but they just... I had a hard time keeping them alive, and I didn't. I don't know if I truly neglected them, but I felt kind of bad because they had a really particular routine. I just kind of gave up and let them die during the winter, yeah. hoping they come back. Like uh, it's, it's hard. Like, uh, my my most successful plant, I left it outside for one overnight when it was cold, literally like a month mm. ago, Shit, and That's it just it. died. Oh, yeah. And I brought it in and I put heat on it, hoping to bring it Aww. back to life. Because I said if we do it like immediately, it might come back to life, and it didn't. <laughs> I was really, really sad for a long time, actually. My heart hurts for my Nepenthes. I tell you what, there's nothing quite like trying to raise carnivorous plants because you hand feed that shit. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, cold months. that's the, I, like the most like having a pet, really. Yeah, it's, like, like, it's crazy, man. I literally had them hanging on my uh, porch and I had like, a, a rubber glove and tweezers and dead crickets and like worms and shit. And I was like finding the pictures that had their mouths open that wanted to be fed and like hand feeding them bugs. Whoa, that's <laughs> and, so cool. That is really cool, really actually. Yeah, they Plants are so interesting. It's fascinating. And I had, I had them, and I had fly traps, and they lived for a while. <laughs> the most I can't embarrassing. I keep those alive. Yeah, fly traps. So fly traps actually prefer really gross, stagnant water. They, they don't really... It might sound counterintuitive, but they don't really like to be taken care of. <laughs> like, they, they really like growing in swampy areas. And so you want to find, like, the hardest fucking unfiltered water you can for them. And uh, in an area that's partly shade, partly sun. They're so finicky. I love fly traps, but I've never like been able to keep them alive for yeah. more than like one season at a time because they're so picky about what nutrients they want mm. i did try to grow, grow foxgloves uh the spring either before or after covid hit and it's a funny and embarrassing story with a weird twist uh, foxgloves of course are toxic and they look like little bells and i just really mm. wanted to grow them and be like yay i have a cute toxic flower in my yard so the that funny would, that would kill animals though yeah some of them uh it's only toxic to humans <laughs> 
It's just oh. like, yeah, I should have I elaborated. Oh, it's okay. Like, I'm a murderer. I love my pop song. Like, like, I don't know if you should be just saying, like, yeah. It's sort of like, it's a, it's a dear deterrent, which is not why I wanted them. I just wanted them to be like, hell yeah, I got fucked those. Actually, the main reason I bought them is because apparently they attract fake folk. <laughs> that's, oh, that's really? story for another time. If, if you want fake folk, uh, get, get fox skulls and leave out milk. But anyway, <laughs> that's a whole big thing. It didn't attract fake folk during the day, but it did attract a, a fox. And so I was, I was literally planting my fox gloves, and this poor fox that had a uh, very mild mange was really hungry, and it walked through a hole in my fence, and it was as close to me as Aisha as as Aisha is right now. And I looked up, I'm like, well, son of a bitch, a fox is hanging out with me while I'm planting fox gloves. Uh, yeah, so cool. And within like the night of getting the plant, there's a horrible thunderstorm that killed it. <laughs> so Aww. I was like, what the fuck ever, I guess. Like, <laughs> it wasn't meant to be, I guess. I guess not. <laughs> I tried to bring it back after that, but. Plant stories. Hell I would yeah. do anything to attract foxes into my life and crows. <laughs> I want okay. crows are all I can tell, crow. I can I tell you, crows. <laughs> yeah. uh, I wish I had a crow friend. Yeah. Do <laughs> do with this information what you will. I know that uh, everybody thinks differently, including listeners at home. But crows are probably the most psychic animal. They're, mm-hmm. they're the most psychic. They are. Um, I have crows that will visit me in my dreams and like in lucid dreams, Whoa. and I will wake up and they will be in my yard. Um, it's it's fucking wild. It's happened a few times. I'm so jealous. Like, so what you do? That's why they're one of the most familiar uh, yeah the most, most common, common familiars. Familiars. Mm-hmm. yeah i basically have a crow familiar that literally calls outside of my door and my window i was editing I resident evil that. and i thought it was in the fucking game and it was outside of my door calling at me to come say hey it's, pretty funny. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's every few days comes by they fucking love peanuts and they love shiny shit and, <clears throat> and yeah. it might sound weird they but love think shiny at them. Shit, yeah. Yeah, next time you see crow you can either speak to it out loud or you can think okay. at it and be like hey, i come. do t- i usually talk to them when i see yeah, them so tell them come hang out with me what? Because they're yeah. they just sit in the top of the trees and they'll yep. just con 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 like what? I had two crows the year I had a blood transfusion, which was early 2019, and they were sitting on my neighbor's roof, and I looked up to them and verbatim said out loud, "Hey, come hang out with me in my yard." And they did. They caught and they That's flew over awesome. and landed right in front of me on my like garage roof, and, and I was like, "Cool," because they they listen. And I remember reading a study that crows in Japan like remembered people's faces and they tested yeah. it with masks and shit. Yeah. Like they're they're brilliant animals. They're mm-hmm. like primate yeah. level smart. Usually, so. if you if you like bring them gifts they'll bring you gifts yeah like their presence are very very gift. smart There's i some... can't oh, sorry you go okay no go ahead <laughs> i can't no, remember no, you... what the media was that i consumed i think it was listening to like a podcast but it might have been an article i read about a woman who was um she was raising chickens in washington like around city limits maybe like uh maybe suburbs and she had heard that in order to keep the chickens safe from predatory birds like mm. hawks and stuff, to feed crows with the bird yep. with the chickens. And then she mm. thought that was interesting. She Isn't didn't cool? know, but she did it. She started feeding some local crows along with her chickens. And then when a hawk went to swoop a chicken, the crows started like attacking. Yeah, and they kept totally the chickens off, yeah. safe. Yeah, it's cool, right? So they're it's so cool. Wild. Yeah. Yeah, it's freaking wild. Like they, they really do like fascinating shit I, I love crows so much you know the one thing that I've really enjoyed about living here is that there are tons of crows everywhere That's what and good. last summer was the first time I'd ever seen like the amount of dragonflies that I saw oh my god they were everywhere bruh everywhere that awesome. I think they're seasonal too um because <clears throat> shoot they there's some kind of smaller dragonfly, right? And they're sort of like bluish greenish. Yes. Yeah, so those ones I think are every couple of years because I remember fucking vividly, man. Like it's yesterday, I used to hike in the cross country trail in my tail, trail, cross country trail in my neighborhood. 
And I came across, uh, there's like this rock that's like a mile marker for the trail for runners. And that's where all my friends and I used to hang out in high school. And so I'd go back there to meditate and shit or just hang out, hike and whatever. And in 2018, I went back. And I'm telling you, it was literally hundreds if not thousands of dragonflies. It was, they were like laying in on me. They were on my feet. They were on the rock. Every inch of that clearing in the woods was covered in dragonflies. And then... uh, they're supposed to be very it's, spiritual. Yeah, they are spiritual. Here's a fucking weird story for y'all. Who in this get-together knows about randonauts? I've heard of it, yeah. I think I may have told you about this, Evan. Oh, yeah. Randonauts. Where I know it'll it take is. you to certain places. Yeah. Oh, is it kind of so, like a geocaching a little bit? Kind of, yeah. Okay. Basically, it's, it's a geocaching. Like, yeah, it like gauges your emotion and takes you somewhere. Like what you want is Yep. Right? So the, the, way, the best way Try to explain strange. it is for me to tell you this story. I, this was last year during COVID and shit, I wanted to go try out Randonauts. And basically, when you open the app, it says, think of something you want, or something you're trying to manifest, or something that you want to see symbolically manifesting in your life. I do not need to take this call, sorry, pay no mind. (laughs) Um, And so the idea is that you would be thinking about that, and it's like, close your eyes, and hold your phone, and through literal, like, fucking quantum physics and shit, basically, it is said... And I'm not going to pretend to understand how it works, but I can tell you that it does. It g- generates a random point on Google Maps within an X mile radius of you, and you can change that to 10 miles, 5 miles, whatever you want. I had mine set on automatic, which is like 5 to 8 miles, I think. And so I was in the woods hiking in the area where I saw the dragonflies. And I was thinking about them, because I hadn't seen them for years. I held random nuts, and I thought I would like to see something that reminds me of the dragonflies. And I sat there, waited for, meditated on it for about 10 minutes, pulled up the app, and then it generated a point. And what a lot of people will say about randonauts is that it's not necessarily that what you're trying to see is the point that it generates, but you will see it going to or from. Journey versus destination shit. Right. I drove by a fucking garden store whose logo was a dragonfly, and it was called, like, Dragonfly Farms. Oh, cool. Yeah, so, uh, and, and I didn't even say that loud. It wasn't like the phone was listening. All I did was think to myself, dragonflies. I'm like, holy actual shit. Like, it, it worked. Like, I drove that's past so Dragonfly cool. Farms. And a lot of people would be like, oh, that's just a weird coincidence, to which randonaut users would say, Yes, it is, and that's kind of the point. Like, it's an interesting coincidence, and I can't really rationalize or really quantize how it is that that happens, but it fascinates me, and I've done it quite a few times. That's pretty cool. I want to check that out. Yeah, you should. It's, uh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I have my, I have my, not foibles, it's a strong word. I think you're all. It's you're gonna prove it right, no matter what. Oh yeah, exactly. There's the app doesn't really do anything. It's kind of yeah. magical thinking. Yep. Almost, yes, you know? but yeah. there's nothing yeah. wrong with that. No. Yeah, it, it is just there's no quantum physics. There's no. You but, will create a society, a, a, a scenario in which yep. it proves you right. Yes. Because you want it to. Confirmation bias. Uh, there actually is quantum physics bias. in the way they program the app. Not sure if that. Quantum matters. physics is in literally everything. I mean, yeah, exactly. It's like, true. It's like the law quantum... of the secret is a DVD literally built around the concept of. Hell yeah. Like attraction. Bro, you'd actually be fascinated with the mechanics of this app because they literally use a server in Australia that is like an actual quantum like number generator server. And apparently that's how, that's what's different about it is like instead of just being like, oh, a normal RNG, it's a quantum RNG. And apparently that's what makes a difference. I don't know. Yeah, I'd have to look into that. Yeah. Because we can't do quantum computing. Yeah, it's, it's not a thing we can do. No. So I, I'd have to see what that is. I think it's something based on theoretical quantum computing. Highbrow shit. <laughs> yeah. And it made me see a cute dragonfly sign. And that's why I like it, because it's definitely, like, confirmation bias, but it makes you pay attention to the world around you more, and it's like, okay, so uh, while I'm driving, I want to find something that reminds me of that thing, and it helps you find those things. Right. I'm like, that's kind of cool. Yeah. Like, yeah. I like that. Me too. 
everybody try out rando knots and don't listen to the naysayers on tiktok because they're fucking teenagers on tiktok who go on rando knots and they say oh give me a horrifying experience literally and they have literally. one and they cry about I it was, and i was like, gonna like find a dead body or something <laughs> yeah. i was yeah. gonna say i am the person who listens to too much last podcast on the left that thinks that this is yep. how you're gonna find a dead body here's but... a real rando knot <laughs> story for you bro i'm curious of uh, your perspective on this one this is this could just be a fucking badass insane coincidence but these people were rando knotting and they were i, I don't know what their intention was but they found on the exact coordinate of their randomly rng generated point a suitcase that had a like a cut up dead body in it yes in okay i heard about that and it was yeah, like an okay. unsolved mystery in i want to say it was either seattle or chicago or some shit. i think it's seattle okay. and it was like on the ocean and the dude was a real guy who was missing and they were looking for his body and so technically rando knots helped solve a cold case <laughs> and it was like under a bridge, and that's where yeah. the point was. It's I remember weird. they were filming it and talking about how there was like a really rancid smell coming from the. Yep. <laughs> that's really funny. Isn't that? It's crazy. <laughs> well, that's not. That's not. Really <laughs> funny. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's really funny that they found a dead body. Evan's like. It's not that it's over. funny. Mm-hmm. What's funny about it is my brain did a thing that happens. Uh-huh. Which you were talking about cold case, and I, <laughs> my brain went back to the fact that they found him in like a suitcase. Yep. And I was just like, yeah, I'm sure it was a pretty cold case. It was just a corpse sitting in there. Yeah. And then I was like, that's not fucking... A man died. It's like, like, someone is dead. Like, like, someone's dead. But you gotta Jesus. see the positive and the negative. They're gonna, just... they're gonna call you up for Nuremberg too, bro. No, it's... It's not that bad. Uh, I would... But that's the problem with confirmation bias. Yeah. I yeah. can't disprove it. Exactly. I can't exactly. say it's like a coincidence or it's... It, it, that's why that's a cool one, isn't it? Like it, some of them, of course, are. Like, that is very dramatic, but is cool. Cool if true. Cool if true. There um, was video it is, and there was an actual police. Uh, yeah, I don't doubt that. So. It, I don't doubt that it happened. It's just in that case, confirmation bias is so hard. Bias is yeah. so hard in general. It is it because is. it's especially like, with quick things like uh, just googling something versus using uh, like academic journals. Yeah, to find oh, yeah. information. Because you'll get whatever why, source. Yeah. It all depends on how you quit, like even word the question. Yeah, you know. And that's why all these like conspiracy theorists exist because they just they find the information they want to find yeah exactly yeah that's and you know it's a lot harder to get your hands on actual like journals and stuff and um (laughs) but like if you're trying to like read like articles from like published like wall street journal even and stuff you hit like a paywall oh my God, versus like all the conspiracy That's theory true. and bullshit is it's all free, free. <laughs> you know yeah so. yeah that is it's that is definitely people, it. it's slippery like slope people for sure paying for these like uh websites where they can put anything on mm-hmm. there's yeah, a way exactly. to get around the paywalls by the way i'll have to send you guys info like off cam at some point okay. i can't remember off the top of my head but there's like it you know how there's sites that instead of dot com is dot io um, it's, it's like something.io and it's just like you feed the, the URL of whatever article you're trying to read into the whatever.io website and it removes a paywall. I don't fucking know how it okay. works, but I came across that recently because somebody shared something from like, like British media or something. I don't know. Right. But that, that's certainly a thing. I know that schools often have tools that you can search for free versions yeah. of that shit because you have to write papers and stuff. Yeah, right? exactly. But it does suck that... The correct, valid, true information has to be paid. For. Has to be paid. For. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So it, then you complain about people being misinformed about shit. Yep. It's like mm-hmm. you didn't make it free. 
Uh, sorry. Information should be free. Uh, information, <laughs> yeah, I... Yeah. All information accurate should be free. Information yeah, all accurate information free. should be free. Yeah. <laughs> Put the stupid, like, you know, BS conspiracy theory stuff behind a paywall. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Depending on what kind of conspiracy theory it is. Yeah, make people have to pay to get their weird nerdy shit. Then they're gonna be like, fake news! <laughs> fake news. <laughs> I hate being alive today. <laughs> it's pretty hard. Yeah. It's, okay. it, it's, it's something. I, uh... Yeah, man. Sometimes it's just like, I am pretty set in my morals and how I feel about things, but I sometimes those are challenged. Don't think murder's wrong. <laughs> yeah. When people don't care about me as like like if I see people who are like I won't get vaccinated, and I don't have a reason. I don't give a shit if I'm caring it for other people. I don't care that I'm a walking pariah. I, I don't think murder's wrong, but it's just, <laughs> I'm, that's what I'm very flippant. I know that's not constructive, right. but it's just like if someone—that's not. But you're if, allowed if, to feel that way. If someone is trying so hard to die, I think we've created a barrier. Yeah. Of natural selection for like products. Literally. That like we protect stupid people. Yep. And I just wish that would just be like consequences is all I want. Mm -hmm. oh, I just want consequences, not death. Yeah. Consequences. consequences. Accountability. I just want people to fucking pay for saying weird shit. Yep. And that doesn't happen anymore. Like, you used to not be able to just spout off nonsense. That goes for both sides. Um, <laughs> yeah. Like the, oh, yeah. It's like the, you know, the positive and negative of having an internet. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Yep. You know? Absolutely. People will yeah. abuse the shit yeah. out of it. The internet yeah. literally, like, changed humanity and I think mm -hmm. saved humanity in a lot of ways. But with it came a lot of curses. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Welcome to the internet is a song for a reason. You sure? Yeah. I think the pros outweigh the cons of the internet for sure, but boy, are there cons. <laughs> Literal cons. Like, there's con a lot. men, too. There's a lot more pros than cons, yes. But I think the cons are hidden. Real bad. I think sometimes oh, you, you don't have to go out of the, your way to look. You for don't them. see the cons. Well, no, I was not not if you go out of your way. What's what's con about the internet? Sometimes subtle is what yeah, I mean. Yeah. So like it is deep seated and there's like problems. But I think the pros vastly outweigh mm -hmm. it. Um, Technology in general. But I think there are a lot of like things about free ideas and like who owns what in a website. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> everybody got distracted by tape yeah. oh yeah uh, I just think it, it raises a lot of questions which I'm not going to get into like the yeah. semantics of I feel like of it. internet ethics but it does raise a lot of questions about the internet is just a spooky place it is mm -hmm. um, it definitely can be and I think technology is growing faster than we can like handle it with ethics and stuff if that yeah. makes any yeah. sense yeah. you know what I mean our 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 technology is outpacing our morals. Yeah, yep. there we go. For sure, That's it. for sure. And so, I mean, like, every I think day that... new shit shows up, yeah. and you're like, "How do you deal with this?" Right. Yeah, like we can now 3D print organs. Huh. I know. Right? So, like, what the fuck? Now people, right. you can buy a 3D printer and do like black market organs. Like what? <laughs> nope. Right. Like 3D printing yeah. is, I think, one of the biggest things. And then anything, 3D printing is insane. Anything with like human barcoding or, or microchipping, I think, is going to be. There we're we're going to have a pre-that technology and then post-that technology yep. society. It will, I think we're on the cusp of huge shit. Like self-driving cars. Yeah. It's pre-that and post-that. Yep. It's a hallmark technology that's going to change the world. The internet was that. And I, I'm nervous about what comes next, but I'm also really excited. Oh, yeah, I'm excited. Because, like, shit... <laughs> I mean, grandparents, like, World War II, 
Like, yeah. how much America especially has changed from, like, the 30s to now, mm-hmm. technologically. It's From it's, now to next year, technologically, it's speeding mm-hmm. up. To yeah. sort of segue um, back into the show, it reminds me of that joke that I told you in an episode of Mario Party. I fucking love the premise of, like, going back in time to, like, the first king of England and showing him jeans and him being like, what yeah. the fuck? Like, yeah. <laughs> what is this? Like, this is called denim. Denim? What the hell is denim? I know you have commented on that status yes. I shared that was like, do you think if you played Crystal Cat? from a Victorian era person they'd instantly have like an aneurysm <laughs> and then I said I want to play Death Grips for the first king of yeah. England and see if he short circuits <laughs> it's, and it's interesting because a thousand years from now there are going to be people making jokes like that about my ass and like right. imagine going back to the fucking year 2020 and what they think of this they'd short circuit and it's like right. yeah probably like scared to think of yeah, just, just think of all the reverse engineered UFOs that'll be out by then <laughs> Okay. Right. <laughs> we have what are we? Yeah, I feel like we should try to work on the questions because you guys took I the mean, time to write if them. If we want to go back to kind of well done, I did want to ask you if you two have any tips or thoughts oh, yeah. for uh, people who want to start Let's Play or streaming. As always, that or, was, yeah. Or just um, anything in the same vein as like I think we talked a lot about the biggest tip, which is think about why you're doing it. Right. Yes. Yeah. And to make sure you're doing it for the right reasons. That's the that's the biggest sure. one. If you if you want to do it, then it doesn't feel like it's a lot of work. For sure. It is a lot of work. Sort yeah. of. And but my, not really. If you love what you do. Exactly. It isn't really. I feel like my biggest advice to anybody who's trying to start any type of content creation in this ballpark is don't quote unquote try to be a let's player. Just don't, don't fucking do that. Just do your oh, own yeah, thing and be yourself. Because yeah. there's so many people, I'm telling y'all, I get on like these Facebook groups and there's nothing, I mean people are asking earnest questions, it's completely fine, but every day I see, like, I'm not, I don't really post on them much anymore, but I'm part of Facebook groups that are like, oh you know, share your shit here, give advice or whatever. And dude, like every couple of days people get on and say, hey, I really want to start like a gaming channel. Like, what should I talk about? What games should I play? Like, if somebody's having to ask those questions, I think they should take a step back and like reevaluate because right. the whole point should not be to get on Facebook and say, hey, I want to have a large fan base. I want to be famous. I don't know, like, do people want to watch video games? Tell me what to do. Like, if you're asking your yeah. audience, like, I'm all about audience feedback, but I don't want to be told what to do specifically by mm-hmm. my audience and then f- only do that for them. Right. I want to do what I want to do yeah. and be told where I could change things, think right. that work at things that don't, be given ideas. Because at the end of the day, it's still about me, and it's not just about the audience. That's and I think I that's Gab. so important. That's why I love Gab. That's She's good stuff. She's literally just does what she wants. That's why I love the Grumps, too, because, like, you see so many other people out there who, like, in fairness, I'm not saying there's anything necessarily technically wrong with this, but people who sort of, like, censor themselves or, like, you know, they try not to curse or they try to, you know, only talk about certain shit. And the Grumps literally just talk about, like, what the fuck ever comes to their brain, whatever comes to their mind. And that's why I love them so much, because it's so real. I don't even really, like, watch them play the game. It's just to listen to Dan and Aaron talk. If those two guys did a podcast, I'd listen to it all the time, because that's what I get out of it. That's what I keep saying about you guys. (laughs) I'm shocked at this point. We basically have a podcast. Basically, it's a podcast with video. I'm kind of shocked we haven't done a podcast, but I think we should. um, I've been thinking about that. I really want. I'm telling you, I I don't want to get too sidetracked. Although I think we've said both our points. Yeah. Are you done on that subject? Yeah, basically. Before we move on. Yeah, I was basically going to say my biggest advice is to be yourself and to do do your due diligence and do your homework on how to make a good quality too, because that matters. Yeah. But um, my, I was going to say podcast. Even if we do a D and D podcast. I don't know if I could do just to sit there and talk podcast because we already do that. With <laughs> yeah, I want to do something a little different. 
So if we had like a reason for the podcast, yeah. or if it was like reading short stories, I know that's like a horror yeah. podcast. People read short Ooh. stories. Yeah, just I want to do something besides just talking because we already talk about yeah. it on the show. And I wouldn't want to. Awesome. I wouldn't want to cross saturate. Like, have I talked about this on the show or not? At the same um, time, bro, we have a lot of conversations off cam that don't really fit into that the episodes. In this vein, actually, huh? I had a question that goes in this vein. Oh, that, yeah. that I randomly thought of while I was eating my salad earlier, and it is: <laughs> Have you guys considered doing other projects besides kind of well done together? I mean, I know <laughs> yes, you're in a yeah, band together, yeah. but like, absolutely. Do you have anything I think both of us that's have, like, kind of bubbling up? Pretty much anything you can think of. Yeah. 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 <laughs> okay. You're you talking to the person who. Funny. This is a fucking funny ass story. Uh, when Evan decided to do uh, his college major that he ended up getting a degree in is basically because I told him to. <laughs> like, sort of. Not literally, but... There was a lot of other shit, but a Evan lot of it kind of was just like... Yeah, Evan was a music major, and I was like, you know, everybody knows how I fucking am with Evan at this point. I was just like, bro, you don't want to do that. You want to do creative writing with me. Like, And he's like, I'll think about it, bro. And I was like, no, 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 I made your decision for you. Like, you're going to do creative writing with me. And the funny part of that story is like, he's the one that finished, and I didn't. <laughs> like, he got the degree in that, and I fucking didn't. Like, it, <laughs> technical writing, not creative writing. Yeah, technical writing, yeah, that's what it was. You don't even know your own major, bitch. Yeah, exactly. Like, it was my idea. You followed through with my idea, and I didn't. No, it's it's fine. College what, is not for everybody. What the fuck is that? Right? Really like I I just love college. I, I, guess it's, I love class. I, it's a way my brain, yeah. the logic part of my brain, like excels because it, it's immediately rewarded. It's like serotonin. It is truly education is like the hamster getting the water bottle. Yep, for uh, sure. <laughs> you're immediately given feedback if I the teacher's that, good, and then you're learning things, and it's creating this progression yeah, system. I think that's um, a good sign that you're like in the right career path. Too. For sure. Mm -hmm. bro. Because that's uh, how I feel now in psychology. If you're in the yeah, wrong, if you're in the wrong major, I was a class will feel major. like work, and that shit should <laughs> no, not. No, no. That's why I skipped all the time. Ta Zach and I had. Oh my god! I'm Ta amazed I got through college yeah. in four years. Um, because I never went to class. Yeah. But no, I, no I've always. No well, at Wright State was it Wright State? Yeah, Wright State. Yeah, 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 yeah these exactly. get degrees, so it's. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Exactly. Oh yeah. Um, on the note of creative endeavors that we're doing together. Yeah. Um, well, even, not music. even together, just separate. And, yes, separate, too. Um, I mean, I'm working on my EP. We really want to do, like, we, we music have, together. We've talked about doing a group together, and I really <laughs> want to do... We? <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah. I we really want to do electronic music together, because I have a lot Ooh. of ideas for, like, weird shit. How did you two feel about uh, being involved in a musical project? Uh, have either of you heard of Starbomb? <laughs> Oh, I love Starbomb. But I'm also, so, I'm always good for being in a musical Starbomb is so fucking Starbomb is uh, Dane and Aaron from Game Grumps and a couple other friends of theirs who help with the production end of shit. And all of their albums are basically satirical electronic rock songs about video games. And it's fucking awesome. <laughs> and so they, there, there's so a song called Crashervania where Aaron Hansen is singing in like a fucking Dracula voice and it's about them playing Twister and shit. Uh, it, it's stuff like that. We don't want to like straight up do that kind of shit, but it's something in that just I want to be able to explore other options. Yeah. But I'm also doing voice acting. Yeah, he's doing voice and, acting. That's really and cool. so I'm exploring that as sort of that option. But I would like to do some serious stuff. Um, so to our duo project, yeah, it would yes. probably be that. But I, would, I have considered in the past... Doing something a little weird <laughs> and just having me do it because I don't want to like put anybody else. Okay. <laughs> if I could afford it. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, was Evan. I was trying to get a I was trying to get a reaction out of him with a left field comment and just went right. If I could afford it. That's just expensive. Um, so it's dangerous right now. You don't know what it's uh, about true. anymore. Yeah. True. <laughs> oh. Oh no! Ooh. I've already had an experience Ooh. with that, and I will. That, that's a story for off camera. That's another. That's another story. Something a little bit more serious or like bizarre. Um, not exactly like him, but akin to like corpse. 
Oh yeah. Um, if you're familiar with corpse at all. Corpse husband. Corpse yep. daddy. Yeah, that yeah, that corpse. Yeah. Daddy. Is it is he called corpse? Husband? Yeah. The corpse husband. Yeah. 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 Like e girls are ruining my life. Yeah. Yeah, it's so good. Something like it. that. Not like his. I'm sorry. E- is this a musician? Oh, yes. he's a sick musician. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Martin's like, oh my god, what's going on? Like, I I, I just haven't had a lot of like. I've even thought about doing like ASMR. I shit you not, dude. <laughs> I have a very cool. dude, yeah. boring, calming voice. If I try. Me blowing my um, nose ASMR. <laughs> no, Zach, you would not be anywhere near mine. Because yours would all be comedy. And I my would ASMR. actually do it seriously, and you'd be like... <laughs> my ASMR would be like... It'd be like, oh, God. It'd oh, just be awful. Oh, You're going to have to listen like, yeah. to that one. Exactly. Murder. You're welcome, future Aisha. I'm sorry, future Aisha. <laughs> or, like, or like you do... You, you come into a clearing... You talk really calmly. Look at that thick block. <laughs> Look at that block. That's nothing. That ain't shit. You that should see this. So, oh nothing. my fucking god. There's an episode of Mario Party 4 that hasn't come out yet where he loses a minigame to fucking master level oh, Waluigi the and he screams bite. and it's just a straight yeah. rectangle. <laughs> it's so bad. I sat there looking down quietly like, I'm like, I like that's real anger. I'm not going to say anything. I, I, I have no I, that is the first time in memory I have released a sound out of pure anger. Yeah. Like, since I haven't Mar- done since that. Since Mario Maker 2. I, I haven't done that in a long time. But it's weird when you feel like a yeah. primal thing happened and you're yeah. like, what the? That happened with Sonic, dude. That it was just so much hatred all at once. And I was just like... Must release. Must release. <laughs> like, uh, I'm so sad that the footage got lost, which is why I want to animate the audio, but there's this fucking part of Sonic Lost World, goddamn shit-ass game, where uh, it's co-op mode, and you'd think that the game would be programmed to where co-op mode would fucking work. No. There's a jungle level with a robot spider, and if it picks up Sonic, and your partner in the helicopter or the plane or whatever shoots it, Sonic gets fucking stuck in the air forever. Mm. You would think that he would fall from the arms of the robot spider. Nope. Nope. Nope, and the that, game they, logic is not written in a way that returns Sonic to a state that allows him to continue. Yeah, literally, they didn't they fucking They forgot program. to program the game to have an out. Yeah. Wow. It's so, so fun. I love studying even the little bit of yep. programming. Yeah, yeah because really really excited shit. to finish <laughs> Jesus Sonic. Jesus Christ. Yeah, I have that... never been so happy to finish something in my <laughs> You guys life. were so excited. So You've funny. seen the thumbnails. That's what I'm tired of the game. <laughs> oh my, when, I, when we actually finish DK64, it's going to be a very similar thing. Oh, man. I love oh, DK64, man. but I hate DK64. I, I love DK64, but I fucking hate like watching Evan play because I, he's suffering. I just have so many it. other like, games that I've funny. been wanting to do for so long that I just really want to get to them. I should ask you both. We, uh, we were doing Resident Evil, and I would like to actually finish Resident yeah. Evil. We should finish that. Uh, yeah, I did like the Resident Evil play. Thank you. Uh, what are games that you two think we should play? Do you have anything you'd like us to see or like to see us play or like us to try? Because we have a whole fuckload of items. Yeah, we. Uh, any kind of ideas you have, lay them on me because I'm. I like horror, honestly. Horror. You yeah. guys can. Oh, yeah. Play, play like Silent Hill 2 is so good. I would really like I've to play never, Silent Hill 2. I've never played Silent Hill 2. I and if you could get your hands on PT, which. You I can't. Mean, well, really. I mean. I know my ways. I know my ways. You can, you can play our PT. I was we have say. PT. Do you? Yeah. So you Should can we play all do that? Together? Brody Wait, so could we do that? Can we all do that together? Because I know how to beat I've that seen, one. I've seen it a it's lot. Fun. I forgot about it. Well, that almost that's every, true. well, not every, but there is so many indie horror games that literally that's just true. mimic PT. Oh, yeah. Yeah, fucking Devour. Uh, we, we have a Devour stream super, highlight that we need to post. To super Liminal's kind of a weird game. Um, super Liminal. I've been wondering Have you guys played the game Detention? Nope. Oh, I know about Detention. I don't know about Detention. Yeah, have you watched the show on Netflix? 
Yeah, there's the a show, show based, based on, on the video game. Oh, yeah. it's what? It's really Vietnamese fucking good. Tell me about yeah. this. What is this? It's oh, it's really scary good. as hell. It's, really good. it's like Sugi no He almost. Ooh, where it's really? not like you just walk left, but okay. it's like that kind of animation style. It's like 2D it's like side scrolling kind of. You're wow. in a school. Yeah. Something's there with you. Okay. Um, I really. Ooh, I would like. Fuck I would like to play Silent Hill too. I would like to play Resident Evil, like the later ones, like Seven and Eight. Yes, those are my I was gonna Seven say is my those would be really um, cool yeah. to watch I too. I cannot get a PS5, but I yeah. really fucking want to because I want to play Demon yeah. Souls, and I want to play Returnal for sure because I think it is the most that game I've ever seen. In Returnal, my it's Returnal is the coolest shit. Are you familiar with Returnal, either of you? Returnal is a I Groundhog Day game, but Ooh. it's a death loop. Every time this woman crash lands on a planet and is stuck going through this horrible, super hard bullet hell. And every time she dies, she wakes up on the planet at the same spot, and you lose everything. Mm. It's a roguelike. Did it win on the, the Game Awards? Cool. Yes, I believe so. Yeah. Because it has the most mm. batshit crazy like story progression mm. that like oh. takes... You don't expect it from a game that's a sci-fi shooter, and then all of a sudden it just like... It's like Spec Ops The Line, which was like... Everyone thought it was just like a dumb military game, and it ended up being the closest thing to like Conrad Werner's Heart of Darkness, yeah. oh, or whatever his name was. Um... Because it's about, like, you see um, the soldiers breaking down in the presence of, like, PTSD-inducing events. And it got really famous because there's a scene where you white phosphorus a bunch of civilians. And white phosphorus basically burns your skin and melts you. Oh, I could not play that. And so there's, like, (laughs) so they just come in and they see this group of corpses because they thought it was enemy combatants. And they just burned all of these Jesus. citizens and it's it because it's like it talks about like how fucked up war is that is one and how like for me <laughs> being yeah. obsessed with war is Jesus, like, you will do it's it's Fuck. crazy nobody expected it everyone was like oh it's a deal, shitty bro. call of duty like and then everyone wow, played man. it and was like oh no <laughs> so this is on the polar uh, opposite right. note but polar, i just remember yeah. something fucking polar opposite note i know we need to play maybe even later tonight if we have it we'll talk about that later but <clears throat> Parappa the Rappa 2 co-op mode. Parappa okay. the Rappa 2. I don't know if you two are no. familiar with that. It's yeah, fantastic. Yeah, I have like the demo for it on PlayStation uh, for a Parappa the Rappa. Yeah. I don't know what yeah. it was. So the, the original one is basically sort of like a rhythm game of like you're in the car and it's like turn to the left, turn to the left. And like you're hitting the buttons along with the music. But Parappa the Rappa 2 has like versus co-op mode where we're trying to improv rap by hitting the buttons as like unique oh and fast as possible. Like WarioWare kind of shit. And we're trying to get whoever gets a better score who does the funnier freestyle and shit like that 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 is a thing with this game oh, and it's going to be fun. oh yeah it would just be like a one shot probably like a maybe a half hour thing but it'd be fucking fantastic it would be so funny like i kind of want to show you a video i saw of it unless you'd rather just experience, it. Just experience okay, cool. it i don't like watching stuff about stuff i'm gonna play that's true that's a good point have you guys seen the um preview for elden ring evan has are you not excited about it? I cannot it, express how excited I am. Okay, I was That's like, like, I can't gauge. Brody yeah, was... had not been interested in getting a PlayStation 5 until now. Until now. <laughs> until now. I have it been, looks fantastic. I have been, I literally have I a Bloodborne reminder on my Alexa. I will cry. Bloodborne 2 is coming out for the PS5. They've already talked about oh, it. We're gonna it have makes me so mad that it's so hard Sunday. to get one, but everything is going to be only PS5. I, I honest it's to so God. Much shit is so This might yeah. sound bad. I, I would fucking kill somebody if I had to get a PS5 <laughs> to play Bloodborne That, that yeah. man, I'm going to figure out that man's identity who keeps hoarding all the fucking PS5. Yeah, yeah. yeah so like, like, look at this I, shit. Slap my wrist. We have a matching Bloodborne <laughs> tattoo. I will fucking I really do bad play, things. I want to play game. the Ratchet and Clank that's for the PS5. Oh, shit. I love Ratchet and Clank. That'd be awesome to record. I would love Ratchet. 
Ratchet and Clank. It's fun as hell. And the PS5 one's about time travel. Oh my god, bro. Um, we have and to about do like that. interdimensional rifts. It's called a rift apart. Yeah, rift apart. Correctly. I saw that. that it looks, looks so cool fucking as fuck, rad. bro. We absolutely have to play um, that together. Yeah, I really would like to. But we still want to do the Bloodborne stream. Yeah, I was going to say, we're going to stream Bloodborne. I beat you, help you beat the boss. Yeah, he's going to help me beat Orphan of Coast at the very end of Bloodborne because I'm having a hard fucking time. And I really want to get Coast Parasite to do New Game Plus, play through the whole game as a fucking alien, basically. Yeah. And so we're going to be streaming that. And, uh,. I don't know if we're going to do it on YouTube or Twitch or what, but we're going to stream it uh, multi-platform yeah. and do stream highlights for the show. So cool. that'll be fun. We're not going to do, yeah, we're not going to do episodic because that'd be too hard to do episodic. Yeah, we've, we've already tried on like two or three at least occasions to do episodic Bloodborne and it's just too hard. We're doing it's all kinds of writing random stuff. We are. Uh, yeah. We're, do, we're playing another game that we might record with friends of ours from New York. Divinity Original Sin 2. Yeah. Uh, it's a great, it's like the closest you can get to D&D in a video it's game. Very cool. It's cool. very cool. It would remind you uh, of an MMORPG kind of thing. It's four-player co-op. It's like light core MMO. Yeah. yeah. Have you guys heard of Inscription? Fucking yes. Mm, and I want to play it so badly, but <laughs> I don't... <sighs> Games like that are Evan's strong suit. Weird. It's a, it's a it's a horror card game. Mm-hmm. Ooh, It is really? the coolest shit I've ever seen. That sounds like something I'd like. That's kind of cool. Is, dude, indie gaming on the computer is so wacky. Like, some of these, like, super liminal, same thing. Yeah, super liminal, I will Like, these oh, small studios are just making this amazing shit. Do you think we should record a stream super liminal? Because I want to do that at some point uh, in the future. I think probably stream it. I agree. Because it's, you might, you probably just Very, like, do it all the through. Yeah. I, I think it's a one-sitting kind of game. Faith, um, if you Faith guys, is, oh my god. Yeah. I actually, okay, when you mentioned that, I was like, I have seen this. My girl, Gab, has a playthrough <laughs> from, like, years ago. That's really? where she did Faith. Like, I think... I don't know when it came out, but maybe like... Uh, the first chapter was 2016 or 17, I think. And I and think that's about when her stream started, so nice. I think she, it was sure. like in her older videos, cool. but I was like, I know I've seen this That before. game is fucking awesome. It is <laughs> yeah, a cool, you, cool you love it. I have not played it yet. Yeah, I wanted to... I, I've not told Evan much. I've told him a couple things here and there, but I, I want I to don't, do like, like a blind said, Yeah, I don't want to know anything. Yeah, I want to sit him down and turn on the stream and be like, here's Faith, have fucking fun, basically. Like, I, th- I think that'd be really cool. I don't think you've seen that, Morgan. You'd, you'd be experiencing it along with him. <laughs> okay. It's cool. I I haven't been consuming a lot of horror media recently. And I would like to because it's a really good shit. <laughs> That's all I consume. Um, no, I watched Encanto yesterday. Uh, oh, I love it. I've not seen that yet. As a Disney movie, it's kind of weak, but it's a great movie if you don't think it's Evan, Disney. The <laughs> door is over there. No, <laughs> here's my point. As a like traditional, archetypal Disney film, it is not very traditional. <laughs> I, think I don't think. I do think. But I don't I'm think it's up. bad because of it. I actually like that it's okay, not. Okay, because I like that it's very different. <laughs> it doesn't. So what you mean is like it doesn't back. follow the Disney cookie cutter? But that's no, great. I think it's great yeah. because it doesn't give a shit okay. about the Disney cookie cutter. I'm picking up the feeling that Disney is starting to move away from that. Yeah, though, they they're because they realize start, it wasn't yeah. working. Yeah, they should. Right. Yeah. Okay. Or the audience is changing. Yes. Yeah. I think well, Frozen I think showed that like it still is going to yeah. do well. Right. But a lot of audience will come out and be like, not into that. So like I'm Moana. To... <laughs> uh, Moana. I think Raya was a sleeper hit. I think Raya, I the, Raya, Lost, Raya, Raya the Lost Dragon yeah. was really good. Luca was fucking incredible. Fucking it is just it's a it's a merman summer fantasy in Italy. It what? is it's the most bizarre like. Call me by your name with, with no trauma bullshit. Literally, it's just it's like yes. two young kids who I thought were gay until a girl gets oh, involved. Yeah. I was like, oh, never mind. And oh, I, never mind. I think that they were in talks of making them gay, but they were afraid of the backlash. I'm sure Disney was like, it. no. Yeah. Um, but it's yeah, it's just two young like mer folk who come <laughs> onto an Italian village. It's an awesome movie. That's cool. Um, but Encanto was great. 
I, I, I think it kind of hurt because it was a very timely movie. Hmm. It came out about things that I'm like, oh, wow, I've been feeling that recently. Really? About the weight of expectation. Mm. And, like, family. family needs to not... About not... Basically, I think Encanto's main message is exactly what we were talking about with, like, being selfish. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You have to be able to be like, I want to be mean for me, and I want to mm. do a thing for yep. myself and not for someone else. Because the whole family is, like... A slave to their gift. Honestly, yeah. yeah. Exactly. They're just like, I don't even want my power. Like, I have to do everything for this village. Um, yeah, and like the one chick who doesn't have superpowers seems like she's so much happier than Mirabelle's great. Mirabelle's, I've only ever seen previews, but she's like, that's fucking like. amazing. Yeah. And the only person that makes her feel bad about not having is the, the power is, is her uh, fucking grandma. Abuela, Abuela, in my opinion, does come around. She does. Because sure. like you realize, oh, she went through some shit. She yeah. went through some shit. Like, I think it's a great movie. And I think Bruno is a phenomenal character. I think he's such a sweet boy. <laughs> I love Bruno. I love Bruno. I love Luisa. Uh, Louisa, mu- muscle yeah. Babe is like one of my favorite archetypes. Can you believe muscle that they babe. weren't gonna they make had her to that fight muscly? To let her. That makes me so mad. Like women can be masculine. Mm-hmm. They can be masculine. Yeah. Femininity is not directly tied to women. Yeah, look at me. <laughs> They're feminine. They're feminine men. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Man, you know what song's been stuck in my head recently? And I don't even know the name of it. So let me look it up. Um, but see. it has. Have you ever heard when you hear a song? And you Might stop hearing so it as a song, and you hear it more as a Disney. No, I'm kidding. And you hear I was gonna it say Disney Plus, more as like I obviously a... know that. Uh, here it is. Uh, have you ever heard "Meet Me at Our Spot" by The Anxiety? Meet me at our spot. Yep. That song it puts our me spot. a certain kind of mood. Kind of vibe. I don't. <laughs> same thing. Same thing. A driver's license does. Uh, driver's license put me in a mood. What, this song. This when you hear exactly. a song, and it's very like transform it like it you don't hear the song you hear about every, everything you thought about the song mm-hmm. yeah yeah all the memories that song brings up or like the place it puts you in i think meet me at our spot puts me in a weird place deftones if i'm looking for like a, a meditative yeah. state i use deftones a lot weekend come um, on come on weekend Jesus. not to be that emo like, kid but like when i hear famous last words by my chemical romance mm-hmm. it's like less about like the song and more about like just like I don't know. It's just like whoop, I'm back in like yep. I That's don't how know, I am with 2006 you. or whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But and for like, miss you. Yeah. Oh fuck! You know what song gets me that I kind of want to do in the show in the band, mm. but Adam's song. Mm. Why? Why? I, I, I love that song, but it's it like, sad that's a, that's a tear as hell. Bro. It is sad as hell. You know what I would love song. to do? Mm. Sally's song from uh, Nightmare Before Elm. I actually learned that. I heard cover that recently. Yeah. Yeah. Jesus Christ. I said Nightmare Before Elm Street. <laughs> <laughs> the Elm Street Before Christmas. Yeah, those are certainly those words. Are those, those, thank those you. Those were certainly words. <laughs> She's picking up on her bits. I like that. I like what I hear. <laughs> Can we talk about how the dog was watching our show at one point? That's so cute. That's cute. Mm-hmm. She's a precious baby. <laughs> I feel like I got this new TV, and I feel like she can see it so much better. So every Hell time yeah. I'm watching Good TV, shit. she's like, it's <laughs> so cute. I love it. Precious bean. I love dog energy. I, I love my cat, but I love dog energy. I didn't realize how much I love dog energy until I got she's one. Cute. Because it's like, I like um, how mellow the cats are, obviously, but it's really nice oh, yeah. to have this hyper energy every now and then. It's, it helps you feel Somebody better. My cats are only mellow sometimes. <laughs> yeah, like yeah. she's so loyal and happy. I just love her. I mean, Bugs is 
very loyal. Like, yeah. <laughs> Mainly, <laughs> he comes in and yells at me every time I come home. Which oh my is god! Cute in its own right. This fucking episode of Castlevania that came out here today or yesterday, uh, within the first like minute and a half of the episode, I'm just like, so where do we need to go next? And you hear Evan like unintentionally cut me off, and he goes, "Hey." Fucking stop! Cat! Stop scratching the fucking wall! Oh, yeah! <laughs> I remember that. She loves to and, and then he's like the door frame. And he's like, baby, I love you, but stop. And then I muttered in the microphone, I'm sorry, I love you too. And, and he's like, I heard that. Like, <laughs> and that right there is like the kind of well-done dynamic of like, any opportunity I get to like playfully flirt for reasons that should not be flirting at all, I take it just to fuck with Evan. Because yeah. <laughs> I love that shit. Yeah. Okay. You want to move on to a new question? Yes. Yes. Okay. Um, Well, I guess we've sort of talked about this, but um, what have you been absorbing? And this is across books, music, (sighs) TVs, podcasts, TVs. Cool. I was like talking about (laughs) TV shows and movies. I should say. Yeah, we talked about. I talked about Encanto. Yeah, Encanto. Uh, I'm very excited for some shit coming up. It's not that I haven't consumed it yet, but I'm very looking forward to it. Um, Everything, everywhere, all at once looks fucking amazing. That sounds cool. It's an A24 movie about a woman who's like this small, like, I think I think she's Chinese, like, woman who's just looks like a mom. And she accidentally, like, realizes that she's locked in a multiverse. Mm. And she gets the ability to, tr- to gain the skills of every other Evelyn that's ever existed. Ooh, and crazy. she, like, hops between dimensions. It is the coolest shit. And it's A24, but yeah, it's an action movie. Rad, bro. That sounds really I am cool. like... A24 action movie. I have to see it. Because um, yeah. a movie that I really want everyone to watch here that is so A24 vibes but isn't A24 is Possessor. Possessor. Possessor's so fucking good. Because it's like the David Cageiest shit. <laughs> but it's David not as... It's very dark, David Cage. But like mm-hmm. when, when David Cage is at his most Twin Peaks Black Lodge shit. Mm-hmm. Or David that Lynch. is. Fucking David, David. yes. Uh, that's why I was like, David, David Cage. Lynch. <laughs> David Cage <laughs> is... is he... David Lynch is the evil twin brother, I guess. No, who is David Cage? David Cage, is he the, the composer who writes the shitty... Yes, David Cage is He's... the... I think it's David Cage. He writes these shitty com- pieces that are so... He has, a, he has a piece called... Four minutes, 33 seconds. Yeah, that, that oh, it, it okay, yeah. I am aware of that this. David I know David Cage Dumb Cages. shit. Yes. Uh, David Lynch. Yeah. Not I to be confused David. with David Lynch's evil brother who did, uh, not Twin Peaks, but uh, Single Single Valleys. Single Valleys. <laughs> Evan's face palming. <laughs> David Noose. <laughs> Single Valleys. David Noose. <laughs> David Noose. <laughs> Instead of David Lynch. Ha ha. But anyway, so <laughs> what for me... What, yeah, what have you been watching? Zach? What I've been absorbing, uh, I will start with music. <clears throat> I've been low-key obsessed for the past week or two with this album by a, a really obscure vaporwave artist uh, who goes by Electric Spectre. Electric Spectre has only ever put out two albums, and I only remember the name of the first, and they both came out uh, consecutively in 2017. And the first album is called Arctic Circuitry. And basically, uh, the way the guy describes it is it's fucking weird electronic video game sample music to portray mm. what it feels like to be freezing cold. And it's really, really cool in the winter. So it'll sample like cool. Samper. It will sample. It'll sample music from Cool Cool Mountain from Mario 64, Ice Caverns from Ocarina of Time, just shit like that. Of like the weird. Okay. And it really, 
the reason I'm so obsessed with it right now is because it really kind of took me outside of myself. And it's fascinating to think about. Not only can music convey emotions, like, oh, it's a sad song, a happy song, but there really kind of is a weird sensation of, like, oh, I feel cold listening to this. Like, you hear certain mm-hmm. music, it's like, oh, this is, like, wintery-themed and shit. And it has to do, like, jingle bells and, like, high-pitched, like, keyboards and shit. So I've been obsessed with that. And it's fucking weird. It is really not many people's cup of tea that I can think of. <laughs> so it's nothing personal if nobody here enjoys it because it, it's very, very weird. It's, like as many reverb filters as you can fit on like video game music and it's all mashed together it's supposed to sound messy it's supposed to sound like driving through sleet and snow and having your windshield wipers on and and that's what's got me really inspired to like make my own music of that kind of vein and so i was like i want to make some like wintry sounding music and so that's like i was working on an ep and i've made two tracks for it uh one of them is called icicle shuffle the other one is called slush ride mm. and i'm trying to think of more and it's like i just want to convey that emotion of like there's holiday music and there's Christmas music that everybody plays during the cold season, but then there's shit that you would listen to after Christmas that's just like the boring, bland parts of winter. Right. And I just think it's really fascinating that music can convey that of like, wow, I feel cold hearing this. Yeah, it's a very sensory. That's yeah, sensory. That's a good word for it. And similarly, there's music like you think about a fire temple level in a video game. It sounds warm. Like it's kind of cool to experiment with that. It's um, very cultural based. Yeah, it's it difficult is. to go to other regions and have the same experience because. Their music's totally different. Yeah, exactly. And that, that just utterly you, fascinates me. I like, love that shit. Middle Eastern kind of music is so in different keys than we yep. use. Mm-hmm. It's different instrumentation. Yeah, Evan and I listened to a number uh, of uh, Pal- cool. Palestinian artists. Um, yeah. Do you remember his name off the top of your head? Uh, the guy who, Al Ali Kassidi? Yes. That guy? I do uh, not remember. I, I do remember. Is he Palestinian? Uh, yeah, uh, I know we listen he's to that Egyptian, one rapper. He's like Egyptian Palestinian, and okay. then there's a Saeed Lamjarad. Oh, Saeed Lamjarad is, is really good. He's a Palestinian, um, I believe. Um, I it, it is a that song in particular. Um, I don't know what the Malam. The Malam is. Um, yeah. I think it's the boss. I think it means yes, the man. Think, or the it's boss. like I'm the boss. He's talking about how God is like the boss. I think. Yeah. It's, um, he, I think, and it's in, a fucking it, weird it's in the signature. strangest time signature. Yeah, it's like um, it, it's like five seven or something weird. Where like it's normally cool. it's just like one two three four, but it's just like one two three four five one two one two three four. Five, yeah, one, it's, two, oh, it's, cool. like, it's like it's really very really different. weird, but it's a very cool song. Yeah, uh, I listen to a lot of like Indian like uh, Hindustani music. Yeah, um, I like this one guy a lot. <laughs> I like to listen to like four of his songs, but I can't remember what his name is. Was it, uh, Ravi Shankar, Anushka Shankar? Remember uh, that? I do not. They played uh, the sitar of the Beatles. I'm actually mm. really, like, impressed that you guys are like that, because, like, not that, like, I feel like I have a nice span of, like, diverse music, but I get really overwhelmed sometimes with it, because I love music, like, more than anything in the world. Yeah, music but is a blessing. I get so overwhelmed with how many artists exist, mm. and how that. I want to experience all it's of them, but idea. I just can't. Like, I tell I you what, know. I feel like my soul. I have to give up the idea of, like... In order to be a fan of an artist, you have to know, like, their discography or know a good amount. I've gotten oh, to the yeah. point recently where, like, there are thousands of artists that I only know one or two songs yeah. from. And that's and how that's I've always been. I feel like. Because I feel like I'm able to listen to a diverse amount of music without being as... I'm still overwhelmed. But as yeah. overwhelmed is because I did have this this thought that, like, in order to be an actual, like, fan of a group, in order to not just be, like, a poser or whatever, that oh, I, I had to, you. like, know several songs mm-hmm. from an artist, and that's just not no. true. I tell you like, what. I think every artist has one good song. So. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> for a perfect example from my personal experience, 
the album Fetch by Melt Banana. <laughs> Melt Banana is a fucking weird band, y'all. It's Japanese noise rock, and that's exactly what it sounds like. Uh, the singer has literally given herself nosebleeds from how aggressively she sings. <laughs> but she, it's not necessarily screamo, but it's, it's weird as fuck. It's just it's like Jordan Dreyer from uh, yeah. La Dispute. He'd say he'll have like, after he performs, he'll have like blood coming down his mouth. Jesus, that's yeah. hardcore. Yeah. And the, like, this band has been around since like the 90s and they have like a couple dozen albums probably. And I don't really like much of it other than Fetch. And I love that album almost front to back. The front half more so than the back. But that's that kind of feeling of like, I have a t-shirt of Fetch and like I've never felt like a poser because I'm like, I might not be able to tell you the name of the first Melt Banana album. And true hardcore Melt Banana fans out there might be like, what the fuck? He doesn't know this song. But I love Fetch so much. It's literally like top 10, 15 favorite albums of all time. Right. And I love it enough. I'm like, I want a shirt of this. It's cool. Yeah. Like, absolutely. It's, it's like we said earlier, we keep coming back to people just shamelessly expressing themselves. And I'm so right. glad that oh, we're yeah. transitioning yeah. to that in our society. Because when we were in high school, people would be like, oh, well, like, why would you have a t-shirt or something if, like, you're not into it? Or, like, it, it, things are sort of shifting in perspective about that. Mm -hmm. And I really appreciate it because it's, people aren't allowed to like things. <laughs> right, exactly. It's yeah. like, um, more or less, people need to quit being so judgmental on what other people Yeah, exactly. It's like, mind your business and you'll right. be Yeah. Fine. Yeah. That's it. Yeah, it's like, mm -hmm. I'm allowed to like things that other people don't, and those people are also allowed to not like the thing that I do. Exactly. <laughs> like, not everyone's going to like what you like. That's... We're, we're, he and we I are the perfect be example. copy-paste people. We should be individuals. I, yep. <laughs> I'm looking at a couple songs that I've been really vibing to, and yeah. I don't know how to describe <laughs> yeah, it. I know all what it says. It, what it, I don't know what it says about me, but it's unapologetically... Things I like, but my god, they sound weird together. Um, <laughs> last Dinosaur was at the top. So, Last Dinosaur was at the top. But the, the next song is really important to me. Because I think it's a very... It's very it's a TikTok song. <laughs> I got a couple of those. Take it's that okay. as you do. But I think the song itself is fucking stupendous. And it's A, B, C, D, E, F, U. A, B, C, D, E, F, U, and Jamal. I've been in... I've been in... Just to the end where this... Recently, did you? I, I I've been with the singer. I probably it played it in like, a car I, ride or I just want to say fuck you to the, this Hell person yeah. and just like absolutely get out of my face. Love it. I oh, have a yeah. whole um, playlist of TikTok songs. Hell yeah, I, that's I cool. Love, and then you find some interesting stuff. I uh, a guy I really kind of like. He sounds a lot like the Smiths. Um, he's an outside extra. His name's Luke Westaway, but he has a solo. Uh, music project and meet me cool. at velma's grave is really mm, fucking i good. think you played that for me that's um, pretty cool uh yeah i i i love all kinds of shit i mean i'm looking at five seconds to summer five SLS. next next to jelly roll sauce. jelly five roll sauce. is a weird like indie rapper but he interesting. Yeah, raps with, like tech nine. Him. uh and yellow wolf is pretty oh good. yeah good old yellow wolf. industry baby smile industry uh. baby you've been listening to <laughs> I love it. Uh, I love have it. You, have you like guys heard played. Smile with Snoop Dogg? Um, Smile, bitch. Living my best Smile, life. Bitch. <laughs> ain't got, ain't got, oh, I can't oh, say yeah. it. Yeah, I know. That's a word I can't say in it. Wait, what? No, I know. Um, Snoop Dogg's in it. It's such a. Smile, bitch. Smile, Smile bitch. bitch. <laughs> it's, just, it's such a good song. I want to bring that up later when uh, one of us inevitably gets angry about something that happens in the reverse cast. Smile, bitch. Yeah. Smile, bitch. <laughs> Can you two believe? Did you see the fucking episode where he called me a negative Nelly? I can't believe yes, that. Yes, I that, did. that was like, fuck, I like dissociated a little bit. Like, I was like, what the fuck? Like, excuse me? He, he literally like patted me on the shoulder and he's like, buddy, it's all about having fun. And I was just like, who are you? <laughs> and he looked at me and he's like, what? I'm, I'm trying out this, like, be an optimistic thing. It doesn't feel so bad. I'm like, cool. That positivity doesn't feel like shit, does it? <laughs> 
And then you so promptly, the next episode, went right back to being like, I, on purpose. <laughs> yeah, that sounds like me. <laughs> Just like that. Oh, uh, that's good shit. I love our show. I, I, I would be remiss to not say at some point during the recording, thank you very much for doing this for us. I mean, oh, yeah, absolutely. thank you. Absolutely, thank you. It, it, it's just really... It kind of gears me up for what I truly want out of this, other than just sharing it with, with others, and that's just... I, I want eyes on this. I want to be seen and heard and felt and all that good shit. Mm-hmm. And it means a lot to be a guest on a podcast mm-hmm. and to do it with two homies, two great friends, of course. And it's just, I really, I, I look forward to a future where more stuff like this happens because I want to get to a point where I can have people as a guest on my show right. because then they can feel the same way of like, wow, it's so cool that I was like on Zach's show. Like, right. It's just like a shared creative experience and I think mm-hmm. it's a beautiful thing. A lot of fun. Yeah. I mean, that was... Part of the goal of this was always to, like, there was Goodreads where we talk about books, and then there was Better Friends where we have friends of the show on. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. I do like books. (laughs) I know how to read. (laughs) I I have been thinking about reading a lot of books recently, but I have not done it. Really? Yeah. I just started my first one that I, like, God, I think it's been, like, years since I've tried to write a book. But I just started one. Sorry, I would read Naisha book. No, what, what book is it? Oh no, I mean it's like one that I'm writing. I don't oh, know. you're writing. Yeah, it. it's... Ooh. this is a perfect opportunity for me to. Bring what is the genre? Um. Ooh, gosh, I don't know. I feel I like any, would be considered. anytime I write one, it's fiction. I don't write nonfiction. It was definitely fiction. I just don't. Fiction. I just. So I, I'm thinking. I want to DM too badly. I feel like I'm better yeah. at nonfiction, but um, that's really cool. You though. are like one of the only people that I know who loves nonfiction. I love nonfiction. I don't. I don't really like fiction. I'm with you. I, I feel like I as, a, as, as a writer, I, I feel it, like yeah. I'm better at writing like essays and yeah, rhetorical same. papers. I, like, I, I'm so much better at creating a world here's a funny story i don't want to talk about like reality do the three of you know anything about ai story writing yes (laughs) oh my god so i've been meaning to tell you about this where i afraid i got on uh writer or whatever the ai was and i asked it to do a prompt that was genre insert funny (laughs) funny prompt and story writing and i think i typed in uh clowns at the vampire's castle or something and if i may i will read you this brief paragraph from the ai (laughs) storytelling i want to tell you this now so i can bring it up on the show later (laughs) um Vampire Lord Roland invites his friends for a night of entertainment. The four clowns arrive to greet the guests with normal, boring circus tricks, but they turn out to be undercover FBI agents hunting terrorists. <laughs> One of the dancers that looks like Claire, whoever Claire is, walks in on them all. Chaos ensues. Intrigue abounds. The feds don't like that she's like them, but is she? More importantly, does it matter? It all started when the wizard granted the Vampire Lord's wish for eternal life beyond his castle. Uh, everything he wolfs down tastes like pizza crust, and he gets all mushy when he tries to chew it. But he's happy thinking about all the friends that he's made along the way until one fateful day when the government agents sneak into his house when he's asleep that day everything changes roland wakes up <laughs> whatever wow. that means oh my god oh. just pulled random people yeah. in there yes so so and, and i just i needed to share that with the world because i can't fucking stop thinking about fbi agents raiding dracula's house now that's all i've been thinking about leading up to us finishing castlevania I'm like fuck how do i tell evan about this funny story that a robot wrote for me oh boy <laughs> <laughs> the FBI oh, agents. My cheeks hurt. Oh my god. Same. That's excellent. That's a good sign, right? <laughs> Makes me think of Taz. Taz. The Adventure Zone. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. what it did make me think um, of. Yeah. Specifically, the bit about everything tastes like pizza crust. <laughs> I, I I love that um, bit. Like, uh, <laughs> the pizza crust. Isn't it, everything tastes like yogurt? Yeah, he, I think Taco has like a what is it? He's been cursed. He has a curse, I think, where everything tastes like. 
plain yogurt yeah. or something like that. <laughs> so Except funny. they never actually touch on that ever again in it's, this show. I just think it's a funny <laughs> fucking point. It looks super it funny. Because it's like it doesn't really hurt your RP, but it's just that, that kind of right. shit that makes a character funny. <laughs> yeah. I love it. I it's love just it. like, oh, okay. Taco's one of the best, too. Let's oh, my gosh. Justin McElroy, all of the brothers are my favorite for different reasons, and Justin's ability to create such lovable characters in the adventure <laughs> zone is his best quality for Hell sure. Yeah. All of his characters are the best, I think. Have, have you either of you ever seen uh, the We Shop Wednesdays meme? Because <laughs> it reminds me of the macro kind of shit. It's a uh, uh, the band Nirvana is the name of the skit group. Uh, they name themselves the na- the band Nirvana, and it's just We Shop Wednesdays on YouTube, and it's these dudes who are pretending, like. I, they, I think they recorded it last year, but they're pretending they've never heard the Wii Shop music before, like that. And so one of them is like trying to improv rap along with it, but he can't do it in rhythm at all. And the other one has memorized it already, and he's like fucking with his friend, like saying all the names of the games over and over again. It's like, wait a minute, you know this song already, and you didn't tell me? Like, <laughs> it's oh just it's a super funny bit. <laughs> and there's a Twitter page that's just called Wii Shop Wednesdays, and it's every Wednesday they post that clip, and that's it. <laughs> I love that. I'm that's the kind of thing that just kind of gives me a chuckle. Okay. What books, music, TV, movies, podcasts have you been absorbing? Good reads, better friends. <laughs> I sort of got really <laughs> Books, uh, movies, etc. I've been meaning to watch a lot of stuff. I've been watching the original Dragon Ball. Really? Because I've never seen it. With the uh, barrels of beer instead of, uh, they like, I think when they remade it, they like censored it or they took it completely off for some reason. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, the original Dragon Ball is pretty... Adult. Yeah, adult. Yeah, like adult. Goku's dick is like out. All yeah. The time. <laughs> <laughs> like, we were watching that shit. Like, did um, I mishear you, or did you have a Freudian slip of our friend named Goku? Because it sounds like he said Goku. No, <laughs> it's only one letter different. I don't yeah. know how to tell you this. Right, this the this Goku will sound like Goku. I'm glad you mentioned that his name is actually Goku, because I definitely thought it was. Goku. Oh no. Yeah. Oh, it's funny because he's like, that's an easy way to remember my name. It sounds like the anime character. <laughs> I get that a lot. Um, Shout out to Goku. But, like, yeah, I, the Session 88, what the hell is that? Or 81? Oh, Jesus, The yeah. thing on Netflix? Archive 81. Archive 81. I just started, that's what I was watching. Uh, that's what I thought it looked yeah. like. I've heard it's good. It, uh, it Midnight is. Mass, I still haven't seen. Oh, uh, Holly! Uh, <laughs> there's a couple things on Netflix I've been meaning. The Witcher Season 2. Oh, yeah. I need to watch that, too. Um, yeah. I need to watch the Castlevania shows. I haven't watched live-action like shit in a long time. Is it good? Time. Yeah, it's cool. I think it is. I think I'm. Um, Castlevania is I think I watched the first season, but I very liked it. Cool, from what <laughs> I've cool. heard. I have been the rewatching. Uh, cool. I think I told you to this. I can't remember if I told you. Or no, I said it earlier uh, off game. I've been rewatching Lost with my mom. That was yeah, her idea. I know not everybody uh, enjoys that, but I actually. Rewatching it in my adulthood, th- that show, the writing is fantastic for some of those characters. Oh my god. Jin? I love Jin. Yeah, Jin's like, Jin is fucking awesome. He's a bad bitch. Like, Hurley's obviously one of my <laughs> favorites. Bad bitch. <laughs> like, my heart just. It, it, and Michael, too. Like, Jin and Michael, you want to hate so bad at first, and then, like. Because did you ever watch it all the way through? I've never. I saw the pilot, and I didn't like it. And that's. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, Evan. Yeah, that's. I was like, this I, I know him seething because I know Evan has nothing nice to say about it. I don't. It's not that I don't like the idea of Lost. I don't like the people who like Lost. Because they See, can be very pretentious about that's it. That's like yeah. Rick and Morty fans. It's yeah. like Rick and Morty fans. <laughs> and those people don't exist. That's another thing of like people in Lost. I'm not, fans. but I don't like Lost enough to like want to consume it. I, I think just, you'd like it. I put it tacitly at like a whatever, maybe. Yeah. But I don't really like The Walking Dead either. Yeah, I, I don't I, like I think Walking Robert Dead, Kirkman is much better with Invincible than he is The Walking yeah. Dead. I think The Walking Dead is the most boring 
fucking played out. Humans are the real monsters. I'm like, oh my god. Keeps missing the mark. It's just like it's yeah. almost there, it's and then not... it just misses the mark. It's That's just... why I think yeah. you should give Lost a chance one day, bro. Because uh, like you don't mm-hmm. want to. It's, it's the hipster syndrome, bro. You don't want to be a lost hipster. <laughs> two Tran, I... Two Tran went through this with yeah. Undertale. Two Tran thought he was too cool for it, and we talked about it. He's like, well, bro, the fandom's weird. People are weird about it. He he thought he was too cool for Undertale, and then I told him about it one night ever, and he's like, never mind. This sounds awesome. I'm sold, yeah. and now really? he likes it, and he no longer cares what people think because of weird fandom people. I whatever. just downloaded it onto my. It's it's fucking like, awesome. It's one of my top five favorite games. Very cool. Yeah, and it's one of those things. Of course, it's got weird fans, but I'm not gonna let them decide how I feel about it. Just about everything. Yeah. That's I don't. Fans. I just. I don't need to consume. I don't want to consume Lost. I want yeah. to consume something I'm not familiar with. Yeah, exactly. Like something new. Um, yeah. I, I have been looking for a kind of like obsession recently though. Yeah. Because I haven't really had one. In I a think while. you'd like Lost for the character um, building, not even the weird shit. I, yeah, I just want to watch something current. Yeah, I feel current. like. One day, maybe. and I haven't I haven't watched live action TV in quite a while. Yeah, me so too. So that'll be a, it's been a long like time. A kind of, what genres do you like? As far as I like live all action kinds goes, of shit. If you're looking for something. Do you uh, like? I like. I don't like. Well, see, it depends on my mood. I love horror a lot. Okay. I like comedy sometimes, but generally, what I like. The little bit of Westworld I liked was fucking awesome. Oh man, Westworld was cool. Oh my god. Westworld had me riveted until it didn't anymore. That's what I heard. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I heard. I never. I never watched Westworld. It's also a lot of information. Oh yeah. It's almost like stressful to watch, but it's so good. (laughs) Yeah. I I, I love Vampire Diaries. I've heard good things. It's dumb. But I love romance. It's trash. It's good trash. I, <laughs> one, show, one show that I think I would like if I watched it, but I don't want to because I also hate it, is Euphoria. Oh, it's so I don't want to so watch it because it's so disgusting. Like, what it, <laughs> no, what it, like, what it shows, mm-hmm. even though it shows it negatively, a lot of the time, people are still like, yes, they're hot and beautiful and doing drugs. I'm like, no, you shouldn't, like, put them on a pedestal. They're not behaving. Yeah. Like I don't want to make that the future of like. I think you just have to go, go in and understand. But that if it's you can, unrealistic. if you can, yeah, if you can well, separate from that, then yeah, apparently it's they're great. always going to make hot white people um, like gross and sexy on television. Yeah. yeah. Like That's <laughs> honestly, true. I just it it it, it acts like a, a a beacon of like all the shit I like don't like <laughs> like toxic masculinity and like drug abuse culture and like emotional gaslighting and like yeah. emotional abuse. Well, and that's um, a, like. I and I'm not. And some people like it. Or people like, people love you for it, and I don't have anything negative to say about it. And I probably will end up watching it, but right now, I'm just like I don't care about beautiful teenagers. And it's yeah, not like I'm not. It's, sort of my it point sounds too, like it's yeah. an amazing show, but I just I can't make myself care about beautiful teenagers. That's, that's right not now. And that might change, uh, but I feel like my thing with it is. Um, because I'm a little obsessed with cinematography, mm-hmm. it is incredible. I've heard it's amazing because everybody it? on that A24 group okay. is shit oh, in their pants. People lose yeah. their mind on A24. Yeah. Yes, on oh Facebook, God. and I don't. I've never seen a like a scene from it. Yeah. So, so I didn't know it had like good cinematography. Oh, it's amazing. That's why the I color love the, schemes everything. I love amazing. the cinematography. I like a good color scheme. Possessor, um, yeah. which is what I think is very good about it that Lynch did very well, even in his weird way in Twin Peaks, yep. which was like mm-hmm. bizarre cinematography. Yeah. Like the, the black lodge. Yeah, I'm so excited for you guys to watch Even, the new season. Yeah, I'm, I'm, excited, I'm so really excited to understand. Like it. It's so Twin good. Peaks log posting keeps posting shit from season three. You and I'm like, I don't understand it. I'm like, I'm so bad. Because you're going to like the cinematography. Look at that block. Look at that block. See, this is why I fucking 
I love about Evan because the, the very way he was acting about Lost earlier is how he used to act about Twin Peaks. He's like, dude, I don't fucking care about Twin Peaks. It's old. It's from the 90s. You know, yeah. I don't like old shit. Yeah, when I first yeah. was obsessed with Twin Peaks, you didn't get it at all, bro. Okay. You're like, why do you like Twin Peaks so much? I don't I, fucking get it. I also used to be a much shittier person about trying new things. <laughs> okay, yes. This is like this is the Brody Morgan dynamic that yeah. was happening a few years ago, too. Brody was like, Twin Peaks. And I was like, no. <laughs> I yeah, I was like, I don't really get why you're so obsessed with an no. old soap and opera. Then, like, <laughs> I didn't get it. I didn't get it. Yeah, I didn't understand. I haven't consumed anything else of his. I've never seen a Razorhead. Uh, I've never I mean, seen Mulholland Drive, and I want to so fucking badly. But I've heard a Razorhead is weird as shit. Razorhead is weird. It made me angry because I was like, there was such a long scene where he was just walking down a street, and I was just like. Okay, I get it. That's You're not that hard. I get it. Go to the next scene. Did he do Donnie Darko or is that somebody else? I don't think that was David Lynch. I want to watch Donnie Darko one day. That's a weird movie. Dark Harvey. I didn't get it when I watched it, but I was like drunk and in college. It's such a weird movie, but I love it. I would like to rewatch it. I have it. I think the first time. You know what's also crazy? Jake Gyllenhaal. I don't know what it is about him and horror, but apparently... Nightcrawler's really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's like, I think he's yeah. like a photographer. In yeah, that, and he's like a horrible person. Um, creep. Creep. Creep show. Creep show's good too. Uh, well, just creep. Yeah, just creep. Though it's the guy. Have you ever seen Creep? Or if the guy so. pays a cameraman to just follow him around, Maybe. and it progressively gets weirder and darker. That is um, But Jake Gyllenhaal apparently is good in horror, which is hilarious because he's also in Bra- Brokeback Mountain. Mm-hmm. So thinking like he's oh, in yeah. <laughs> Brokeback Mountain. Uh, and these two horror films. <laughs> a really interesting combination. He's just, just a, he's just a bizarre actor. He but he did, But I, I love him, and I love Robert Pattinson, because Robert Pattinson's the exact same way. He, literally he can everyone... be the Batman and in fucking The Lighthouse. Mm-hmm. I love The Lighthouse. And I love The Lighthouse. And everyone keeps him Our... at Twilight, but it's like, no, this no, man is No, he's so much better than that. So good. Like, he, I didn't see it, but I, he was apparently awful in, um... That one movie with Tom Holland. The Devil All the Time. The Devil All the Time. I heard I that like movie Tom was Holland awful. Anyway, so. um, <laughs> he doesn't have any lips and it's odd. <laughs> I, something about him is, I don't know. He seems like a nice guy. He does seem like a but nice I, guy. I, I, I'm just not sold on his acting, I guess. Like, it feels like too good boy and everything. He's and too like, innocent. Yeah. 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 I, I want Spider Man to be a little gray area. Like, he can't be right all the time. Like, Spider Man does have to do shit that sucks. And I don't. No movies going that way. Although Morbius kind of looks interesting. I, I don't love Jared, Jared Leto. Leto though. Though. I hate Jared Leto. <laughs> God, I'm just like um, he's just too. Ha ha ha! Too written odd. on my forehead. <laughs> I lose my shit about in the multiverse of madness. Dude, Doctor Strange mm. has the coolest cinematography, like CGI effects, because he does these spells yeah, that he does, like, like, break reality. And, shit. and it's like, it, it, I mean, it, it's like Inception. Yeah. Remember the scene in Inception where the city like turned on itself? Yeah, yeah. she was like folding the spectrum. It was, it's yeah, like that shit's commonplace in Doctor Strange. Very cool. Um, it's still Benedict Cumberbatch. It's still Marvel bullshit. You know, but I have a tolerance for it when do, it's magic. Do you, uh, do, and we, me, yeah. Do you uh, not like Benedict? No, he's fine. The guilty tone. <laughs> I I think he plays <laughs> characters <laughs> that can kind of like Sherlock. I don't love. Oh, like I, I love like Sherlock. Sherlock. You know a role that Benedict Cumberbatch did that's excellent is the Grinch. You know what? He was yes. actually pretty yeah. good. And as people the like shit it all over. I, I really the, really I liked the him new as the Grinch, Grinch a lot. Really Wait, good. Oh. Yeah. Because he was there's a new Grinch the cartoon animated where Grinch. Benedict, it was 2019 I think. Where Benedict's oh, really good. Uh, voiced 
the Grinch. Well, I didn't know. It's that. really, really because it changes the myth, like the whole myth, and yeah. makes him way sadder. Yeah, like oh, he's way more of like he's a, a lot tragic more figure. And he's like, a, yeah, he's not an angry dude. He's just like, and he like kidnaps a reindeer to help him run his sleigh, but then like the reindeer's family shows up to rescue him, and he like lets him go. It's like like story arc character building shit. Okay. Like, yeah, his, his heart slowly I, growing bigger. I have a I have a special place in my heart for Jim Carrey. I always will. Yeah, yeah. That, that movie solid. sucks. I actually like the original apart from Jim Carrey though. I, like the I songs. Where are you, I, Christmas? The song is horrible. <laughs> That's really what it is. Where are you, Christmas? Can the, that song? Yeah, let's try that pretty Apart reckless, from... though. I know. That's a big change for Taylor Momsen. Yeah. Like, yeah. Taylor Momsen, man. Oh my god. Can we talk about that fucking festival coming up, where it's like every single band that we ever listened yeah. to? My uh, conspiracy oh. podcast. We were like, we are going to do an episode to figure out if we think this is a huge fucking scam like it's, yeah it's fire festival I think it's a all over scam. again oh, yeah i think There's it might be wire tickets like non-refundable stupid well and, and it's then being I run that, by I, that awful company yeah they yep. did astro world and i did see how like oh jesus I the thing is they gave the lineup announcement and then they give you three days before tickets go on sale and you know those tickets are gonna sell out so yeah. it, it forces you to make a panic decision to just yeah. like, exactly. splurge i've seen a few bands like confirm that they're part of it i just i, 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 don't I, know well, I think that the bands are confirmed that they're part of it like i think it's just gonna be shoddily set up yeah, yeah. it's gonna I don't, be astro world again astro world is a fucking disaster i think I think it's going to be extremely dangerous. I also mm-hmm. think I saw they added like a second day yeah. with oh. the exact same lineup. What? Well, they're same stretching it playing. out. That's because they only had know. three stages in twelve hours. So like those bands would have had thirty-three minutes to play each to set up and then play. It and feels then like a down. thing that shouldn't be thinking about right now. Yeah. Like when they agreed on the tour, it feels like this shit should have been thought about already. Mm-hmm. So why it feels like they're making it up as they go along? I know it's, yeah, it's it feels rushed. It feels like they're. It feels like Fire Festival. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Like Fire Festival. Uh, yes. Absolutely. Where were we? Uh, yeah, where were we? I don't know. I don't either. I know we were talking about the Grinch. Benedict Cumberbatch. Oh, I I was gonna say like, can we talk about how like through most of our childhood watching the Grinch, we were sort of like. The Grinch was always seen as the villain, but, like, those motherfuckers bullied him as a yep. kid. Yeah, absolutely. And forced yeah, exactly. him to a mountain, mm-hmm. and then, like, Throw their trash tell on. their children yep. little horror stories about him. I was like, what? Yeah, he's... I, you I created would be the, Grinch. the monster. The Grinch was just, like, a lowly Aquarius minding business up on Mount Trumpet. <laughs> <laughs> just wanting everybody to fuck off and live Frozen like. 2 is effectively the plot of Frozen 2. Is every, <laughs> Frozen is 2 th- Rethink crossover. everything you've been told by... <laughs> people older than you and now i'm just thinking about the fucking like iceberg meme of like frozen 2 iceberg how deep does it go and down in the deep waters it's like frozen 2 is how the grinch stole christmas <laughs> frozen 2 is really dark it is. it is it's for the adults it's i, I not really for kids. like frozen 2. Really? It's, it's my favorite it's very dark and the songs are really good the first one was for the kids the yeah. second one was for us yeah <laughs> it's like we're gonna make up for this that it was, shit slaps it's like sorry <laughs> we made you listen to shrieking idina menzel Dude, so it, into the unknown <laughs> into the unknown absolutely beats let it go for me for i like, agree for, sure. for like ballad of the song is and, oh. In as much as I so don't necessarily like, uh, what's his name? What's his name? Brendan, Brendan Urie? Brendan Urie's cover? Yeah. No, I like his cover a lot. Yeah, I, I love just his don't cover. like Brendan Urie that much. I do like Panic at the Disco. I don't it know. Burns is me up he, a little. Is he controversial? A little, yeah. I did not know that. A little. Okay. There's literally clips of him playing games and just throwing the N word out there. Oh, shit. Okay, I didn't know why he was controversial. I just knew that There's he was. There's also, uh, 
um, speculation that he was stealing um, other people's lyrics and like their Actually, like, I vocal can see songs. That. I and that's also supposed to be one that. of the reasons that some of the members of the band dropped out. Well, there, it seems yeah. like a bad sign to me that like Panic at the Disco went from this amazing collaborative project. Like one to just one to like one to dude, yeah. right? And yeah. you actually like I don't know. I loved their first two albums yeah. a ton. Yeah. And so if you pay it, like I think I read in a magazine when the second album came out that Ryan Ross took the reins and wrote most of the mm-hmm. second I album. Do remember that. And you can tell. And then Ryan uh, left the band, and his new band that I can't think of the name of sounded exactly like that second album. Yeah. And then Panic at the Disco changed to a new. But anyways, sure it's a. It's really telling how like he's the only member left. Yeah, it like went I down mean, to like two people. Yeah. I don't think that's ever a good song. No, no, no. yeah, sure. And it's one of those art versus artist separation things. Mm-hmm. Of like we're always all of us are going to listen to Panic at the Disco and love them forever. I love Panic, but but, but yeah. doesn't yeah. mean that we have to Just support him as a person. Yeah. Lyrics in the first album. All those songs are so fun to sing along no, to. I don't really know that many. of the I like the Nine songs. in the Afternoon album a lot. Yes, and the, me too. The album that has uh, lying on it. Oh, what the fuck is that? Fever, you can't If you love me, let me go. Oh, Oh, Jesus. that's his third album. Yeah, that's, uh, that's a good song. Yeah, is I like that, No, I think that's the... Is that one of the ones where it's just him? Like the yeah, death that's one of that. Yeah. This is Bachelor gospel. Death. Yeah, this is gospel. Thank you. That's, that's a good one. This is gospel. And it's like... What is it called? Death to the Bachelor? Is death that, of, death, death of, of a Bachelor is one of my bachelor. favorite albums ever. I fucking love, I love Death I love of a Bachelor, bachelor so much. That's such a good yeah, album. You know, his new stuff is really good, yeah. actually. <laughs> I will always love it. Death of a Bachelor, Nicotine. even if he's an asshole. It's like, a good one. I like Nicotine, yeah. Nicotine's so good. There's yeah. a reason these tables are numbered. <laughs> yeah. like, that one's from their first is, album. Is yeah. very... That one's so good. I mean, Girls love girls and boys. Girls, girls, boys, or whatever the song is called. Boys, boys, girls. That's a great fucking song. Girls, girls, boys. That's a jam. Yeah, that's like like so many musicians out there end up just being fucking shitheads because that's just kind of part of being an ultra popular musician depending on the type of person you are. Some people have a hard time coping with it. Some people take it to town and their hands about it. And so half the time, like you know, I choose not to really like divulge myself into like the personalities of band members. Yeah, that's kind of where I am too. Yeah. Yeah, it's just like because a lot of times they're gonna be assholes, and like that that doesn't affect me in any way at all, whether they're an asshole or not. But I'd rather not know, so I can just keep listening to the music. I feel like you kind of have to be these days. That's like like, if we all. I mean, I listen to Deantward, so. Yeah, exactly. That apparently is problematic. I'm good. <laughs> but I will not be listening to them. They're weird, but in my opinion, they're also South African. So me talking about racism in South Africa yeah, exactly. and them being controversial—it's not a horse. I have—I don't have a fucking horse in that race. I don't have a horse. So at when all. people are like, "They're racist," I'm like, from an American point of view, yeah, maybe. yeah, exactly. Like I don't know South Africans if they are or not. That's all I'm saying. Like I I've been thinking a lot about. Cancel culture and things about yeah, there, there like, is lines. it important sometimes? Cancel culture doesn't even work. It's not effective. It, the yeah, lines are important to know you why you're lines. canceling something. Yeah. And I think sometimes people do it for the wrong reason. Like Jeremy, for example, Jeremy doesn't like Rage Against the Machine because he heard from somebody yeah. that they were stingy with their money. What the fuck ever? What what band isn't like? Yeah. <laughs> and it's just I mean, like you're really gonna like opt out of listening to a band that you might stingy like. Stingy with their money. <laughs> what? Like taking more money than the other bandmates. Like suppose they said, "Oh, it's going to be like sixty forty for the cut for whoever's opening for them," and it ended up being seventy thirty. That's kind of shitty. Yeah, that's shitty, but it's like that. That doesn't affect me. That's true. It's it, it. really depends on how much value signaling you put on shit. Yeah, exactly. Like, is it more important for you to be like 
virtue virtue signaling that's what yeah virtue signaling. is it more important for you to be virtuous or to enjoy good music yeah and there, there are like, lines like if it, you just want the music then it's easier for you to turn yeah, off. exactly i think it's like i mean sometimes I think it's shit more is like too bad though with like cancel R. culture i feel like it doesn't like i want people to be held accountable yeah, but at the absolutely. same time we have to give people the opportunity to learn from their mistakes mm-hmm. yeah. and cancel yes, culture exactly. is just like you said this you this up once. year ago like this x yeah, exactly. amount of years ago yeah. you are forever hated and it's like that that is not how things work you have absolutely. to give people the chance to learn from their mistakes yes that's how we change and grow that think... just makes sense and it's important to um, consider how much weight should be put on some mistakes versus others because I think people mm-hmm. who put the same weight on all mistakes end up alienating themselves I've met people like that I swear I remember working at Starbucks and there was a girl who I went to high school with and my, my boss Corey God love her you know the story <laughs> Corey called Do me I? you might know her oh uh, yeah the cornball story, story the Corey corn. called my boss and my friend called me a cornball or a corn dog because I was being goofy and then uh Somebody who was in that Starbucks walked up and, like, messaged me later and was just like, I can't believe she was calling you a slur. And I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? And she's like, she's calling you, like, a cornball. That's a gay slur. I'm 30 in a week. I've never heard that in my life. I have never heard that as a gay slur. Yeah, and I was just like, I just ignored the message. Honestly, I wasn't trying to be shitty, but it's like, what what would I even say to that? It was my boss joking with me. like, And it's things like that where, like, when people go out of their way to, like, try and find obscure things to nitpick that most people don't know about, Mm -hmm. that honestly pisses me off, and I'm not really into that. But I'm super into it when it's, like, a common thing. Like, there are slurs that all people know and that they shouldn't be said mm-hmm. and those things people should be held accountable for but it's, it's reading just, it's into tricky. shit yeah. and finding the thing you want to get mad about yeah exactly so that's because not, that's, don't do that I'm it's like how much of that comment the, was about her versus me so right. much Jeremy shit about like the, the number to, like, 34 fascists or something yeah. Yeah. Pages like, what people are you get talking about yeah. like, they really do it's just what? like with K-pop like it's this is ridiculous but I love K-pop but like K-pop fans are the fucking worst and it makes it really hard to be a fan of K-pop because they're very critical of like the the artists themselves and they're also just they're like they over sexualize them and it's like yeah. really it's, it's just weird like, it's weird it's a very weird place okay yeah and it's like i the fan I don't cams are a little strange think this if i tell them i listen to k-pop like, you like know, imagine if know. like we had a million subscribers and like somebody had a video of me like doing a dance from 2015 and they just like responded to a tweet and had a video of me dancing and that was like their their retort was like a, a fan cam I'm like what the fuck like i don't or understand even for like, some of these fan cams are weird i don't get the point they will literally like be videos of these boys crotches and like Ugh. like straight oh my god close up shots yeah. that's a yikes and for i'm me, like dog. could you imagine if you got on youtube and that's what you saw of yourself like <laughs> yeah it's horrifying that kind of it's stuff a horrifying place yeah that, that, like stan culture sucks. Yeah, stan culture is fucking I mean, weird. Like I can stan was like a song, <laughs> said a thing, yeah. and a no thing. one listened to it, and only took the oh, name God. of the song. <laughs> but that song fucking says a lot about don't be weird. It sure does. Like don't you be weird. fucking weird. Yeah, people a... almost can't help it. Like it's, mm-hmm. it's oh like, my god. Instead of I always I, it, a thing I like to throw around a lot, but I think it's very valid for some people is when somebody does X instead of developing a personality. Yeah. Like, yeah. girls who like The Office instead of developing a personality. Yeah. And at the same time, I think it's fine um, for somebody to like The Office. If I was, about, they, to, I was like, about to fight both of you. It's valid. Because yeah. I love The I don't Office. love it. I also <laughs> think Friends is gross, and people yeah. who say Friends is awesome is like, well... That's an opinion. I have a different opinion of Friends now that Friends, I'm older. Yeah. <laughs> Friends was yeah. funny when I was younger, but now it's just very, like... 
They say a lot of horrible shit. Single but cringy. For me, it's Very like, cringy, yeah. a lot of the shows that I watched growing up, like, Friends, I loved them then, but the older I get and the more I see that there was literally two people of color throughout the entire yeah. series, yeah. it, like, mm-hmm. bums me out. I, I have to say, <laughs> I have to say, I've gone through almost, not all the way, but almost completely full circle with Big Bang Theory, because I started off being like, this show's awesome, followed by this show's cringe, and now and then I just catch on TV, and That's I'm not all the way back to this show's awesome, but I'm at a point of like, it's not that bad, and it, it, I do still enjoy I it think somewhat. it found its, I think it found its own story yeah. to tell, and when it did that... It was better. It, the pace of the show, it, 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 it preyed on bad misconceptions yeah. about nerds yeah. that were really when like the, dangerous. Yeah, basically, when Big Bang Theory came out, it was really groundbreaking, groundbreaking with nerdy culture because pre Big Bang Theory, people like Evan and I would still get made fun of for being into sci fi, which and is fucking all of a stupid. Sudden it's like the and then, shit. and then Big Bang came out and it was like, no, we need to like portray nerdy dudes in a normal and good way because they're cool people. But then, like, society kind of like outpaced Big Bang Theory, and so they were stuck in the past that they were trying to change with nerdy stereotypes, and people were already over it by. By the time I graduated yeah. high school, like the show that was literally invented to like make nerds look cool is now un- like unintentionally stereotyping itself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And now mm-hmm. so much time has passed since those moments that has gone back to actually being kind of funny again because it's so dated. And I'm like, okay, this is kind of funny. Like, you know, it is kind of goofy that Sheldon had you know like a Green Lantern bank that he was obsessed with. Like, <laughs> yeah, like the, I can look back and smile the a little bit. Music slapped. Yes. <laughs> well, because it's very naked, naked ladies. ladies. Yeah. That's why. They don't, miss, they don't miss. <laughs> on, on a kind of old note, have you two heard him like reference bare naked ladies about how I like tell stories yet? Because that's come up a couple times. I don't remember that. Oh, it's so fucking funny. There's like an episode recently where you're like, Zach, will you cut it out with like the bare naked ladies esque like oh, plain statement of things? <laughs> you said something that was just like. It was, you were controlling something, and you were like, it's like controlling a vehicle. And that's what you were doing, and I just got so angry about it. Because I'm like, Bare Naked Ladies got famous doing that same thing. It was a statement. They just like, they just say like, ha, I just made you say underwear. (laughs) Yeah, I get it, but like... Like right now, like man, I, I I really love sitting with three of my friends doing a podcast, talking into a microphone. It kind of reminds me of like having fun conversations with my friends. Like, yeah, it's, it's, like, it's like that. Like <laughs> I call them useless statements. Yeah, useless statements. They contributed nothing but air, and they changed nothing about. <laughs> they were the, said the just to make noise. They were said to make noise, and that's oh, that is that I'm is a dark that, that is a dark name to call them useless statements. <laughs> but I I. Granted, you know I'm doing them as like a joke half the time. Anyway, I, so but it's it's here. how it's why I don't deal well with like people in like social <laughs> just situations. People. I just don't well older people, like, like, like older like older people like at work because they Cause love they chit chat. Oh my they god, fucking seriously. love chit chat. Oh. And just, they, they love useless statements. And I'm like, I just I I value my time to not just say things that are. That do nothing. I love that. Like, it's like my dad. I love that a lot. I just, I, I don't, I value my time too much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. People are saying shit like, oh man, the weather. I'm like, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, it exists. Fucking I whatever. I'm going back to work. Small yeah. talk. See, I was just like, I don't deal with it. I love that because I hate small talk because I'm like, if we're going to have a conversation, it should matter. Yeah. Like, let's talk about, like, let's yeah. talk about important, it's, deep things. Like I don't want to talk about the fucking weather. You both yeah. agree. That neither of you exactly. really cares about what you're talking about. It's just a thing you do. And that's why I feel the same way like... you do about The Office, too. Because it's like, the, I don't actually have any problem with the show. But think about this. You, you get on in like a dating app, and you see five people in a row that all they say is, you know... Loves The Office. Yeah. You know, 
swipe left if you voted Trump loves the office. I mean, I no, nobody here likes Trump. Out bio. Yeah. What? I have a full written out bio. Me too. I don't. I, I my, see my, so many people that the, the only substance to their dating profile is if you voted for Trump, swipe left. If you like Trump, swipe left. If you don't like fishing or the office, swipe left. And I have no feelings about any of those things in terms of swiping, but I swipe left anyways I because I want more than that. I want something real. See, like, yeah. to me, hating Trump is not a personality trait. That's just kind of like ubiquitous amongst most people. <laughs> like, you can put like, a disclaimer is, after you write everything. There is yeah. no easier way for me to swipe left on you, though, than to say conservative pro-Trump. Yeah. Yeah. I actually report everyone I see who does that. Yeah. <laughs> the yeah. shit you know. Super funny. I actually report and block them. Hell yeah. I, I say, I say misinformation. Because <laughs> one yeah, of, this funny. one girl was on Facebook dating. She said, like, I'm unvaccinated and proud. I reported her, report her for misinformation. Good. I said... Other, that's fucking bullshit. Yeah, that's bullshit. like you're dangerous, and I blocked her. Yeah, it's like I don't feel that strongly about the opposite. It's not but... shitty. Yeah, it's not. I would never do that with the office. Yeah, I would never yeah, do no. that with the office. It's it's. I want to kill people. Yeah, I don't want to be vaccinated. I want people to die. It's like that aside. Okay. it drives me crazy when people have anything to do with any shit like that in their profile because that to me that Why I, right I want to know who somebody is. Like I don't care who somebody hates and doesn't hate. That doesn't tell me who you are. I don't care if somebody cares who I like or hate. That doesn't tell me who you are. Like I might have feelings on those matters of how I feel about you know X versus Y issue. But to me those issues it's like you said earlier of people trying to make their personality something other than something like real with substance mm -hmm. to it it just I, I this whole time through covid i have been so emotionally exhausted by just how much i've seen and i feel bad for people and it's nothing personal against anyone i know because people have had a hard time not making this situation their personality myself included yeah, at some points in time true. but it, it's consuming and i see so many people who like they feel like you know, dating apps, for example. So many people might feel like they have to have their fact status or their political status. I don't think there's anything inherently wrong with them wanting to do that, but I just think so many people feel like they have to. And that's why I'm like, I, I don't care about any of that. Tell, tell me, like, what you want to do if we go on a date. Like, tell me what you eat. Like, I don't, like, I, there's nothing to work with when every single profile is, like, a, a cookie cutter of, you know, current events and whatever. That is true. And that's just, and of course, that's just my opinion, not that it's a fact of the life or anything. Everybody is entitled to different thoughts. I have a fun Tinder story. Not really fun, but this is funny <laughs> to me. So um, I matched with this guy who, like, jokingly um, matched with me because he wanted to make fun of the fact that I was an intersectional feminist. And then when I, like, explained everything, he was like, oh. <laughs> oh. He was like, okay. That reminds me of something. Thanks. <laughs> You're a hero. <laughs> like, oh yeah, Mister Hero. I don't. I guess some people have a lot of time. Yeah. yeah. To just do dumb shit like that. Like uh, our our friend Sarah, wow. who is a trans woman, uh, went on a date with a uh, <laughs> with a, a turf on her. Oh, oh my god. <laughs> she, well, Sarah. I, I don't really know. Sarah is just the horniest being that exists. She really is. She like, uh, everything she does. She can. Anything, she can literally fuck somebody even if they're saying horrible shit and being a turf or saying yeah. the n-word she can yeah, fuck them uh... she'll just do it and it's kind it's of bad. it's pretty bad it's why i don't love our D, &D campaign because she's our <laughs> dm and she's one of those people where if you fuck up 
she just berates you about it instead of talking about like maybe what you could have done. As new players, yeah. you should talk yeah, about like here's what you could have done. She instead berates you and calls you stupid. Yeah. For some people, the it's... point of D and D is to get friends together to RP in, in a fantasy setting and to have fun. For yep. other people, their point of DMing is to live out a bully fantasy. She has a bully. That's, fantasy. That's all it is. That's all it is. That's as a DM, she's just like, a bully. Ew. Yeah. Yeah, and like. And she's been a friend over the years, but she just has that side of her personality. And it's just like, just, okay, you're, you're alright to hang out with, yeah. but like playing D&D with you is like... Yeah. Oh. She's alright in small doses. I feel the same, Aisha. <laughs> I'm a little horrified, I'm sorry. Me too. She, um... I really just wish everyone playing right now could see that d and is better than this. Yes. And I just think they're getting a really bad um, introduction bad because rap. of D and her DMing. Um, but I'm also very pro DM or D and D, and not everybody's gonna be pro D and D. Some yep. people just they just don't get it, and I'm like, but it's so good. <laughs> but it's, so good. it's what you make it. <laughs> but anyway, it's whatever. I don't she even goes, remember like where we were with questions. Yeah, we were but I feel like almost everything yeah, that was has all been answered. answered. Yeah. Yeah, I think all the I think I answered all the media questions I could think of. All of my all of my other questions were also answered. Earlier. Hell yeah. I just wrote down lost for you. So did you talk about other things you were watching? That I was watching. I've, got, uh, I've had a hard time taking notes of this. I'm sorry. The bold and the beautiful. <laughs> You're watching the bold and the beautiful. Hell yeah! I I've been watching. I, I love the bold and beautiful. When did you watch it? I like. Oh my god. I, I'm remembering one of the first places I lived off Randolph in West Dayton. Hell yeah. That And it was, I mean, I was very young. Like, we had the TVs with the big booties. Hey, nice. That's when I watched CRTs. The Bold and the Beautiful. Mm-hmm. And that, General that Hospital been, like, and all that stuff. When Sheila shot Taylor and Brooke level. <laughs> Probably. Well, those are all words one after another. Your memory is, like, very impressive. Because I can't remember shit. <laughs> I, uh, it's, it's a soap opera in every meaning of the word, but I love it shamelessly. It's, it's a soap the, opera. It's the autism. <laughs> yeah, it's whatever it is. It's, it's the that. It's amazing. It's the spectrum. It is amazing. It's, it's, it's so amazing. I, like, I can remember shit that Evan said, like, on, like, specific days in, like, 2014. My mom like, has it, but she's so different from you. Yeah. But she has the same bizarre, like... It's because she's missing the Tourette's. I guess that's true. <laughs> But yeah, it's just wacky that you can remember so much shit, and I'm just and then like, I don't remember other shit. Yeah, and then planning and like in remembering fairness, you have to do shit on yeah. a Sunday. Yep. <sighs> in fairness, uh, I did just very recently read about that story arc of Bold and the Beautiful. I was not watching that long because I was from like 2010. But I was reading about a character that just came back. I'm like, oh, what's his backstory? This is like a month ago. I'm like, oh shit, so and so shot somebody else. <laughs> but that's the show. That's uh, that's all I've got. Lost in Bold and the Beautiful. All Good right. choices, right? Sounds good to me. Wow, I feel like I, I, I feel bad that we haven't con- consumed anything particularly like artistic or. Yeah, like, I probably have. You're just kind of like, you watch no, what I know. You consume it's, whatever the fuck you want. It does not have it's to just be artistic. Some, I guess right now everyone's kind of just consuming comfort media. Yeah, or like for me, things I, I mean, like. Artistic circuitry is very, very artistic. Well, that's sort of musically, like, yeah. Music I mean, like shows and media. Yeah, in terms of like I'm watching Dragon media. Ball. I mean, it's not groundbreaking. It's it's just. I might have well, watched something a little bit more interesting recently. I came across something that I haven't finished watching, but it's called The Backrooms, and I recommend everybody watch it, and we should watch it later, because The Backrooms is, like, uh, a short film. It's, like, 10 or 12 minutes on YouTube, and it's liminal space found footage. Mm. And that's all I know. That's all I fucking know. Yeah, I've watched the first 10 seconds, and it's a dude doing, like, his own home uh-huh. movie, and then he falls over and wakes up somewhere else. So that's all I've got so far. Oh, bro. You're going to really like um, that movie I was talking to you about. They got one where the guy tries to... The guy takes his friend up to the 
mountains. Can we watch that? Can we have another movie day? Yes. Yeah, so, yeah, I have a should. whole list. Cause Cause that, you, you told that, that was on our roster. I watched, that, I watched the trailer for that it. That movie is so fucking wild. Sounds cool. Let's it, do it not on a poetry night so that we can do it for longer. For sure. Yeah, yeah yes. for sure. Um, maybe you guys could come over to Evans and we can set up the mics and maybe record a game too. That's fine. Yeah, I mean, I have plenty of space and we can figure shit out. Yeah, we'll figure out the living room. I'm always down to hang with people and I always, it's, it sounds bizarre because I'm not a social person, but like, especially with COVID right now, as it is, it has been kind of socially starving. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like just constantly at home alone. And I'm like, man, I wish somebody would just come over and like. Not even do anything. Just, like, watch stuff together. Yeah, just, like, spending time in the same room together. And my best the, friend lives in this complex, so I just walk my dog uh, over there and we'll eh, just sit hell together. I'm <laughs> I don't know any of my neighbors. The concept of concurrent play is a thing in child development, mm-hmm. and it's yeah. still a thing. It is. Two people not interacting, just playing next to each other. It's still a thing I like to do. Yeah. Like, even if somebody's next to me That's playing a different video game. Sims night. That's Absolutely. true. Yeah, yeah, and people, if, like, he's playing another video game and he's over there, I'm mm-hmm. over here. This is social. Do you FaceTime yeah. anyone or, like, Skype or anything? Because uh, me and my friend, no. we FaceTime, like, constantly through the day. And that's, like, how I get a lot of my social interaction, honestly. But I, I, don't, I also don't require a lot of social interaction. I so. don't normally. It's just yeah. right. And right it's now, it's been different. a lot. Yeah. yeah. It's been a lot. It's yeah. like shared space and doing different shit. Alex and I used to do that all the yeah, time. She's I, big on that. I would also play Star Wars lot. Battlefront while she either did homework, RP'd, slept, or all three once. <laughs> yeah. Well, living alone and also do that, so yeah. I understand. Yeah. Me. That's why I'm glad I don't. I don't think I could do it. I think I would get too lost in the own rabbit hole of my own thoughts, which I'm half kidding when I say that, because everybody knows I have these weird rabbit holes of thought, but it, you can get lost up here sometimes. Like, Dude, it's... I actually uh, downloaded a recorder app to, really? so, to like put my thoughts out, That's because cool. I have so many I've weird thoughts. Me too. And I also just write stuff on different notes. And Me too. I do that all freaking time, bro. All freaking time. Yeah, because like, yeah. when I go down like these musical rabbit holes, like the past three or four days, all I've fucking done is sit in Ableton Live. That's it. Like I've done nothing else but make music for like hours on end. It's like that, eat and play with my cats, and and like that's so why I'm glad that I have other like commitments and responsibilities and shit that I have to attend to. Even though like I have a hard time keeping track of them sometimes, it's kind of nice to have that at all because otherwise I would just be lost in music and it'd be like, what the fuck? It's my birthday and I haven't done anything for two weeks. Like <laughs> so, I like need to get out and I need to like think about other things even though it's stuff i'm passionate about i feel the same about the show honestly you know kind of bringing it full circle to the kwd stuff it's like i get so fixated on editing and sometimes with recording with you that's why it's kind of nice that we do other shit outside of kind of well done i'd love that we have so many like multitudinous hobbies that don't involve recording because if we only fixated on that it would just make it different yeah multitudinous multitudinous mm-hmm. yes thank you <laughs> Okay, that's all I got. Hell yeah. <laughs> Did we want to talk about our media absorption, or do we have time? Do we oh, care? Do we? Want I mean, to? I don't care. This is going to be a long episode anyway, so. Yeah. I wrote it out just to be careful. I mean, I know that we're recording a Goodreads episode later, but I, that's why I have... Do you, you want to save it for now? that? Or? I don't know. I also yep. kind of like sharing my thing. I like sharing my yes. thing. Can we wear our matching Tash shirts when we record just yes. for the hell of it and then yes. take a picture and use So that? you know that I got one? <laughs> yeah, because I saw it in your profile picture. I was so excited. <laughs> I was so bummed out. So I bought one because I'm a kind soul. I'm a giver. I bought one for you, but I didn't have enough money to get one for myself also. Aww. So I didn't. And I was like, I'll get it after the holidays. And literally the next paycheck after the holidays, I went to get it and it was sold out. And I was like, 
fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. I don't have to be a twin with Aisha. <laughs> and so, like, I went about my life, and the other day we got a package, and Brody's like, oh, that's one of your very late Christmas gifts. I'm like, okay. <laughs> Rip that shit And it was a Monster Factory t-shirt. Yeah. And a Taz t-shirt. And a Taz, and a Taz sticker. He's like, I look at your car and I know exactly where you can put it. And I was like, that's cool. <laughs> Thank oh, yeah. you. So I'm going to have like an Adventure Zone sticker. But um, yeah. yeah, so now we can't be twins. I was so pleased. So anyways, um, yes, we can wear our matching Taz t-shirts. Yes. And we're going to take a picture and use that as the picture for the Yes. Episode. Okay. Okay. Cool. Did we want to talk about media absorption then? Can we, okay, because I haven't been absorbing a lot, okay. can we save it for next yes. recording? Yes. I would be remiss to not mention a book while I'm on the Goodreads Better Friends podcast. Yes. I will say two books. Okay. One, I can't remember the actual title, but it's a collection of short H.P. <laughs> Lovecraft stories. Okay. <laughs> it's just a collection of all the good ones called Cthulhu, Dagon, uh, Shadow Over Innsmouth, Color Out of Space, all the good shit, all the I classics. Really classics. Read those. The I haven't classics. Read them in Oh, they're years. so good. I love that. Another one I love is uh, my Paranormal Bible that I told you guys about last time we recorded. Mm. Um, uh, a new one came out because the old version uh, I found when I was like in grade school and it took me years to find it online to actually order instead of getting it from a library. But it's just this compendium of weird shit of like ball lightning and Nessie and like teleportation. Mothman is the first place I ever heard of Mothman from that book. And that's some really good shit. And a new version of that book by I think a different author just came out. And it's got stuff that I've never even heard of. It's me. I'm obsessed with all things I paranormal. Love- so I was like, ooh, I've never heard this one, so I've kind of been checking cryptid. it out. Yeah. Yeah. I, today's cryptid of the day is Zek. <laughs> I love it. Hell yeah. Well, Do you have any time. books, Evan? I have a bunch of books that I bought specifically for reading. Out. Like, I was... Um, <laughs> Evan has a bunch of books on, like, social theory. Like, it's really so very I, very fitting. I, <laughs> yes. I, I, I was channeling my cheaty. Um, is I, I, I added some Kantian ethics to my oh, a critique of pure theory hell with yeah. Kant, and I was like, hell yeah. Hell yeah. Um, I, I bought a I bo- I think I bought a book. Uh, <laughs> Go on. White, I love how you're very white smart, fragility. but not elitist about it. Yeah. I try not to be. I, 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 I know, really like I got, that. I used to get called on it. Um, it was actually about money. Bree used to make fun, like say that you're always so obsessed with money. Um, I was like, bitch, sorry, I'm poor. Yeah, no, because my family was rich. So like, she's being overly hard on you. I um, felt like it, yeah, because like sometimes it was like my family's okay. rich, I don't have money. I have to tell the story, but even though it's on camera. Evan about... went to Japan, and he came back home uh, and wanted to tell us about his time in Japan. And our friend, who could sometimes be weird about shit, kept saying, "Why the fuck do you keep talking about Japan? You're just trying to rub it in that you have money to go to Japan." Yeah. And the answer to that question is no. He's excited that he went to another country and wants to tell stories Damn. to his friends like a normal fucking human yeah. being. That's why. Bree would make a so lot of that's, things. So that's that's a her difficult. thing, not a you thing. Yeah. <laughs> um. What if I've been reading otherwise? I bought a book called Pachinko, which I've heard yeah. is very, very good. I think it's about uh, Japan. Deplinko. Um, Do I have that on Goodreads? Oh my <laughs> god, what minute. the hell did I just add? A bunch of fantasy. Like, I've been thinking about going back. Um, Fahrenheit 451. Oh, Things yeah. Fall Apart. A classic. Um, Things Fall Apart is a good ass Things Fall Apart, Chinua Achebe. Good fucking that song. Yams, bro. That book yams. I did. I have Pachinko in my list. Yeah. Hey, nice. Yeah. It's a very it's a very highly regarded book. That sounds familiar. What is Um, that? I got that. I got some science stuff. I got like a design a game design book. That's cool. Um I really I do like reading like things like Kant and like science. Like I brought some Hegel. Some not Heigel, Heigel. Heigel, yeah. 
Uh, I brought some Proust, some Marcel Proust. Um, you should check out, uh... So, fucking, uh... Kierkegaard. There's all kinds of... Kierkegaard's interesting. Ethics like and philosophy is really cool. I, I do admit that it's kind of a weird area because it's kind of useless. I mean, at least you're not reading Marx and Lenin. It, it's not that it's useless, <laughs> but without teeth to make change, it is useless. Mm-hmm. It is purely just talking and liking the sound of your theories. Mm. If you don't have, like, the wherewithal to you're, enact it. You're only saying that because you haven't read enough for Lenin. Yeah. <laughs> I'm kidding. Oh, Jeremy. Uh, but um, in terms of like fun books, like where the crawdads sing, I was that's looking a, that's at. That's a cool name. What the hell? Someone uh, actually um, came up to me at one of the poetry slams and told me Fish that we should read that for an it was, episode. It was the. Cool. There's a book that I got from my relative, or it's not really my relative, I guess, but sort of. Um, it's about. It's a Japanese author. He's Japanese American, and it's about a. It's about a British butler, and it's like they made a net, like a show about it, like on Netflix. Hmm. Interesting. It's like what what something remains, the last remains of the what, what remains of the day, okay. last remains of the day, or something like that. Uh, and it's about this butler, and it gives me Downton Abbey vibes. Really interesting. Uh, and I'm really excited cool. to read it. Um, Hell yeah! I feel like I love one of fiction, the only people but... who does not like Downton Abbey. I've never seen it. I get so oh, like, I get I've... very bored by it. Oh, it's very slow. <laughs> it's very slow. Yeah. Um. <laughs> I heard I should keep going, like, but it's really hard. But here's the thing: I definitely watched all of it in like 2016, 17, 18. I don't know. All those years were a blur of having three jobs and being depressed. So some sometime in there, sometime in there, I watched the whole thing, oh, and God. now I like will rewatch an episode or two, and I'm like, how did I sit still for this long? Because I, <laughs> I mean, I've, I'm sure I've told you guys I have a hard time sitting still for long periods Same. of time yeah. and like watching movies and shit i don't know how i sat through the entire like six or whatever seasons of Downton Abbey. that's crazy because that shit's boring <laughs> like, <laughs> no i like like it and i have characters that i now that i know the story too and i can just like tune out and do other things and then yeah. come back in important parts i kind of feel I don't like know how lost. i did it the first yeah. time so I, I genuinely love lost but it's like that like it can be kind of like it's interesting to me for different reasons now, but the flashbacks could be monotonous at times when I was longer, but I still just sat through it all because I wanted to see the weird shit. <laughs> yeah. So, that's how I'm kind of remiss to start watching Bridgerton again. Because Bridgerton was good, but it's a period piece, so it's kind of yeah. like weird. It is weird, but... But Bridgerton's different from oh a lot of period God. pieces. It is different. Um, <laughs> First of all, it has people of color in normal roles, and uh, not just like maids. Not, so, yeah, not the stereotypical fucking, roles. The Duke or the Prince or whatever he was from the first... Season. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, he's so hot. <laughs> You're talking about uh, Reggie Jean Page or um, the, the 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 Black Duke. Or yeah, whatever. that's yeah. That's Reggie Jean Page. Yeah, he's so fucking hot. Yeah, that whole first season's just like hi. Everyone's just thirsting over that man. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I was watching those scenes where they're just like fucking all over the like the estate, and I was like. She's got to be chafed by now. Like, kids isn't even enjoyable anymore. That can't feel good. Like, seriously. Is that even Anyways, enjoyable anymore? Um, <laughs> I feel like it's pretty accurate for how you can be after you lose your virginity, though. You just want to have yeah. sex all the time. Sure. Get a little crazy. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Probably. Probably. I mean, <laughs> Victorians definitely did some closet crazy shit. <laughs> Like they were, yeah, like, like opium. <laughs> they also yeah. had like wooden dildos. Mm. Oh, yeah. Wooden dildos. Oh, yeah. That is yeah. certainly. <laughs> On that note, you know, what, you know what was a really? I can't remember what it's called, but Daniel Radcliffe and John Hamm were in a period a piece about a Russian doctor in this like Siberian village. Is it the Good Doctor? 
Factory's your No, no, no. <laughs> that was the one with the little That's Charlie and the Chocolate Factory boy. Oh, yeah. I know what you're talking about. It's I can't really think good. of it. It's really yeah. good. The doctor's like addicted to morphine. Oh, shit. And it's like him it being like the only doctor in this village. Oh, damn. It's a really fucking good show. Yeah, I And Daniel like Radcliffe's first... amazing in it. Um, is like a, and John Hamm's also great because it's like John Hamm is him later in life because oh. it happens in like three distinct time periods cool. that are happening like concurrently. A young doctor's notebook. It's so fucking good. <laughs> oh my god, and it's so sad because it's like you fall in love with these characters sad. and it's just like life sucked. Like a, a rough winter could kill everybody because oh, it's Russia in the middle of like Siberia. Yeah. So like there, there's one hospital in town. And, like, it's in the middle of, like, the Russian Revolution. Oh, So boy. sometimes, like, Russian soldiers will come in. And sometimes they're Bolsheviks. <laughs> um, yeah, there actually is one episode of just about that Bolsheviks and Russian soldiers are at there at the same time. Um, We're having, like, Bolshevik 2.0. It's such a good right show, now. though. I really, really liked that show. Um, so it was The la- the Last Tsar was really good. It was about the fall of the Russian monarchy. And it was sort of done in, like, a... It was live-acted, but there was also... Talking to scholars? Was that Adam Driver? The Last Czar, no. Or is that The Last Kingdom? No, that's a show. Um, Adam Driver was Adam in... Adam Driver was in The Long Punch It was with the uh, Timothy Chalamet. The King? The King. Oh, Maybe. Timothy Chalamet. That, the Last Duel? Adam loves no, Timothy No, The Last Duel is... Um, that was... Adam Driver is in that. Down. But this is older, <laughs> and it's on... Oh, the King. I know the King. Adam Driver was in a movie with Andrew Garfield that... Probably no one saw. It's a TikTok or a TikTok boom? It's fucking great. No, not TikTok boom. Oh, I've heard that's stuff. good. I have too. Uh, it's called it. Silence. It's about it. Catholic priests in Japan. Have Ooh. you guys watched Inside Lewin Davis? No. no. That's a very good Adam Driver movie, although he's a very small part in it. But it's a very, very good Oscar Isaac movie. Ooh. Oh, I love Oscar and Isaac. He's very good. Yes. So I I've been wanting. He's like a folk singer songwriter in the like. I think late 50s and um honestly he's like a shitty irredeemable character that doesn't learn anything by the end of the movie hell yeah. which I like I like and John John Goodman's in it oh hell yeah um, Adam Goodman. Driver Justin Timberlake yeah. um that chick who played Daisy like in the in Gatsby small cute. I haven't oh, seen the Carrie, new oh uh, Carrie Grant or not Carrie Grant that's a man Mold, uh, Carrie Mold, the Mold one that's Rue. with the like guy Carrie from Grant. Mumford and Sons sure. I cannot remember and Mumford and Sons is in it they, they like Oh, that. do, they, that's awesome. It's music cool. for a track. I, I highly suggest it. Inside Lewin Davis. It's pretty cool. It's, um, uh, we have the soundtrack on vinyl. It's very good. Silence, but, I th- think it was a famous director. Maybe not. I think so. It's like a three-hour, very dark movie, though, I will say. But I never knew that Catholics had a presence in Japan. Yeah. And I never knew that they were countered militaristically. Yep. Japan said, get the fuck out. So any, any Catholics that came, they killed them. And I didn't know that. I'd never what? heard Sorry, about it. <laughs> <Yeah, I was like, laughs> Okay, it's such an interesting so, movie. Sorry to like make this even last longer and to take the attention again, but um, <laughs> I'm loving it right now. Like, but I'm gonna hate all of y'all when I gotta edit this yeah, shit. Uh, thinking about how like Catholics just like fucking went in and just tried to convert like every fucking country. The Kingdom just, of Heaven. I just read. Listen. I just read a book called Purple Hibiscus by Chimamanda mm. Ngozi Adichie. And um, it's set in Nigeria, and it's basically, like, this uh, young girl, her father is, like, very harsh Catholic, and she's raised, like, 
very strict Catholic. Mm -hmm. And then she like goes and spends some time, she and her brother go and spend some time with their aunt and they were raised, you know, uh, believing like pagan things and they speak Igbo. And uh, she learns that Catholicism isn't everything and Catholicism was brought in by these white men. Yep. And basically like her father mm. is like abusive in the name of God. Shit. And it's not that's even their God. It's the white shit. man's God. It's, mm -hmm. it's a that's fantastic a book. That actually, it's a, that's wow. a harsher critique of Things Fall Apart because there's mm -hmm. a yep. religion, Western religion is a very big part of that Sure book. is. Missionaries and shit. Um, yeah. Was Purple Hibiscus? Oh, Purple I... Hibiscus. Chimamanda, no, um, no I'm not going to say it. Chimamanda is a very amazing author. That's very uh, cool. She's also written uh, Everybody Should Be a Feminist. She did a TED Talk on it. Um, she also wrote Americana, which is an amazing book about a Nigerian woman who travels to America to go to college okay. and just like the stark cultural contrast, mm. uh, you know, and her like experiences. Mm. Cool. It's, it's so good. I listened to the audiobook of that and I highly recommend it because the voice actress who does it, she does all these different like dialects and accents and stuff mm -hmm. because, uh, the main character uh, she comes into contact with several different immigrants. There are some from like Jamaica and just like from all over Africa. And this woman who reads the book is able to like nail each and every accent differently and perfectly. That's, That's very and cool. And she puts so much character into it. So, anyways, huh. if you uh, decide to read Americana, I suggest listening right. to the audiobook. Okay. And it's a uh, Americana with an H at the end. I have to say, I think I read part of that in college. I think I read the first part of that. It's very good. I love like, it. Like maybe excerpts. It was pretty cool. The name of the uh, author just sounds familiar. It could be because She's of Book of the Month. popular, yeah. Hmm. Well, hell yeah. We all talk about books, too. We got it all in. <laughs> yeah, I, the idea of reading sounds great until I sit down to do it. <laughs> and then I'm just like, fuck. I, this doesn't work for everybody, but what really has worked for me in the last few months is I have stopped watching TV while I eat and I read instead. Okay. So on my lunch breaks and during dinner, I read instead of, uh, hmm. instead of watching TV because it just like it makes that time for me to read. The thing I have trouble with reading is that it's sitting still mm. and mm. doing um, not a bunch of things at once. It's just sitting still and doing one thing. Yep. And so if I read while I eat. I can't do anything else while I'm eating, really. So that's a good time for me to, like, read, basically. Yeah. And so I've been reading more than I had been. Okay. So And I obviously love reading. I love books. We have a podcast about it. But I actually have a hard time sitting still and reading, too. Mm -hmm. So that's what's worked for me. <laughs> well, My sister's go. method, uh, which I've adopted and I fucking love, is to have one audiobook going, one physical book, and then one like book on your Nook or mm -hmm. your Kindle or whatever you it's have cool. or on your phone. And I've been doing that, and it actually works pretty well for someone like mm -hmm. me who's like, doo, 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 like all the time. I don't know if I could concentrate on my method is reading a... and listening at the same yeah, time. Yeah, right. well, I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't be. I mean, like she's not at the same time. Like, yeah, like I would be oh, listening to the audio okay. while I'm working or something. That's what I thought you were saying. No. That you were like triple, like <laughs> oh, fucking yeah. brain so man. Like, pause this one. Go this one. This one. No. I read three books at once. It was crazy. Yeah. 
My method is going out specifically to fucking read because I haven't done it for a while. But basically, I used to go to like the Wright State Library or places near the mall. Mm, That's how I used day. to do it. Yes, yes. Yeah. we're gonna go on yeah. those this year. I used to go. I, I, I used to go to Panera thing. exclusively. Yeah. yeah, to go read. That's why I do at the I Wright used to State go Library. Go Slight exclusively. Yeah. To Hell yeah. yeah. It was fun. Well, you guys can join yeah. us in reading dates. Yeah. If you like. Reading dates. I I I love the excuse to read. Yeah. Me too. Reading dates. Let's do it, please. Fucking let's do it, please. Yeah. What you say? Yeah, absolutely. Well, I agree with everything that's been said. Oh, yeah. Yay. Should we wrap this bad boy up? I feel like... Oh, yeah, we need to do plugs. That's why I was uh, transitioning out. All right, let's... uh, I'll link... I'm going to link all of our... Just I'm going to link everything in the show notes. uh, And that is on... Just kidding. Just kidding. Lots of kidding. Um, Goodreads, better friends, (laughs) pod.tumblr.com. Nice. (laughs) Thank you, Asia. You're welcome. Um, <laughs> so, anyways, I uh, I make show notes and I link out everything we talk about. I'll type out. I'll try to type out all the movies and books and Jeez. songs we talked about. Hell yeah! I will. Um, I usually link to like IndieBound or a place where you can buy them online without using Amazon. Cool. Um, and then I make links to like your social media that Absolutely. you wish to share. So I will uh, link, uh, the best well one, uh, Linktree. I don't know if people use Linktree. Linktree is okay. fantastic. Uh, linktr.ee slash kind of well done. Of course we are kind of well done on YouTube. For me personally, uh, if you're interested, if you're interested in my art, it's colors of the void with zeros for O's. <laughs> um, my streaming is KWD Veracia. My music is Veracia Music and More on YouTube. Um, I'm just Veracia on Twitter, and Kind of Well Done, of course, is Kind of Well Done on YouTube. Okay. And I, um, I believe I am Project Don Buff on Twitter. Yes. Uh, I am Project Don Buff on Twitch, and I think that's all I have. Yeah, I think so. Because you set up the... And our band is Whiskey for Kids. That's what we forgot. Yeah, the band is Whiskey for Kids. The band is Whiskey for Kids. Yeah. I don't have a music channel yet. I have a music SoundCloud I made a long time ago. Oh, shit. So I can't link that. But if you you care about Melee... (laughs) If you care about Melee, KWD Libra. (laughs) KWD Veracia. Absolutely. I do stream Melee sometimes, so... Yes, you do. I stream a lot of stuff. um, And multiple platforms, of course. Twitch and YouTube. And thank you, everyone, for listening. Uh, thank you for the support to you, too. It really means a lot being on here. I know this will be chopped and screwed. It's probably not going to be three hours or however long it is right now. Honestly, when I chop and screw it, it's probably going to go down about 30 minutes. If yeah. Hell yeah. Nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that at all. Okay. Well, I can't wait to listen. It'll be cool. Uh, thanks. Keep an eye out. Appreciate everybody. Uh, listeners at home who follow us, give us a shout-out if uh, you found us from these two. And support them as well. Uh, I appreciate you two supporting our creative endeavors, and we yeah. hope to do the same with you guys to have you on Kind of Well Done. That should be our next plan. I am looking forward yeah. to that. Me too. Certainly. Um, All right. Well, you can follow us, uh, Goodreads Better Friends, um, on Instagram at Goodreads underscore Better Friends. Um, you can send us an email at Goodreads Better Friends Podcast at gmail.com. We would love to promote your art, your poems, your fiction, whatever. Just uh, shoot something at us. And you can follow me on Instagram at certified underscore morganic. And you can follow me certified. on Instagram at I, as in your eyeball, dash each, dash ug. And that's across Twitter, Tumblr, and Instagram. 
You may not know what my Tumblr is. Actually, I'm not on Twitter. You're not on Twitter. I I forgot to drop my Gmail. It's the same as everything else. (laughs) I can. I'll stick it in. Don't worry. uh, For business inquiries, kind of well done at gmail.com. You know, like the (laughs) same. Anyway. (laughs) Thank you for listening. Bye. We love you. Bye. Bye.